Hey, we're back, and we're bad, but don't worry, like the Shangri-Las will tell you, we're good, bad, not evil. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 241 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Yes, it is. Here we go. We don't have a lot of books tonight, but we have a lot of enthusiasm, Eric. A lot of enthusiasm. I'm just saying, people probably are like, well, why is there only like six books on the show? We didn't do it. Well, we did because there are other books that I know you wouldn't want to be involved, so I don't even ask. So there are others. (laughs) I believe, though, when I say six might not be the case because I may actually do some of those by myself, but we'll (gasps) we'll see how it goes but hey welcome to the podcast uh here we are we're ready uh if you want to find us on the intranets we do have a website where it's sciencedccomics.com where we review of the books each week reggie's going to sure be back do. to review them this week so you can check that nice. out we also are on the twitters at Weird Science DC. You can join up there. And if you follow us, I will follow you back 100%. 100%. Except for me. Also, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Plays, possibly the Grinder, uh, the Tinder. The I don't know. We might be up, up, uh, what was it? Upgrade. Uh, upvote update (laughs) that's my dating thing i can't even remember the name of it i'm still working on that but if you do listen to us whatever player or thing you do with it if they are allowing you to do sort of reviews or star ratings we'd appreciate if you did but we're not going to make you we don't have contests and things for that but we do have a patreon well we can have contests and things like that or we can say if you don't we're done I'm telling you, some people seem to, you know, tighten the screws on that. Uh, We also have a Patreon account if you want to support us for this podcast, the Marvel podcast, all the things we do, but also get a lot of other shows in the meantime. You can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. One of the big things we do is each week we have a DC Spotlight. Two of the books each week are only on Patreon. They're picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop. And this week, they picked Batman and the Outsiders number four and Hawkman number 15. So there's a little wink, wink to you, Eric. You were right. Nobody knows what that means, but you were right. Uh, Yeah, but with that, we're just going to get right to this. I need to do a little shout out, Eric. You love the shout out. I'm going to do a little shout out to those badasses. It's called Ooh, the Badass Roll Call. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for my, my name is Jim and I'm here to say I like the badasses every day. Why am I delaying this as always? I don't know. Here we go. Clayton Burdell, who just joined in. Thank you, Burdell. Nice. We have Dalton, Christian, Ken Halleck, Francisco L. Rock Third, Lady Abby, John Jack, Nick Adams, we keep going here as I, I cannot hear anything going on, Eric, because my headphones came out. I, I'm probably screaming oh, no. at the moment. Just the time. Trying to get my headphones in. I'm never going to get done in time. Oh, Mark God. Jaeger, I just got it in. T Funk, Josh Ramillion, oh, Algin no. Stoja. We have on Mark. I couldn't hear a word. I couldn't hear anything. David Fink, Manship, Brandy, Bobby Bain, Reggie, Joey Bear Acasco is joined up on the badass part of. But we got awesome. Joseph Wojcik, Dave J, Andrew and Belfast, Comic Boom, Rocky Team Man 3000, All oh, New no. Dave, Carlos, Ian Job, Brian King, Jolly Drew, My Man Pete from NYC, Polly P, Wright said Fred Too Sexy for Eric G, Seller Dollar, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Ron Monty, Simon, Swanee, ah. Anthony G, Missy T, R Man, Rob Lewis, <laughs> Marv, <laughs> and Ruben. Yeah! And Ruben. Uh. Uh, 
Wait, were you saying anything I could not hear? My, I don't know what threw them out. I was so upset. I couldn't hear. And I, was I screaming then? Because I'm yeah. sure I no, was. No. Because you I couldn't hear. You were screaming at first, and then you went down to go do it. So then you were like really low for Well, you I was there. struggling. Because I actually, you. yeah, no, that was because I picked up the mic and was trying to find <laughs> I couldn't the find down. the thing. Jesus. It's so dark in this room. I couldn't find the stupid jack. Oh man! It's so bright uh, in here. I gotta wear uh, shades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name What's is happening? Jim, and I'm here to say I mess up this every day. <laughs> it's always something, folks. I told you before. I told you before. We were about to do this. I'm like, here we go. The, the thing that is the easiest thing to do is the thing I screw up every time. This time, <laughs> and I already. Intro. This is also the thing is, I, I at this moment now can't put my finger off of the jack you know my my earphones because my mic is all screwed up so now i have to sit there i have to press it oh it's the worst i'm paying it so forward right you keep now talking with, with your hands knocking shit over ripping oh, your I microphone my one headphones hand's going out. all over the place i guess that's what was happening i was doing a little rapping i was doing a little stuff see oh, it was you have right to move your time. arms and you're rapping you gotta yeah. you gotta show people that you're in the know of what's going on i mean seriously you can, only do that how, body language. you can never end a rap without putting both hands crossed across Across your chest, and, and I know back. that's what happened. Huh. You pulled it right out because it you was, did that. It was something like that. I, I actually don't know, and it was really weird. I actually think that when I came back and from when we ghost. had a break, when we came back from a break, though, uh, the cord, my headphone cord, actually, I think I was sitting on it because uh, it's a longer <laughs> cord. I end up having this, and it was like underneath, and I think I just moved and ripped it out. So, oh my. Uh, right away it's one of those things that you know, i'm joking around trying to have some funds and then it messes me up it always screws me up Eric. but there we go another one another there we go. freaking failed roll call well, <laughs> why do you want to be involved? it's like it, people should just sign up to be a badass just to screw me up more because the more names that we have to, the, the harder it gets for me somehow we gotta get but a longer version of that song I, it didn't seem to need that before. And it's not, you know, saying like, you're, oh, man, he's saying he, we have a lot oh, of these badasses. <laughs> I think it's me. It's, it's just me. <laughs> I, I seem to think I have a lot more time to play with most of the time. I don't. I'm playing with fire. The devil's My hand is you, definitely you, you being played with. get the freaking with. song going, and then you start telling a side story. I'm like, what is he yeah. doing? Why now? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I hear that badass theme, and it makes me want to tell stories, Eric. All right. Did I ever tell you about the time that Wrong Turn got married? Oh, my. He got married That's this today. Week, yeah, he got married today as we record. And it just listen, it's, it's, that's a badass thing. We still don't believe he was married officially. We think that no, he's no, being duped and played. I just he don't understand. He went to the park in a, in a suit that was three sizes too big on him. Yep. And I'm yeah. sure he tra- tracked the mud all over the freaking <laughs> the trouser bottoms. It was bottoms. raining a bit. And then they were going off for the reception where they were going to have, at first, what were they? Oh, they were going to have Capri I, I swear, I'm telling you, I don't think the reception happened because I, I saw the pictures of the ceremony and stuff like that. And then now going off to the honeymoon, I'm like, yeah, yeah you bailed on everything. I would love as they leave, everybody's like, where's the reception? And I'm like, no, no reception. <laughs> He, he, the, they ended up, what I heard last, where they were going to have Capri Suns to drink, and then each person would have a half a cupcake. Because it's all like a second cupcakes, grader got married. Cu- it was. No, it's, it's like a birthday in second grade. They end up having it. It's just nonsense. And really, didn't the second grader just get married? 
But yeah, there you go. See, it, it brings out brings out the stories, Eric. It brings it out. But we're going to go off the now. The best part of all of these pictures oh. I saw, though, is the whole idea where the, the bride, you know, wrong turns girl. His Her girl. father was walking down. And I looked at the one. I'm like, all right, he's at least got some black slacks on, a button-down white shirt. And that's it. But Now, like, he is I, the I, father I, of the bride. He should be a little better dressed than even that. I mean, really, I agree. he should have a suit. The, the thing he is, should. though, this is also, we know who we're talking about here, so how can yeah. we expect any less? But I'm well, telling you, well, I saw a picture out, that had to Eric, have happened. It's weird it is weird now. The, the, the pictures that I saw after the though must have been taken like right after the ceremony was done. He was done with that button up oh, yeah. shirt. So he's just taking pictures in a white t-shirt. I'm like, yep, keep it classy even there, pants on. <laughs> he just, he's already ready. Like some people afterwards, they'll take off the tie or loosen the tie. He just stripped down. He stripped down all the way. <laughs> uh, when I went to my buddy Big Bob's, who you know, rest in peace, Big Bob. Uh, his wedding, don't his rest in father, peace. He was a hateful man. I know. He, his father at the reception ended up doing a strip tease, full out nude. He ended up. He had the band play and thought it was a joke, and ended up you know, taking that's off. What everybody wants. Well, took off his pants, full out junk all over the place. Ladies screaming. He was a big man himself. Oh, disgusting. He thought, and he was one of those guys that then afterwards kept saying about, "Oh man, everybody loved that. Everybody loved what I was doing." No, 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 they didn't. They didn't. No, no, He's, no, no. He was that like a you're just an alcoholic. He was like a lawyer at work. He thinks that everything is like, "Yo, oh man, I told this cop that I was." going to shoot a guy in the head and he laughed and said that he knew what i meant no no stop it stop it but yeah go shit this your pants somewhere else apartment. yeah really it's true also you have a very crippling social anxiety but that's so bad because those people are out there yeah really we we both have very bad social anxiety so you know we'll see how that goes but yeah you ended up eating wings today right you got some problems you ate all these wings and uh, also sent me a picture that i should kill you for sending me because you sent me a picture of what would be a philly cheesesteak made on a full out not even a pretzel bun this was made on pretzels and it looked it looked great pretzel oh. factory freaking you know sandwich bun just it looked like with a, uh, it looked like just cut a in pretzel half. cut in half it didn't even look like and this those, is a restaurant a called straight bun. out of philly who does yeah. cheesesteaks and this is just a pretzel a, pretzel, a, a philly pretzel factory pretzel cut in half and this, you, you eat this like a sandwich yeah yeah a sandwich i'm eating that bitch i'll eat that i'm telling you i sent a, a message to tanya and she was just upstairs. I was downstairs doing the stuff for the podcast and stuff, getting ready. And I send it to her, and she's like, right away, where'd you get that? Why didn't I get one? I'm like, what, what do you mean? I didn't leave the house. What do you, what do you think? I, you know, Uber Eats or what? I have a transporter. And I was I just putting that, that trying to end the whole thing because I got some wings because Brandon's been heckling me about the idea of getting hot wings in Pennsylvania. How they ain't shit yeah. compared to Buffalo. So I made sure to go out and get wings today just so I could count them out for three pounds to see what it was. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore because he's going to keep throwing shade. Hey, here's a Philly cheesesteak with a Philly uh, so pretzel how many, factory how bun. How many were they? How many, how many were 27 and three pounds. Okay, so it is even less than he. He thought he thought 30 he was right on i mean he knows his wings and yeah he, he said does. That, he said at one point you're gonna have to go to buffalo and eat 50 buffalo wings and you'll never be able to he said that and i said he don't know you it might be well. a problem i'm telling you i did eat like really? a pound of jojo's before i started getting to this so i was my eyes were bigger, bigger than my stomach when i got to him i was only able to eat 20 right away 
when you ate the JoJo's, did you go, what's wrong, JoJo? Did you say that while you were eating them? You know I did. (laughs) What's wrong with you, JoJo's? (laughs) I can't wait to watch JoJo Rabbit. Uh, People people are against it, it seems, but I am not. Not me. Neither are you. Uh, my ass off. See, there you go. We extended it. Once that badass theme goes, the story started coming. But yeah, uh, I'm going to go off and so are you. And we'll be back, right, uh, in a second with the first amount of books. Some reviews. A book section number one I of like the podcast the with not a lot of books. We don't have a lot of books going this week and less next week, I believe. So uh, DC is not releasing a lot of again. things. Yes, at some point we end up having, I remember going down the list, like then at one point we have 18 one week, stupid stuff like that. They, I, they I want to stop get at some point down. now. I want to say, though, that like we're not going to come in and say we don't have a lot of books because this is going to be normal. We have a normal amount of books this week, so yeah, we're not going to no. talk about it it's anymore. Because no. all the, the thing is, though, all the things coming out anymore, they really aren't announcing many new series. They're all these minis and maxi series. So once they hit, then we'll end up having these weird, you know, weeks week. Well, that's what's going to happen. And they're going to be, you know, Metal Man, stuff like that. And Metal means, Man? Yeah, yeah, which means we're not going to have any because I don't want any parts of that. But we're here to talk about a couple books in this first section that are, you know, the big books. I don't know. One's supposed to be yeah. an event. I'm not thinking it's an event at all. I, Look, I don't see this anybody This event is so big. It. it tells you event in its name. That's how this, big it is, this Jim. Event it couldn't is even so contain big, itself. It's not selling. Well, that's right there. It's already selling less than so Heroes big. in Crisis, and people <laughs> hated that. So, yeah, so we're there. But if you want to read all of the reviews for these books we're going to talk about tonight, go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, and you'll read different points of views as well. It's not always me and Eric uh, reviewing them, so you get some different points. So if you read, if you hear us go like, we didn't like one issue, you want, hey, maybe somebody else liked it. Then you go over and realize Eric reviewed it, and it's exactly nope. what he said. <laughs> and then you'll go like, no, he don't like this event Leviathan, because we're going to get right to it. We are in the but middle boy, of the event. do I want to like it. Well, I don't. I really don't care. I, I'm telling you. When I we, when always want to like blurred. events and big things that the comic series are doing. I always want to like these things. I don't go <laughs> and say, well, this is going to be bullshit. I hate this right well, already. Here's the deal, though. You had Crisis, right? Heroes yeah. in Crisis. Was that a crisis? Did you find that a crisis like the most of the crisis? Because I no. didn't. No, I did an not. Event Leviathan. You don't feel like no event. 
It, it feels like a book that's treading water and it's just there. And I'll start right away before you do the blurb. The problem is I was trying to get a grip on what I think is the problem with this whole deal. And one of the problems that I do think is Brian Michael Bendis came in. He strong armed his way into the super books. He got, you know, Tomasi and Jurgens off of those. He ended up having to cancel Super Sons. They ended up having to cancel and then redo stuff like Supergirl, things like that. So everybody was already pissed. And he's a year in. He seems to have the keys to the kingdom. And then he decides he's going to have an event, an event that we rarely have, like events at DC we have Every one or two years, you know, they pop up and think like he just couldn't wait to get an event. And then, like you said, to make it even worse, he has to put event in the name, the worst name of an event <laughs> in case ever. you didn't know. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's just ridiculous. And then you go with this thing and he seems to just be treading water. I mean, this book is boring. It's boring as shit. And I'm telling you, shit's boring. You're boring. Uh, yeah, it is. It's but it's a lot of yakety yak, nothing going on. And after your blurb, I'm going to go on and on about why I don't care. At the end, if you told me Superman's Leviathan, or if you tell me Batman is, I don't care because nothing in this intrigues me. But you go with your blurb, and then I'll tell you. All right, Event Leviathan number three, written by Brian Michael Bendis, the art by Alex Maleev and Josh Reed. Well, as it turns out, after a big fight with Red Hood, the detective squad decides that they better start looking at someone else to put the Leviathan blame on. If that's not enough, and it certainly isn't, Amanda Waller has been listening in on our heroes, but that doesn't really go anywhere. And when we leave this issue, Leviathan has found Amanda Waller, but so is Superman. Yeah, and so the whole thing with the setup and the whole thing that we're supposed to care about, the whole deal, obviously, who is Leviathan? doesn't even seem like you can play around with it because nothing's told you don't get any clues they're just sitting around talking and in fact me and you aren't even sure is this still that same damn night i mean i want to know when they said you know what happens the next day you know what i'm asking that too jimmy also oh this happened one day what happens even if it didn't whatever are we awake from then what happened so brian michael bennis jumps in i talked a little bit about this on the patreon for our you know patreon spotlight we were just talking at the beginning but when this whole thing sets up it seems like brian michael bennis comes in and you know whether or not he did this on the super books or whatever because all of a sudden the guy comes in and changes that krypton didn't get destroyed the way i mean the guy has a, a big set of balls on him but let's I change think, where the fortune of solitude yeah, is everybody i'm tired of that it north just, pole shit everything has take to be triangle so he goes into this and he wants an event so it seems as if maybe he was like well you know what can i play around with does anybody deal with say argus or the deo or you know all these organizations that you have and the editorial the higher-ups whatever might say Super well no they, they met, yeah but i'm saying writers we we see the deo just as a prop that supergirl goes up the deo nobody cares about it you think that anybody cares that the deo got destroyed you think that anybody cares about Spiral? Half of the people listening right now don't even know what those are since Rebirth. If you're not reading Supergirl and Rebirth, you'd have no idea what the DEO is. It's not anything. This isn't like how S.H.I.E.L.D. was, uh, you know, over at Marvel where it was through multiple books. Spiral was only around because it, it hooked into Dick Grayson. But other than that, Grayson, we hadn't yeah, seen Tom that King for a Tim while. Silly. Yeah, and then when we went into Rebirth, it, it followed him over to the Nightwing book. But even that, it was all over the place. You you didn't even have a proper way of even describing what Spiral was because during Grayson, you know, you ended up having Huntress was the lead and you had, say, a tiger. 
who was actually undercover for Checkmate doing all these things, but then that got wiped away, and then it got turned into something else, where now Tiger is the head of Spiral, which we thought Spiral was destroyed. All these things going on. that he, This whole thing is dealing with the repercussions of something nobody cares about. At the end of this, if they said, well, everybody, there's no more DEO, Argus, Spiral, all these organizations are gone, there might be five people who are upset. I mean, wow. You mean we're not going to get another Checkmate book? When was the let you know, what was that, 10 years ago when we had one? There's no repercussions. There's nothing in my mind that there's any stakes in this book because the only thing I could think of the end result would be that they get to reform these organizations. They get to bring them back. I, I don't care that they're gone. I, I don't think anybody, like I said, these aren't real big things in our current landscape, especially since rebirth, these organizations. I, I don't think that it hits very well. So when you when you hear people talk about it, when you, you hear people online or they're tweeting or articles, Hardly any are mentioning like, oh, no, what's going to happen to Argus? No, they're, they're saying, OK, who can be Leviathan? And I saw some things today. I was reading a bunch of stuff where people were guessing and things like that. And I realized, yeah, yeah nobody knows what's going on. And really, there's not much going. You might be. Who did you say you think it is? You have your your I, big theory. I, I, don't, I have a crackpot theory. It was just it's Lucy Lane and the questions working with her. Yeah. And then, well, who was it before? Because the idea of knowing past continuities and oh, everything like that. Oh, X-Tan, yeah, you know, X-Tan. And stuff like that from the Zero Hour and, and, and the, stuff yeah. like that. And it's so like, the weird thing about it, it just, that. It just had a very similar mask in yeah. my mind. And the idea that he seemed to know everything that was going on with these heroes, like being a master of time and stuff like yeah. that from a character that from a dead time i'm like i had a wild theory at that point it's just because i needed everything to make sense in a weird cosmic well that is the thing that is where these people and there is a article on news and the person is trying to piece together things and like okay what do we know about leviathan one of them is Knows different dead timelines, knows, you know, past yeah. continuities. But so, I, the thing, that's the worst part about that is that does this character know past continuities or is it that Brian Michael Bendis doesn't problem. realize these are that's past what continuities? I'm leading to. The whole thing I'm leading to is like other people are saying, well, they say in here he's a con man. Could it be that it's Grifter? You know, maybe it's a Wildstorm character. Maybe it's Grifter. But you always run into these dead ends. Well, Grifter wouldn't know, say, their individual names either. The Leviathan seems to know personally their names, their identities and things like that. It's very odd. But again, like you said, we haven't seen that Brian Michael Bendis understands the continuity himself. So you can't say like, oh, it has to be extant because of this. So at the end, I think then we're going to hit a brick wall. Well, with the timeline of events we're dealing with, because we also have this character that has this weird technology of that had that that massive freaking monstrosity that would actually go around and blow buildings up, but yeah. also implode them to another dimension, possibly because people wouldn't die. They would disappear with the rest of the building. There would be no rubble, no dead bodies. And it seemed that when he was going around doing this, taking out all these different buildings, he was collecting data as well from like Argus, yeah. DEO, Spiral. And is it because he has this information he knows about these characters? Because these government organizations, these spy organizations have been keeping track of yeah, these heroes. Yeah, they have, but and they never he seen that. Like this. even Spiral, that's how Grayson started, where Spiral was collecting the identities, but that never came about. You know, we never actually even saw that. Maybe from Amanda Waller, you'd get some things, but he seems to know personal stuff not just data it just seems like uh, brian michael bennis is pushing this as somebody who is 
you know, down with these guys, especially like when he went and got Plastic Man at that one point and confronted Plastic Man. Seemed like they might have even been friends at one point. The way they were talking like, hey, we were together, you know, you would know me, things like that. And now we're just stuck with them just talking in this issue. We're three issues. We're halfway done. And it doesn't seem like a, a very intriguing mystery. And like I said, by the halfway point, I wish I would know, well, at least get a glimpse of what maybe the end game is. All we get Leviathan is saying, I'm I want to make you, a we better had all world. This prologue. We had five or six issues of a prologue to lead into this, and I had no idea what Leviathan yeah. was or what he was doing. Because even when we had, like, you know, uh, like, was it Andre, um, uh, Andreco, Mark yeah. Andreco doing the Supergirl portion of the, uh, like, the event Leviathan yeah, special, where you saw, th- and there was dead bodies. Yeah. I'm like, what does, what do the writers know about Lois, this? Because every this time we hear about it, it seems like they're contradicting yeah, things. Yeah, Lois even yeah, exactly. says, you know, like, all the dead bodies he leaves behind, but we were told there were none. So it just keeps going back and forth. And I said, I don't know what I'm supposed to grab onto. What I'm supposed to be intrigued by, because I I can't, I said to you at work, you tell me any character that is Leviathan, and then I'm just going to shrug my shoulders by the end, because I don't really get the concept of anything Leviathan. He, he goes around, I mean, this is the big bad, and all we see is him the pop idea in. of going and taking over, Ta- like, it's it's come in, it's taken over Talia Al Ghul's organization, no idea how it is, just come in and done this, Talia's working for him for some reason, and we don't know why, yeah. it's just a dude in a mask who has powers that we don't understand or never explained, and he's going to do these things for whatever reasons, and we're through like you know yeah. six prologues in half the event over and we still know yeah, it nothing seems like, about this it character seems like nothing for, it all seems like he's prologues. doing some stuff yeah he's doing stuff yeah. and, and so with this i also said where you you've taken down these organizations i think that if you're going to argue with me you'll say well it's only been one night now it's a long night uh, you know even if it is a week or whatever but we're not seeing once they got rid of spiral we were just told that that was just kind of thrown out there. Argus, you know, DEO. We saw DEO a little, but after I just imagine it's like Tiger got taken away at that one point during what was that Chaz and yeah. freaking Andy, you know, side adventure with Lois and Clark. But Tiger got zapped away. I'm like, well, there goes Spiral yeah. because that's all Spiral yeah, really was. was at that point. There was nothing, yeah. and so I wanted like where you you take those off the board. But we're now a couple issues past, and now I, you almost forget about them because nothing really matters. And so where I almost get the idea, too, it's it feels like in a very compressed way when Tim Drake died, you know, quotes, right. and he went off. He got taken away yeah. by what would be end up Jarrell. Mr. Raj. Mr. Raj, Jarrell, yeah. whatever you want to get. Even that's funky. But when he left and then we just forgot about him for a while, we kept like, what's going on? Like, I'm just going to say Mr. Raj, yeah. right? Because that's when he was the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, really. He still is, though. He's insane, <laughs> we were told, though he doesn't seem to he be. He is, I told. Uh, so the, the idea of them being taken away, like where's ba- like the, the idea of Batgirl. Well, that's kind of silly yeah, because we, she's still well, messing. It's kind of silly because we've read they Batgirl. Know she's been given an offer. But I know that they know that, but also it's kind of silly because since then we've read a regular Batgirl issues, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you have the idea: oh, Green Arrow, he then got taken back and put to bed. And like, oh man, that that's nice of him. He tucked him in, told him a bedtime story. We got and, full service, and that over only here. seems that's the weirdest thing is because everybody's really pushing towards Green Arrow being Leviathan. I'm like, I don't know. He's, he seems to be in, in many places at once then, but also just because they're like, well, he got put back in bed. I'm like, I, I don't care. I, I just really... So if you told me like, oh man, you know, Jarrell is <laughs> Leviathan, Batman, Red Hood, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson. I, I, I'm telling you, by the end of this, I'll be like, whatever. 
Let's move on because I just don't have any stakes in this. It, it just ends up feeling silly. And then when I read it, it's just boring. Characters in this do not act like they normally do. That is a problem of no. a lot of these events lately. That was a big problem with Heroes in Crisis, where you end up making characters act like they sh- like the story dictates the characters instead of the characters dictating the story. And it drives me nuts. And that's even not even including continuity. I'm just talking about the things. Well, even the whole thing of what we're dealing with for this issue and last issue, the idea that everybody believes that Red Hood, Jason Todd, you know, Batman's former yeah. rock partner of Gotham. You mean the, 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 Red, Hood the Red, Hood Red Hood of Gotham? <laughs> Him? Oh, oh my. No, we're not. Well, the idea that all of these greatest detectives in the world have come together and they have said that Red Hood is Leviathan. I'm like, why? Yeah. What has he done to make you think that he, besides for maybe having a, a red hood like Leviathan <laughs> has it. on, what has made you think that Jason Todd is the Leviathan? It's funny, it's just because, maybe because he has a weird connection to Talia Al Ghul. I, I back just in the think day? It's, I it's the look. Where do you go with it's this? the look and just oh my, he, he is it the attitude it too? It's the dude. <laughs> he's like he's the dude with the dude. We better get him. I, I laugh because when you did have Damien was the one who brought this up and really threw his brother yeah. under the bus and should never be forgiven for it. But Damien's like, yeah, is it is it that Red Hood of Gotham, your former partner, your former Robin? partner, the and Red Hood so of funny. Gotham? Father? I get the idea <laughs> that Brian Michael Bendis is just sitting there. He has a notepad because you know he's old school, and he's like, hey, he, just somebody walking by. Who's this Jason Todd? Oh, you mean the Red Hood of Gotham? Let me write that down. Wait a minute. All right, what else? The partner, you, your partner, and pass. Yeah. Somebody in passing just told Brian Michael Bendis, or even he just overheard somebody say how proper Damien well, is when he why speaks. So also, that's all he writes for Damien. I also Damien. thought that well, they said. We had that before. Yeah. This one. Damien's son of you Batman. Mean, you mean the son, Damien's son of yeah. Batman, Robin? That's I'm what like, I'm saying. That's all you got that's going the whole on. Please deal. don't ever write Damien Wayne again, Brian I Michael I don't Bendis. think he actually knows these, and that's why he puts them in quotes. Where he, wants, he doesn't want to you know, be uh, accused of plagiarism, because then the other person walks by. Who's this Damien? Oh, you mean Damien's son of Batman, Robin? Oh, okay. Let, let me write that down. All right, Damien, son of Batman. Who else I better you got? put that in quotes. The the, uh, the former partner of Batman, yeah. the Red Hood of Gotham. Can I quote you on that? Yes, you. All right, thank you, thank you. Hey, what do you know about Plastic Man? Uh, he's not elongated man. All right, let, let me write that down. Solid gold here. Is he the detective? Yeah. No, he did at one point have a detective agency in a former, like, you know, timeline. Oh, okay. All I right, like the one person. I, I did read some things, and this one person's like, everybody knows that that Plastic Man has always been a detective in any story he's been in. I'm like, really? I guess I'm well, not in the know there, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's the theory. One of the theories is, now this is, again, where are you making theories based on the fact that you're trusting Brian Michael Bendis to know everything? Or are you basing theories that are just going to slap you right that. in the face because some people are like, listen. Or are you basing theories on the idea that characters aren't well, sounding that's what the way they're, they're supposed to that's just what because I'm Brian saying, Michael because Bendis you don't know doesn't what know he does. You don't know which it is because some people are saying, well, this plastic man's really off and him being a te- detective is weird. So I think it's actually elongated man. And he's uh, disguised himself as Plastic Man. And that's what they're saying. That, But even if that's the case, what does that do for the well, story? Well, then it would be elongated. Oh, man would be Ralph, Ralph did be. I'm saying that's what they're saying. That no, he's- no, this, I'm saying, though, the idea. Okay. I thought the idea was, no. one of the theories was, all right, this Plastic Man is part of the detective squad. That's no. actually Ralph no, did No, the, the idea my, of well, that right. theory 
is that Ralph Dibney is undercover. He has taken out Plastic Man. He's disguised himself as this to be in the detective squad to see what they're up to. And then goes off to be Leviathan. And then in the, the meantime, though, it doesn't really explain anything else. But when John. when you did have Leviathan then end up, and the, the weirdest thing is they're saying this, also going with the idea that Leviathan confronted Plastic Man. And that's when the switcheroo was. And it was all about identities and all about the... Nonsense. I'm telling you, we we are Brandon shaking his head right now. And what I did find out this weekend, uh, while I was going through seeing what people thought, I, I do like to go to you know other sites and go to their message boards and things like that, just to see what people in general think about books and about this book. And pretty much people who are DC fans are getting very upset by this issue, and they're like, "Man, this is ridiculous. Nothing's being said." With and then there's the Marvel people who swoop in and basically say get used to it and and then also where people are saying like my theories this this and this the marvel people have dealt with brian michael bendis through all these years then swoop in and say really you're really trying to put your you know faith in that it will make sense you're nonsense and he they they had examples and i even sent them to you i'm like i never knew about these because i didn't read brian michael bendis marvel stuff throughout the years he is constantly just introducing characters in the wrong way giving them different powers because he thought they had powers back in the day and it was another character he messed them well, up it's like manhunter showing up in metropolis and this whole thing and just being part of the detective squad but also serving no purpose whatsoever just besides for having yeah. manhunter kate spencer in this group I'm like she, there's no reason for her to be here yep. yeah she might be a hell of an investigative lawyer but beyond that i'm like she's not one of the greatest detectives get manhunter yeah. and, out of and here just an example of people would be in the know just the idea too. Just th- just think about it too. Of where we left Oliver Queen off in Green Arrow in his series before it was canceled. To see the idea that they are all over there in Seattle. Oliver Queen, Kate Spencer. Kate Spencer is Oliver lawyer, Queen's yeah. lawyer, and then somehow they both wind up on the detective squad here without and don't any know about one sort another. of idea of who they are. They, they ended up they were law- a lawyer for him <laughs> in the most important trial in his life, and now he has no idea who it is. So right there shows you. But back in the day. And also, she has no son anymore. Yeah, no, seems back like. in the month, that's why she's always out at night. She doesn't have a son. You get He ended up uh, back at Marvel. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis brought uh, the evil villain Sauron. He had Sauron come out, and the guy was breathing fire. Uh, and then when Brian Michael Bendis was called on, he's like, oh, no, I, I remember this old X-Men comic that I liked that he was breathing fire. No, no, he had hypnosis powers. And then when they said, he's like, oh, well. He breathes fire now. And then the other one was he introduced Hellfire and thought that Hellfire was related to the uh, Johnny Blaze uh, Ghost Rider uh, because he watched the movie and then ended up screwing that up. I mean, the guy really just has no checks and balances put on him and just does what he wants. And, And I have heard from behind the scenes people saying that. There is no way anybody's allowed to say anything to Brian Michael Bennis, whatever he wants to write. If somebody came up to him and said, hey, you know, uh, Manhunter and Oliver, they, they should know each other. They were just dealing with each other for a year in the Green Arrow book. He doesn't care. He'll, he'll tell you to go F yourself. And Kate Spencer was yeah, not yeah, Manhunter. Yeah. So, you know. yeah, you have all this nonsense. But uh, tell us about the book, Eric. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this right now. 
Well, we've talked a lot about it so far, but the whole idea is we have our detective squad in the Fortress of Solitude, and the only reason we have our detective squad in this place is because it needs to be forced to have a part of the story happen later on, which actually, like I said in my blurb, serves no, no purpose, because they even argue, why are we not in the Batcave? Oh, we didn't want to go into the Batcave, so we're in Superman's Fortress of Solitude, even though he's not here, but the idea, all right, well, what went wrong? Let's talk about when we fought the Red Hood of Gotham, and we go into a flashback where we find out that Jason Todd might be they the world's say, greatest, yeah. you know, hand-to-hand fighter. He is the world's greatest fighter at this point because he can single-handedly take out all of these heroes. Batman, Damien, Question, Manhunter, Green Arrow, all of them aren't matter. And the only one that can make him stir a little bit, it seems like, is Lois Lane for the idea. It's like, you know, like, why are you running if you're not Leviathan? The idea is it never works out for the yeah. patsies you know obviously I've been, I've been set up i have all you heroes coming at me i'm gonna run for this whole thing because i don't want to get taken down in the interim while leviathan keeps doing what he's doing so we have this idea because lois lame she now wants to talk to red hood who is just beating up all these people and he has some time to kill because they're licking their wounds but it's uh they want to talk about what it means, what this whole whodunit of it. You know, Batman loves a whodunit, but he hates the why of it. He likes to find out who it is. But it seems like when we do find out who Leviathan is and what he's doing, it's going to shake the core. As, you know, Brian Michael Bendis likes to say on the covers yeah. of his books, it'll shake the core of the DC universe and what's been going on in the world. It's just going to rock, rock, uh, rock everybody's world in the superhero community. I'm like, I, I don't know what we're doing right now, let alone rocking yeah. the superhero community when we find out what's going on. Because right now, Leviathan, he is just doing the same thing he's been doing for almost a year now, it feels like. And I'm no closer to finding out who he is, except for Amanda Waller by the end of this saying, you know, I know who you are. Bluffy, bluffing yeah. oh, I'll like, kill you. I'll kill you. Yeah, I said when I read that, I'm like, really? And this <laughs> is the thing. Jason's talking to Lois. He says he's been set up. He doesn't know anything about it, but yet we have to rely on him to tell us we're going to rock our world. Like, well, how does he know? And he's like, I think this is going to be something that reveals that we're not going to be ready to face. How, how do you know that? How do you know all this? And then says, yeah, then yeah, says I just gave you a minimum of five headlines. Well, you didn't because you're not a source. You just said you have nothing to do with it. You're just a guy who was a patsy and set up. And unfortunately, the, the interesting thing about this, especially if you're a Jason Todd fan, would have been the idea of Jason Todd stopping, not just destroying everybody's fighting, but actually come face to face with Batman and say, why does it always end up being me? Why are why am I the guy who ends up being the person just because something bad's going on? Why do you always assume it's me? This is bullshit. I want on the painting now. I, I want this over because it's not me. <laughs> and this is, that's the interesting thing to me about this is that they are so easily swayed to think that it's Red Hood. And really, this is the thing. They, they end up making Leviathan and all that, and that's forced to make it look like Red Hood. Anyway, I think Jason's a little smarter than that. If he's going to make, I mean, he might yeah. make it blue. Right, blue, Eric. But just the idea that he's there for pages. Do, do you think that this new look for Jason was Todd that I actually am not yeah. a fan of at all? I love the was just because yes. it needed to look closer to what that, we had we, for Leviathan coming that forward. Right because away. I, I really hope. When this is done, we get back to that classic Red Hood look that we've had throughout the – I say classic. Yeah. It's only been through, since the New 52 and into Rebirth because I love that look. But this one right here, I'm like, that's the only thing you got. He looks 
kind of yeah. similar to this guy. He's in red and he has a hood on. But even when they're to- he's talking to Lois Lane, the idea of going after Amanda Waller because she's the architect of all the spy organizations. She is the source of everything that we have that he's taking down right now. The reason that he can't be Leviathan is because he wouldn't stop until her head was on a pike. And I'm like, well, how come you guys didn't stop right there and you're reminiscing about what Lois talked to Red Hood about? It's like, and like, you know, we get to the point of where's Amanda Waller and, you know, why would she have been in the fortress and has a listening device? But like, we do need to find Amanda Waller. Yeah. You know, Red Hood might have been onto something for us to get there instead of having that forced listening device. Like, oh, Amanda Waller was in the fortress of solitude. I'm like, God, that just killed me when yeah. we got to that part because it just seemed like so out of nowhere. Like the idea that they would bring Amanda Waller to the Force of Solitude for those prologues and then she would get away on a, a on bat a bat boat. boat, a bat pod. They even make it seem here behind, like they ask how the she got out. We, we know. We saw how she got out. And they're like, what? How yeah. did she get out? She snuck out. We're in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. We're really right now in the middle. How did that happen? No, she, she had a boat. <laughs> we know that. And the thing that throws me off is Lois here. And now again, at one point you were you know going with the idea that it was lois that that when this first started and those prologues it is very odd that she wouldn't have told batman up until this point the idea that amanda waller was in the fortress of solitude and that just pops up and i know that anthony in slack was saying that oh man they were there at the fortress of solitude because amanda waller was there and that's not the case it takes half the issue before they actually find out and they're all surprised and it just ends up being you know one of the biggest suspects the biggest thing involved in this and she just happens to then say oh man that's like when amanda waller was here what amanda waller was here oh yeah and that's where damien goes in and you know and she she just happens to have a listening device that a Kryptonian robot like Kalix over here is not able to find you know with his scanning everything like that but damien could just look under a desk it here it is right here like, what, are you, what are you doing? But even before we get to that part, for some reason, on top of everything else that we have in this issue with Red Hood talking to Lois and the fight, like, you know, very silly continuing when Jason just kind of deflects, like, you know, nonchalantly yeah. an arrow away that Red Arrow, uh, Red Arrow, Green Arrow shoots at him and has the net open up the, from the arrow and hit Batman and Robin. But he's walking away at this point. It's like this. It's a great plan from like a, from a craft perspective. Hey, uh, Lois, you got a good relationship with your dad? <laughs> Could be better. Like, listen here, could be Freud. better. Leviathan attacked you know, mine. What the hell? Hope that's not true. And the whole thing is, could be better. Leviathan attacked mine. Hope that's true. And then he's like, hope that's true. I mean, who has a good relationship with their father? I'm like, he's obviously talking about the idea. I'm like, it's right there. He stopped for no reason to point out that your father might be Leviathan. But that's the thing Leviathan. is, again, Come I'm on, going why, back to sp- the idea, but how, how would he know this? He he's claiming he has nothing to do with it. Does, I'm saying uh, it, it's I know. out of nowhere. This is what I'm he saying. It makes around. no sense. Hey, you got a good relationship with your father. Like, That's what I'm saying. Oh, what are yeah. You doing? yeah. What well, are you why doing? Would you, why would you bring that up? Oh, and then I I like that. Hope that's true. I mean, who has a good relationship with their father? You know, besides me, a lot of people. What, what, a lot of people. Why is, why is Lois on this? T- why is Lois having? Why <laughs> yeah. is Lois on this team? Obviously, no, she's bringing nothing why, here. Because afterwards, when Superman comes back and says, "You know, why didn't you let my wife involved there, Batman?" There was a little tension. He's got to let that in. But even that, you, you have this dialogue, and boy. It is over Look, dialogue. Take all that shit away. We have we have some of the best DC heroes there are on the screen. We have some like B-lists as well, but we have some of the greatest DC heroes on this team. The idea that they would let Lois Lane, who in herself, she is a very like, you know, she can take care of herself for the most part, except for what Superman has to say to her. She's a very independent woman and oh, she's yeah. a strong woman character. But 
Why would you let a civilian on this team? And like I'm telling you, she's standing there. She could have gotten shot in the face if Red Hood wanted to shoot her and not the phone. And even at the end, has a gun up to her face. If it was anybody who was the bad guy, they would have just gotten Lois Lane killed. And I'm like, why would you let this go on, Batman? Superman is going to be so angry you. If you want to go with what went on and recently and things like that, she also let out pretty much all those uh, sanctuary videos and stuff like that. Did all that nonsense. So maybe, I don't know. (laughs) You know, Batman's just like, all right, well, this Batman, you know, this Batman loves to high-fi Kalex and also yells to the Batcopter. I mean, what, what is this jokiness? And I, I, hate do this book. I do I hate too. I do too because so it, it can't make up its mind what it is. Brian Michael Bendis wants to wow you with this dialogue. Like I said, he he thought he was the Quentin Tarantino of comics back in the day. Uh, and now he's just a it, it's a joke. You don't even look no, as good I, as Quentin I said, Tarantino. I even he's said a wreck. at one point, you know, it, it's just this nine hundred two one zero type, you know, back and forth stuff here, and, and it's everybody says a lot. They don't say anything though, and, and you even have where you know, Green Arrow. Hey, kid, what's going on? You call me kid again? I'll slice your throat. And I'm the the Damien son of Batman. You, uh, you mean? God <laughs> damn it! Really? What? <laughs> But what we get this whole thing is, it just gets to the idea of Amanda, realizing Amanda Waller was in the Fortress of Solitude, and then she could have had a listening device. Kalex didn't, like, there's nothing here. I've scanned over and over again. She didn't live. Damien instantly finds this gigantic thing underneath the desk, and it's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta poach this technology. This is pretty great. But we see that Amanda Waller then, she's listening this whole time while she's on the run. She shoots the device, walks out of the show. Just sitting there listening to this nonsense. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're a waiter or just a guy at a bar that's waiting for you know? And he says, she, "You have this woman sitting there." I can tell you, she might be in a country. It's okay to pull a gun out and shoot something that's on your table, yeah, but yeah. the idea that she's sitting there and just listening to a bunch of heroes in Superman's force solitude and it's like, huh, yeah, really, what a weird really. day to come to work, you know? And then pulls out a gun and then shoots it. Like, what a strange, strange I, day I to come to work. Just imagine that she's sitting there, like. Please get to it. What are you guys talking about? This nonsense dialogue back and forth. And the, so. <laughs> why, why are you reminiscing about what you just and, did when you fought Red Hood? God, I get know, on with it. I, I just, you know, off the top of your head, what you think. Why is she listening in? What would she be listening in to find out? Because right after she shoots that and goes out and Leviathan comes through a portal, she says, I know who you are. So she isn't listening to find out who Leviathan is. She's wasting her time just sitting there listening to back and forth. Is she trying to figure out what they're doing, where they're going to be? Because they never say anything. Look, obviously – She's on the run now, and because of she, how much she is on the run, that she can be tracked anywhere. She can't have a cell phone. She's That's just really bored, and this because is her it only form really, of entertainment the only thing while she would, sits around. You would guess is that she wants to know. Like, this is the thing. It would make sense if she's Leviathan. And she's listening in, so, oh, no, now they're on to me. I'm going to have to change that up. Okay, they say uh, everything's leading this direction. I'm going to, you know, take a left turn here. But she's not, and she knows who Leviathan is. This would make sense if... If the Justice League were after her, that's you know what, what I'm I mean. Saying? Like, okay, that's what we're going to go after or, her, so she can yeah. stay one step ahead. But they don't need to be. She doesn't need to be one step like, ahead. And at this point, it might serve her better to get her ass back on that boat. Get the fuck back in the Bermuda like, Triangle. Is this a two way? I just want to know: Is this a two way device where she can just push a button on there? <laughs> um, excuse me, guys. I know who Leviathan is. Please uh, stop blaming the red hood of Gotham. Right, you're hot. Oh, ice cold, ice cold. They're playing hot potato. You have this there where where you're going now. She left the 
Fortress of Solitude. She got on Batman's boat and left, right? What benefit did that have? Because when they go back to the Fortress of Solitude, it's not like at this point now, everybody's, like you said, after Amanda Waller. They're not. They're trying to figure out who Leviathan is. Amanda Waller leaving the Fortress of Solitude all of a sudden puts a target on her that maybe she's Leviathan. It it doesn't serve her. She is a smart, one of the smartest women, the smartest characters. She runs organizations that have, you know, black ops to black ops to black. Every black ops has its own black ops. She is so involved. And yet she was the most safe at that Fortress of Solitude. And she would be a great addition to this, especially when she says, I know who you are. She says she knows who Leviathan is now. We may find out as this goes. Where And Superman shows up, which is an odd deal. But maybe it was at one point she wanted to make a deal with Leviathan. It doesn't seem that way. This seems very quick to guns drawn and no. things like that. But Leviathan does have info well, the on is, her. Look, if, if, he, if he gets t- if she- if she gets taken by Leviathan, it pretty much seems like, you know, uh, is this your kidnapping detail? Or it's a firing squad, whatever. I'm like, there's nothing good well, happening and, to Amanda Waller if thing. she goes with Leviathan Maybe here. we'll find – maybe it's going to be this weird deal. I, it's weird, though, that Superman shows up. But maybe there will be a weird deal that this was all – her doing with Superman to find Leviathan, then knowing Leviathan will finally show, you know, show up. And then that's why Superman comes there right away. Then, then, then I'll say, okay, I, I understand that. But Amanda Waller leaving and then listening in, it does just is there to be there. And I think it's there on like a surface level type thing to make it seem like, oh, that's what would happen in some spy versus spy thing and all this stuff. But overall, when you think about it, it does not really make sense. And and yeah, Leviathan shows up, comes out of a portal. And this is where it really drives me nuts. And some of the humor, you know, books can have humor. You know, you can have that. Green Arrow has some funny lines, whatever. They're okay, even though he becomes more of a joke than anything, even though you're also trying to push that he might be Leviathan. So then you have that. But when you have the yeah. big bad, I mean, Leviathan is supposed to be, and we we haven't seen a lot of him. What we have, he shows up. He's very, at one point, was not saying much, and so he seemed very menacing, very, like, over-the-top evil. He was getting rid of all these organizations. He has a plan to, you know, make things better, but it's one of those, you know, my plan is the best plan or, you, you know, hit the highway deal. But when he comes through this portal and just the art, and I do not like the art in this. I've never liked Alex Maleev. I think the art is always muddy. Characters don't even look like the regular characters that I'm used to at the time. But when Leviathan comes through and it's just his face there and you have Amanda Waller go, I know who you are. And I'm like, oh, man, that is look at that page there. It's cool. And he says, bluffy bluffer. And I'm like, Why? Why are you doing that? You have a moment here that's a kick-ass moment for your big-ass character. And he says, bluffy bluffer. And I'm thrown out. I'm like, really? And then they, you know, raise guns. Also look like they were even closer to each other at one point. But basically, Leviathan says that Amanda Waller is surprised that she didn't commit suicide because all this stuff is going to come out about her. You know, basically, it'll be the Suicide Squad stuff and all that. Uh, And, you know, we thought you'd kill yourself because of the guilt and because of what you are. And then that's where you're getting clues. But are these clues where Amanda Waller says... I know that text. She says, I know you, 
but it might not be I know you. It might be the idea of I know the type of person you are because then she says, I know that tech, your master is algorithmically designed specifically to create the perfect amount of fear or leadership confidence. You're a con artist. So it might be one of those where you're, you're trying to tell me something. I, I know you. You're one of those assholes who like to get online and do something. So I don't necessarily think she knows who it is. I think that she's saying, I know this MO. I've got this idea. But what she, I think she's saying, I know you. And I think Brian Michael Bendis is playing with it. I know you. You're a con artist. And well, it's the thing just is, it, too, this whole thing, one of the big tells of this as well, it seems like, because even like, you know, Leviathan says, oh, you're trying to bait me is the idea of the Janus initiative is off then the whole thing. Yeah. And that just might be a tell back to an old, you know, DC comics thing that from is. 1989, the Janus directive and stuff Again, like that. Again, out of continuity and stuff like that and things like, so we don't know. It's, it's just yeah. playing around. So, yeah. So she's like, I learned I was right. So they're going to do, they're going to kidnap her. They're going to kill her, whatever. Until Superman shows up and says, you know, are these men bothering you? And it's a pretty cool ending there. And I'm like, okay, maybe we'll get something now. I just imagine that that Leviathan is just going to portal out and off Uh we go, but we'll see. And uh, maybe then Superman will take Amanda Waller back to the fortress and they can kind of figure things out from there. She'll put another listen device in there. I know it. Yeah, really? She will. No, she's going to put one in. She's going to reverse it. Now it's in that diner. And now they'll all sit and listen in the diner. It's like when my dad, I told you way back, he got this like shortwave radio thing. For some reason, the local McDonald's, you could actually pick up that signal from the drive-thru so you can hear what people ordered and stuff. And my dad would sit and listen and laugh at people's orders. That's what I think <laughs> they'll do. Because I'm telling you, he would. He's like, they, and then no, here you go. Really had 600 to come pound with man. before the internet happened. Oh, yeah. 600 pound man. He's yelling, what? they just got three Big Macs and a diet cola. Ah! What he's a bunch yelling, of jerks. What an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, he would. He would sit and listen. He thought it was funny. Uh, but yeah, maybe that's what they'll do. They'll listen in but yeah i'm not a big fan of the art i think the art is very muddy i don't get like even when there's a lot of characters around everything loses detail that's the style it is yeah i, I don't like, like a more detailed art uh like i said some of the characters everything don't doesn't even look, look muddy like it. it just looks very dark i'm like you know yeah. what am i i yeah, want to be able to see too. these awesome characters and look, have them look their best and not just covered in what looks like dark mud yeah, and it's funny, even when you say that, some people say, well, you know, they are outside in the dark, it's nighttime, but why is it like that in the fortress? The fortress just, here's the thing, the fortress- they never got I, around I, putting the lights up. I understand why you end up having, you know, a question, think that they're actually in the Arctic, because it looks like it's snowing in there. I mean, you look in the backgrounds, it looks like it's actually snowing in the fortress. It seems weird. But what did you give this? I am giving this issue a fuck you five because I really hate the art in this. And just just having us halfway through the, the series, this event, this so-called event, as they want to tell me in the title, and yeah. knowing that we went through six months of prologues to get to it. That's really the sticking point. It's like, we've been doing this for so long. I know nothing about this story. And just get over like, yo, I'm a little bit more uh, – not so vocal about it, but whoever Leviathan turns out to be for the most part, I can't see it sh- like, you know, rocking my world like no. they want to tell me this whole thing. And the idea of let's take out the, uh, you know, the organizations, that's kind of cool in my mind. Like I said, I always, my sticking point for that is what's going to happen to the Suicide Squad, Jim? You don't <laughs> care about that, but I kind of do at least, but there's nothing going on in this. Well, I don't even know why any of the people on the Detective Squad are on the team. And I, I even was uh, thinking about it uh, yesterday and the idea we said when Brian Michael Bendis came in, he grabbed both super books. You end up having Super Sons canceled. Now, is this why and how we have the idea? Because 
we had Wally West and the big talk and, and from talk from insiders saying Wally West was going to the suicide squad. That was the big thing. Yeah. Is this why he can't now? Probably. Is this why he's off with Tempest Fusion? Look, I told you. Uh, off to the look, multiverse. Look what it affected. It took my Wally West suicide squad book away. I am so affected yeah. right now. And I'm saying it <laughs> definitely at this moment took away because we had heard all these things about Brian Azzarello being on a suicide squad book. And all of a sudden, you don't have a Suicide Squad, so now he's doing Birds of Prey. So is that something? And and why is this one guy and that stuff? You know, nothing is you know set in stone yeah. or, or real or whatever. I'm just saying Except this, for stone I, you know, itself. making theories. Yes, and so why why are they giving this guy all these benefits? Why are they doing this? I mean, this is not the Brian Michael Bendis from ten years ago. This no. is the Brian Michael Bendis now. That but they when thought he, he ended was up, for some reason when they got I, him. Yeah, they're behind. This is like that football team or any sort of sports team that ends up getting free agents that are three years past their prime, and then you wonder why they stink. It's just name only, and what it was telling that a lot of people. Now I, I do see there's still Brian Michael Bendis supporters, obviously, and some people are just like, why did all the hate but i did see a lot of people celebrating when they it's like problem child brian michael bendis is the problem child when he goes out no when they end up getting him and he's adopted over to dc and he leaves they all just start cheering they're like man they really were happy when he he was so happy jim yeah they were all they ended up having people were throwing stuff out the windows (laughs) and it was like the last day of school and that's what it seemed to be from people with marvel and I just don't understand. I don't understand why he's allowed to do this much and have an event this quick. And it's, oh, man, this guy did Civil War. All right, let's go. I think he Civil came into oh, DC man. Comics and locked Jeff Johns into the Phantom Zone, and that's what's been going on right no, now. Jeff he's Johns taken over. quit before then. Jeff Johns was That's what they told you. Down. That's what they yeah, told you. Just, Phantom Zone. I'm telling you, you're going to say that, and now people are going to believe that. Uh, I just think he, people are going to believe he's he has stuck in like, a Phantom si- Zone? Yeah. No, I'm saying that they're going to think that he's the, got fired oh, no, because no. of you saying that now, the guy has 17 books i think now and that's no joke i actually think he has that many and it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous i'm giving it a four out of ten i really don't like anything about this uh, i some of the jokes maybe i i don't know yeah. i really can't i'm looking through it trying to figure out something that i like in this book and i can't find it i don't like the art i don't like the story i don't care about the story i think the characters don't act right some of them should know each other they don't i mean there's so many things on a checklist of wronged but really at the end it's boring and nothing happens in this issue they pretty much stand around, talk about stuff. You have an extended fight with Red Hood that we know he's not going to be Leviathan. He isn't. And now you just kind of, you know, twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. So we'll see if next but issue. next, you know, Superman. If next issue hits up with Superman, then maybe we'll be on. Which but I'm always happy we have Superman any... showing up for this yeah. event because all of the, like, the prologue was Superman Incorporated. And then all of a sudden we get to the main story, no Superman to be found. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. I just, I just wonder what, and I see, I saw some people saying that their book of the week was Event Leviathan this week, and I just, I want to know why. I they only got know one what book you're this getting week. out of this. Maybe <laughs> no, they didn't even get any. <laughs> just saying it. Ah, uh, yes, but we'll move on to the next book, and that's Detective Comics number one thousand and nine, written by Peter J. Tomasi, art by Christian Ducey, Luis Guerrero, and Rob Lay. While the cover hints at uh, we'll get a big dose of Mr. Freeze, we instead get a start of a Deadshot story that may not have a lot of Deadshot, but it does have a lot of Bruce Wayne douchebag boss. Boy, he is a dick. What are you talking about? It's he's all, all about just Lucius. set up. Yeah, he's all about Lucius. Hey, Lucius, you're boring. He, that, he's this boring. Is the thing. 
there there is a, a wink wink you know he knows lucius lucius sits there and does that but you actually have a lot of important people in that meeting you can't say that i like it though, you, you because, can't do because that. bruce wayne says that the rest of the people on the boardroom yeah we agree with you mr wayne we're not we don't want to do yeah. anything that lucius wants to do no no we're doing everything that lucius i just want him to be a dick because that's the persona i'm putting on right now yeah but that's the thing is it, it came off weird to me usually the persona is i'm bored not a dick I mean, this is where I would sit there and I'd go from that meeting and say, I don't really want to work here anymore. I'm going to go work with Lex Luthor. And at least he's on Front Street. I, I just, it just ended up, he, he seemed like like if you were going to get a, a promotion and maybe get to a point where you were going to run meetings, you're going to turn it down. I don't want to be ripped apart by Bruce it Wayne. Like what to imagine. Here, here you up. are. You were pretty much control a company. And the, the main guy's kind of, you know what, uh, Jim, you're not charismatic enough. Fuck you. I quit. Ah! No, I'm not even not cut. He actually <laughs> makes fun of him in front of the board. That's ridiculous. It's that's not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, like I said, is usually the guy of he's falling asleep yeah, and yeah. like, oh, Bruce, what were you out at a party with you? You two blondes. What do you get like forty five like, minutes oh. of sleep for this one? Yeah, something like that. So he's just like, oh, and he just keeps going with it. Ah, uh, but it's all just set up for a killer See, version of obviously Gilligan's Batman Island. Man knows how to act, Jim. Yeah, coming up, that could be some fun. Oh yeah, we get two pages of Mister Freeze that do nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. Yeah, Why is he it, on it, the cover? That this is where you have this, you know, idea that DC says that they uh, <laughs> they canceled and delayed Superman and Supergirl because of match. the uh, covers. Yeah. yeah, this cover is the biggest dupe. Poor man, ship. He's out there right now. I, I want a Mister Freeze. I actually think he a dead shot freaking pages. cover would have been pretty cool. You don't get a lot of dead yeah, shot anymore, been. especially since there hasn't been a Suicide Squad. So having you know dead shot going into a story arc, going up against Batman, that actually gets me excited more than a Mister Freeze because we haven't had it in a long time. It does. It's just this to me. The story. It's one of those. You know, it, it kind of seems like a classic detective comic story. It, it does. doesn't really mean much. It doesn't feel like it's awesome. kind of just fun. It just kind of is there to be there. There's not anything real. Important important going on and it does lead to what appears to be you know you're gonna have a jungle you say that hunt you and I got, that plane is crashing where deadshot took it over and the plane that i'm crashing on someone oh my god they're going to green arrows island yeah yeah i thought gilligan's island they're there <laughs> the skipper's there yeah they think deadshot you, is a russian spy dressed up like uh freaking gilligan you and no, i were throwing stuff. crazy almost fan fiction stories the idea of like have they ever done a story where somebody is like you know rescued the yeah. rescued the real oliver queen who never got off the island and whoever green arrow is now is an imposter a, yeah. so I'm like yep, that's what's that's gonna what happen now we're moving into a batman's gonna find we're the gonna real find oliver that. queen yeah, so you do get, you know, you That's do get Deadshot, and no, you do get Deadshot, and again, there's nothing that you're going to read here that's going to blow your mind. No, and actually, I, I, I find myself more questioning, because even when we have this really cool-looking, like, uh, art that we we don't really have this kind of art usually in Detective Comics, and I, I don't know how to ex- describe it. It's more of a painted style, it seems at times, but when we have Batman in the beginning going out and about and taking out criminals and leaving notes for the police talking about, I did this, I will confess, and it's just, he's got blood all over from beating the shit out of all of these freaking criminals yeah. all throughout the night to the point where he comes in and actually has to like wash off his suit and all that's this the only reason off. i think it's there but that's it's, the only reason i think so, it's, it's there. so over the top and weird for this idea where we have this really brutal batman out of nowhere 
And then we go to jokey Bruce Wayne is going to have a Bruce Wayne story. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, I actually, like I said, I think that blood is there only so he can show that neat decontamination room that gets the blood out and things like that. I just think that was all a setup for that because, you know, and you do have, that's kind of like a classic deal where you have the criminals hanging from light posts and, you know, tied up out front of the police station, things like that. But not with like cardboard signs with them. Yeah, sometimes you you have that. That's you know what it is. That's very much to me more of a Spider Man. I agree, thing. Uh, but it is kind of just him joking around. That's what I'm saying. This whole book, it, it's fun enough. It's just not going to hit hard. This isn't a, a hard ending story. I think that he's just trying to have fun with it. Uh, but you do see that first guy he punches. He does knock out like seven <laughs> poor feet. guy. So he's obviously you know beating the crap of some guys. Nobody. He just activated it. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then he does throw the batarangs and things like that, and the police are going around and getting these he's blocking bullets he's just and, covered you know, in people's blood while he's yeah, standing on top of the building i'm telling you i don't even think you're supposed to even worry about any of this whole story I'm so any, worried. And, and even at one point though it doesn't even make sense the way the plane goes down you even pointed that out to me before we even started because it's kind of nonsense that the uh the pi- the autopilot's taken over but then the pilot ends up taking over anyway and things like that but he comes back to the the cave, Alfred's been talking to him all this time about things he has to do. You know, the classic yeah. Alfred. He goes to bed. Alfred wakes him up in two minutes like a jerk. And uh, that's, you know, the, supposed to be the whole deal. Like, oh, look, Batman's always out and about. He's always got something to do. Uh, and then we He's do see He's always got somebody's face to break. Yeah, and then we do have Deadshot there who, you know, he's bored. He's sitting in the jungle and he's shooting bottles there. He's shooting some bottles. I I wish that there was a little bit more, (laughs) even though you don't have to have it in this book, but I guess there's no other real book that we're going to have it. I would have liked to have had a little bit with Deadshot talking about how the Suicide Squad went down and it was it enabled him to get out, maybe even involving that he doesn't have a brain bomb anymore. You know, maybe point out some. I agree. I would like some answers to that. But we're not going to get that. We might get that later on. Say like, you know, where we have Deadshot and Bruce Wayne, like, you know, Bruce Wayne, I would have to assume in this is the target for Deadshot. But when we have these characters who are stuck on this island, he even says it, he even says that that's his deal. uh, For some reason, I thought it was going to be a real weird twist where it's gonna be lucius fox we always just assumed it was gonna be Bruce, yeah, I don't it, remember it say, but be. the thing is i just imagine everybody's got to work together to survive on the silence it's gonna be like a lord of the flies with deadshot and batman where maybe then you know we have time to kill just walking through the jungles of the sound we'll talk about like how are you even out floyd well and i thought you were like locked up in bell rev well to think about that mr wayne i'm done it's it's, it's very yeah. hokey what i'm saying hey, but yeah, maybe it could happen I don't think it will. I no. wish it would. I wish we would know more about it. Uh, but yeah, as this is going on, you do end Bruce going to the Gotham National Bank headquarters. He's there for a little presentation. Again, this is a presentation not at Wayne Industries. This is a presentation to present stuff to other backers. Yeah. And when this happens, Bruce is like, I'm bored. Huh, is everybody else bored? This guy over here, he's, he's bored. Boring. Oh my God, this, this is the worst. Oh man. Oh, and Mr. it only Wayne. makes me think, is all right lucius yeah that was boring but boy i'm not gonna deal with this flake i mean what these people know going into this about bruce wayne that we assume is oh the playboy is out doing this and nailing this to person and that never paying attention and having all this because that's his persona who then comes in and derails 
everything going on to the point where he's like, oh, bored, bored now. Well, Man, I'm telling you, CNN, I'm like, this reading is this so thing that weird. Lucius is trying to tell me as he has this presentation for some reason at the Gotham National Bank headquarters for the, you know, the chairman of the, uh, the uh, Wayne Enterprise, stuff like that. But I'm not quite sure what they're looking to do when they go to Singapore to present to well, other like, you know, investors or other co- companies about the, I think it has something to do with the environment. Not quite sure. It might be, but when they're here, like I said, they're there listening to things and stuff like that. And they, uh, yeah, but also <laughs> it goes to a point where the one guy just says, yeah, we're out. You know, we agree with you. The board sees no reason to follow. He's like, no, 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 you, you got me wrong. We're in. And I'm like, no, no, they just said they're out. I mean, that's not going to convince them now just because you're there saying they're in, but now they're in. And now they have to fly to Singapore on one plane. Uh, you know, I guess Bruce has to cut the corner somehow. How well, Jim, do you we have so to rich? reduce our carbon footprint. We can't have that's all these people doing. taking all private jets. We're going to go but and commute together. But they were going to, and uh, they ended up with the, the thing. How did you convince them to do that? Well, I told them that they'd get your, you know, undying attention. All right. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here like you said we don't even know what this whole meeting is why bruce would try to end up sabotaging it then to turn around and force everybody in and things like that it's just to get them on one plane it's only to get them on one plane so that deadshot can go there and try to take it down and in fact maybe deadshot's trying to take everybody down we'll see but it seems like he's you know at least going after Bruce or Lucius at the point because he's disguised himself as the so pilot. So the thing is, I have to imagine the person that is hiring Deadshot to take out this hit on this you know person stuff like that is there from one of these other rival companies in Singapore that want to take yeah. out Wayne Enterprises who are presenting this whole environmental thing that you know it's not exactly cost effective. So they they want to get, get rid of the person that might be undercutting them a little bit, yeah. making their company a little less you know than pr- productive as they wanted to be Probably. over there. I don't know I would a lot also, about business also, and company, yeah. so I don't know if anything I just said made any sense at all but i had this idea in my head and it works a little bit well i would go by a little nitpick that there's no way that deadshot would be able to disguise himself as just some random guy and then become a pilot in something that is important as a wayne industries plane that is pretty much you know with all these people on there's no way that would happen they'd not let a guy just show up and just hey i'm the other pilot all right the let's thing go is, jim let's they roll didn't. everybody you questioned him got killed yeah, I'm telling you, nobody questioned him. I don't think this would have been where you'd have all these. Are you things telling laid me out. that Deadshot just couldn't show up with a blonde wig and a freaking, no. you know, a f- pilot's I'm telling like, you know, shirt? He didn't even. It didn't say, even go that I'm far. The, I'm the co-pilot. Yes, yeah, you no, are. It didn't even go that far. He was just drinking in the pilot's lounge, and they said, oh, you, you fly, you fly boys, boys, crack boys, me up. You fly boys, crack me up. Get a jacket on. Let's go. Let's go. Are, you are you funny a fella? No, actually, I'm an assassin who's just got like been released from Bell Rev. <laughs> you fly boys, crack you me up. Fly Get Boys, crack me up. Come on. You're so fun. You ever been to Singapore? Let's roll. <laughs> Get them in there. I'm telling you, I'm so happy, though, from this issue that, you know, Deadshot turned out to be the co-pilot because of the idea at the one point where we had this thing being pushed where machines would never be able to take the jobs of man because some things a man just has to do on himself, like a human, like the whole thing. We go from that to the co-pilot saying, autopilot's great, Ada Catherine. I'm like, you're yeah. a pilot. What are you saying? Like, he's sitting there on his phone like, man, this autopilot's great. We don't got to do shit i'm like it was such a weird thing that for it to turn out that this guy is dead i'm like thank god because that would have been the stupidest i I like it too here because it's a weird deal where they're like there is a storm 
So then you have like, hey, you know, we're heading into a storm off China coast, so I may take her back to Manual for approach. And then Deadshot goes, nah, probably shouldn't have waited that long. And I'm like, what? That, does, that goes against what you're doing. Because even the next panel, you still I wish you would have said something earlier because I got a timetable to go, now yeah, I'm really. Deadshot. Look at me. Yeah, I'm gonna have, yeah, I have look this at me. chip. I, I can plug it into the, compu- into the computer of the freaking – of the flight controls here. And now it control – and now I control the plane. I'm like – is it just a, a different autopilot? Is that what I you're don't doing know. here? I don't <laughs> know. No because flying the plane. Yeah, he basically says now it's under my control. It puts the autopilot under my control, and I'll let it know. It'll let me know if you do something stupid. What, like fly the plane? They're, they're, he's saying they're going to the approach. I think that this whole time Deadshot just wanted to see if he could survive a freaking plane crash because he does. He throw, takes off the wig and then just basically – and I love, too, that he's got a change. <laughs> also, turn your head. I'm a little yeah. bit shy. I'm a little bit shy. He's got to get you his, in prison. He's got to get his there. You know what happened? He's got to get oh, his dead shot uniform right. on. Then I'm like, okay, I guess you do. I I don't really know why, but you're gonna go. And then yeah, he goes out, and as they are, you know, and he confronts Bruce and Lucius. The, yeah, they the get plane hit by is struck by lightning, yep. and it starts going down. Thankfully, our pilot was not, you know, restrained in any way, and was able to grab a hold of the, the stick there and pull up, so they yeah, didn't so just go nosediving. But that's the thing: is why did Deadshot put in that that disc then? Well, the it thing didn't is, do you don't realize, Jim, the uh, this chip that he had, it was able for him to take control of the autopilot unless it was struck by lightning. <laughs> then it reverts to manual. You I don't like realize how the planes work. Obviously, he's like now. I control the autopilot. Ha, ha. What do you do? No, don't turn it off. I control it. No, no, I'm going manual. You're screwed, Deadshot. I even like the idea if he Stick just turned it off. He's like, it'll tell me if you do anything stupid unless you turn it off. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah, don't do that. That wouldn't go. But you get now, you know, five pages of just the plane falling Cracking apart. up. And Bruce, yeah. while it's cracking up, making sure that every individual – I'm telling you, you got to have your hero moments because yeah. the only bit of hero moments we had before here was Batman breaking people's breaking faces people's apart with his fist. So him actually going plans. through as Bruce Wayne and making sure that all the people in his company are secured and seatbelted in, which it never works in my mind because all these movies I see where the plane opens up, the seats are getting picked up and flown out the side. Yeah. So it never matters if you have your seatbelt on. Oh, but at the end, all these, all these people are dead. I'm They're saying done. At the end, yeah. Even at one point, you do see them go out the back of the plane. Yeah. You know, one guy looks like he's heading right into the, the engine. There it goes just Tang. looks crazy. <laughs> yep, we're done. There goes your hero moment. You wasted all that time getting the seatbelt on Tan. He's dead. Uh, yes. This whole time, though, he never made sure the Deadshot had his seatbelt on because he goes flying out the no, plane. No, well, you see that. Also, you see at one point, Bruce is just like walking around. I wanted it actually to show that he thought ahead and he has magnetic shoes on or something. Be great. Yeah, well, he's just walking around. The plane crashes. You end up dead shot gets thrown out. Everybody's thrown out. Of course, it's going to be like, I would guess some people have to die. I mean, really. But you're going to just have that And now it's going to be deal. Batman and Deadshot on the new episode of Lost. Yeah. So facing off to Smoke a snake. Smoke monsters. That snake is there, and it's hell in the Pacific. So they're going to go in the it jungle. It looks so big because of perspective. Fight. Or does yeah. it? Or is it? That's it? Are you happy to see me, or is that a venomous snake in your pocket? And then we go off to what was on the cover. Okay. Oh, I mean, the Gotham Pine Barrens. <laughs> I'm telling you, on the cover, I mean, even the Soon thing, I'm going Nora. back to the cover. Flash frozen by freeze. And yeah, Batman I, frozen. It really seems, it really seems <laughs> whatever he's doing, I'm telling you, I don't know what Mr. Freeze is doing with the technology he has, but it really does kind of seem like he might be thawing Nora out. So yeah, the idea that he's actually doing the opposite of what the freaking cover told us he's doing. Yeah. Nobody's getting <laughs> Flash frozen. 
and, and you have basically no dialogue. It's soon Nora. You see and her. Our love looks like will she's, burn bright. Look, yeah, looks like she's melting out. We will be once uh, together again. All of a sudden, he's like, "What's that smell? You, you smell a little funky here. You got the freezer burn here. I don't oh, know." But then it just ends. And our love will now. burn bright to be continued. There you go. That's Thank all you, you get Mr. with Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Oh my Why couldn't goodness. we have just waited for the dead shot and gone right yeah. into Mr. Freeze or vice versa? Because I'm telling you, at this point, I want a dead shot story. It's not coming off the best right from the beginning for me right here and now, but <laughs> I do want a dead I, shot story. It's a good setup to have a fun story of them running through the jungle. I mean, yeah. it takes a lot to get there. Running through the jungle, they're huh? there. Yeah, yeah, and they're there, and we'll see how it goes. But this Mr. Freeze, and that now they're going to have the next cover. It's going to be like, and now Mr. Freeze is cold as ice. And you're going to be like, really? You're going to give me another one page? Because I, I am need intrigued, more of though, that. with your idea that they crash landed on Gilgan's Island, and, you know, like, you know, Lucius has built a coconut radio, and they're learning yeah, about how the flight's gone down, that. and all <laughs> the search parties are out looking for him. And the weirdest thing, too, is Amanda Waller's tapped into it. She's listening to it at a cafe. <laughs> She's enjoying it. Uh, they're going to have that, you know, that, that, car that they made all that stuff then all of a sudden we'll hear about that in my mind the jumping the shark moment for some reason that's all over i'm telling you once you hear that there's headhunters on the opposite side that opposite side of the island wait for that to happen that's the multiverse in gilligan's island (laughs) because boy that changes that changes all the time uh, that other side but yeah well i'm telling you when they actually when you go back and i think it was the 80s when they had like you know return to gilligan's island that made for tv movie where they go and set up a resort on the island like what happened to the cannibal headhunters yeah they they got rid of them oh no they, the they indigenous up, people that's, were slaughtered by the white no, man no that's the help is what it is you just have to watch it. out don't get too close so you made them slaves i got you yeah oh i can't this is also this is going to be one of those big wow moments in dc history when those uh vegetables that give you superpowers watch oh on my. shore and we have to see if the irradiated we'll vegetables act, well, we'll see if batman actually accepts it and gets superpowers you know he usually doesn't go that route but we'll see but yeah neither this, does gilligan but you know uh, what he did for that episode Gillian did. Yeah, they all did. But yeah, here we are. I like the art in this. Uh, it's good. The 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 whole story is kind of just, you know, it's a throwaway fun story. It's not much, but I, at least here's the deal. The only mystery so far is did they survive? I don't need Tomasi writing any other goddamn mysteries because when he does, I'm they never yes. work out. They never work out. So with this, if it's just them running around, shooting each other in the Isn't jungle, the doing this who, and that, I'm who fine. Who hired Deadshot? No, it's the no. To me, it's the mystery of is he going to be able to land the ending because he never can. That's the big I don't mystery. Think he freaking land at the beginning here. No, yeah, well, there you go. But I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I, I had some fun with it. I had it's some fun just too. Nothing, so I'm going to have what, some fun with it. I actually, I'm telling you, for as much as I wanted a Deadshot story, I thought the beginning of this whole thing was a little lackluster for what it was. You know, I'm telling you, I need a lot of answers going on for what's going on with Deadshot. Like I told you, coming out of event, event Leviathan, what's going on with the Suicide Squad or who's left of the Suicide Squad. Because we see Captain Cold out and about doing stuff. I want to know some more stuff. But I do want a good story. It's just, you know, when we have this really brutal, bloody Batman in the beginning and then jerk off Bruce Wayne in the boardroom. And then we have a Uh, a plane that is just, you know, struck by lightning and falls. I'm like, there's... There's a lot of forced things going on here that I don't understand and I don't think work for the book right now because it's it's out of the blue for as far as I'm concerned. But I did like the art, but I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're kind of close, but yeah. yeah I I, I want to see what happens. So I'm looking forward to the next issue. But that's the end of the first bunch of books. We're going to go off, and we'll be back in a minute. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. Just okay. Now 
As I always say, I want to hear Eric Shea. Eric Shea is no, why I don't. come here. That's why I show up here at the podcast for the Eric Shea's, right? Then that, that's me. No. We're here for the said, well, I've already heard from you tonight. So is it one of those that uh, you're already, your time's up? That I'm like, yeah, I heard from Eric. He didn't really impress me. And and I'll tell you right now, Eric, you did not impress me in that first section or the mail. No, (laughs) my bad. We have we haven't recorded them yet, but I I just I sense again, again. I'm like Karnak, Eric. Salabim, salabom. I'm just really what I'm doing is. I'm trying to inspire you. So when we go off to record those, which will be tomorrow night, we're recording right now, Friday. When we get to Saturday night. show everybody what's going on. I I don't care. That's what they like. They like me to lift the veil as long as it's not the one over my face at our pseudo wedding, Eric. Uh, Me and you, we're going to have a friendship wedding. Do you know that that's a thing now that like best friends have friendship weddings? It's not. I'm making it up. But I think that it's not a thing. I want it to be one, though. And I want I want wrong turn to be there to do the ceremony for us. You know, I, just imagine. D- does he press? So you? we're pretty much just having a barbecue. Yeah, no, we're making cupcakes. That's all it is. Hey, d- does he does he press you because I'm sighted? There you go. There there is what he would say, Eric, and you know he would. That that would be. Cool. In in the meantime, wrong turn is getting married this weekend. So everybody, wish him luck. In his uh, matrimony, but we're pretty convinced that he's not really getting married. And speaking of no, a veil, no thing. he did not get a marriage license. Yeah, I'm saying there's more of wool and it's being pulled over his eyes. And it's weird because he has been the one who's been pushing for this wedding. But there's times, and we've we've had it when we were working with him, that he got the boot. He got sent home packing. And they told him, you know, because of his anger issues. And so I don't know the <laughs> angle of what his it's girl... Yes, what his girl is doing now i you know it's not as if wrong turn will say if we don't get married i'm out you know what is he gonna do i mean really are you telling me that if they get married wrong turn will be the first husband who got kicked out of the house for a night or two uh no uh but i just i just yeah no i'm saying aren't you jim Yes, I am. I I don't get kicked out of the house only because I end up. No, I end up yelling and screaming long enough that everybody just walks away and goes to bed, and then I say another war won, more a battle than a battle. Yeah, I've won the battle. Don't kid yourself. I've not won the war. The war continued tonight. I was about to get on here. The war at home. uh, Oh yeah, the war on the home front is what it is tanya again has not slept in days and when tanya hasn't slept in days and also eric nights uh ends up being very troublesome in this house has led to it's led to cars being destroyed uh things like Uh that feelings being hurt possibly black eyes and i'm saying mine uh at one point a a coffee pot being smashed over my head Uh, all the joy uh, of when you sit back and everybody that's married now and some that are going to get married have fiancés things like that like eric over here uh just think of like all the things when you have like an anniversary and you're like oh remember the good old days oh my god these good old days i'm i'm still waiting for them though i love my wife i love i was drinking a lot back then I, i wish that this was reciprocal because it seems like I am a burden. It seems like I'm an annoyance. That's all I am in this house. And I would have uh, figured that would have happened way later in your life and your family would have started calling you a burden. True. 
But no, it's all this podcast. So if you want to lift the veil, they all hate this podcast. Though when it benefits uh-huh. them, then it's the greatest thing ever. And benefit, I mean, even when Tanya uh, got recognized They're when she jerks. was wearing that shirt. You know, people come up, oh man, then then I'm a king. I'm the king of the world for about a minute. And then it's back to the deal. I say to Logan, because he, he he's downstairs. Just imagine this. I'm on the second floor, middle room. He's downstairs, front room. Oh, like the There's middle. a lot of distance oh, here to go. The front. Yeah, well, I'm saying it's not like he's right below me in in this deal. I just wanted Uh, to kind of give you a little bit of a a floor plan. So he's playing baloney. He doesn't (laughs) he doesn't play baloney. He's right there and he's yelling while playing Fortnite, you know, which is so important. And uh, I I can hear him up here and there's no reason for that to travel that long. You you just have to yell your crazy obscenities. He is talking to his friends on the mic on Fortnite and he can just hear you yelling about that. He's talking to his friends about comics. Like it's so important. That's what he says. He's saying the same thing. The problem is, (laughs) I I don't know. One's a little more important than the other. In my mind, it's because I'm doing it, but still. Uh, So I hit, but it's not even friends he plays with. I think he has one friend that he plays with. The other people just join in and then he just rips them apart. He's the Don Rickles of the Fortnite set, except he's a lot more blue and gets really, really hateful, Eric. And I know Don Rickles oh is hateful. He gets even worse. It's awful, but yeah. Where do you are. get off saying that about here Don Rickles? Here we are. Oh, yes. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Don Rickles. So we're here. We're ready to talk about two books tonight. And there's not a lot of books this week again. And so when when I read these books, I need them to hit hard. I need to like these books. And unfortunately, that's where I'm having problems. I'm having a lot of problems with the DC deal with the idea. Not a lot of books coming out. And even when they're not bad, they kind of tread water. They kind of seem very... You know, not even surface level, but that not a lot of story going on. And just to to take tie it into what we're doing recently, me and you personally, uh, we've been going to the park together. I've been saying poetry, and you, you're really not responding well what to we doing it. Now? But besides that, me and you also are reading a lot of older issues. Uh, I will tell everybody that I'm reading a lot more Marvel older issues than DC. But you are going back and reading a ton of old Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, and, and you always say to me, you come in the next day at work, and you're like, oh man, I read five ten issues of Kyle Rayner and you're like you know what even when they're not great issues like these are not all issues for the ages oh, but there's still they're not something all freaking 10 out of 10 yeah no there's still something with them and, and there is the that's idea called nostalgia that, yeah nostalgia but you're also getting more story than at least that's what I'm getting in Marvel I end up going and there's not a six issues that I read that I barely get a story and that's what we're getting now at DC and some at Marvel as well so when you don't you only have six books come out and everything's I, I giving know, you no like story. With my whole thing too. I've read like five years worth of like Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern now, and the most we've actually dealt with is you know some Hound Jordan parallax, some insecurities, and some girl trouble. Yeah. It seems like I'm like still though it seems something. But it, why in this where you know we're supposed to have all these things going on, and I hear everybody saying all this stuff's going on that we always end up in this flashbook, which will be the first book where it always reverts back to Barry. Trying to become a better guy because he's not. I'm just been, waiting for but, it to stick. But that's the thing. He's not. That's. I don't know why Joshua Williamson even went with this beginning where Barry is a good guy. 
that's one of Barry's things. Barry, you know, people who like the Justice League in the Flash, he they like him because Barry Allen. But but then he ends up getting back, and then what ends up happening is he just ends up being yelled at for something that I never see really happening. In this issue, he gets yelled at for pretty much being a, you know, disappearing Flash, but he was dealing with things and he wasn't gone that long. It's just very odd where the book just goes up and down with this idea of dealing with Barry not being happy. Barry, mopey Barry, you know, this and that. And and then by the end, he ends up being happy until the next issue. And then it starts all over again. And I just need him to be happy. And for this, and when I started this issue, we come out of Flash year one. And I see Avery and Wallace here. And I thought, okay, this is cool. This is actually what should be starting up a Flash family deal. It's even mentioned. And then there's just bitching and moaning again, Adam. But in the end, I didn't mind it. I just, I need a little more from this book. But give me your blurb. My blurb is The Flash number 76, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Rafa Sandoval, Jordi Tarragona, Tome Moray, and Steve Wands. Now that Barry's remembered his past, he's looking towards the future, and that means getting a handle on all of these wacky new slash old forces, but maybe he won't have to put much time into it because the Black Flash is here to kill off everything that's not related to speed, and if that wasn't enough, we have all of the Flash's rogues out and about, out of higher heights, and looking to cause a little trouble. Yes, yeah, and and you start off, and it's it's kind of a cool start, where you have around the world things going down uh you have double down there he's awful it doesn't even look really like the double double down down. i i know but the the funny thing is is if you look closely you can see where he's peeled those cards up he's disgusting eric so disgusting but yeah it's kind of tokyo yeah, he did. He's he in Tokyo. Shipped, he's, he's from, from Japan. Japan. <laughs> he's there. Uh, yeah, and I like to where the cops are taking him away. These people in Japan, boy, nothing impresses them. These cops have doubled down. They have them getting well, into the car. people peeling freaking cards, cards off their face. Cards I don't are flying everywhere, but cards are flying everywhere, and the police are actually actively throwing a guy into the back of a police car, and these people have no concern. They're just going along their day. Nobody's taking pictures and taking videos and stuff. They're just having a grand old time. Uh, but yeah, you have it where you do see Wallace getting hit. That ends up being Girder. And it did make me laugh when we see Girder and Tar Pit, two of me and your, we laugh when they show up. And, and Tar Pit, I always like, Girder was real involved at the point where Barry was trying to broke prove out with his Henry dad's. Allen. Yeah, when his dad broke out with him in the new, that, and I really think that, He's not used a lot, but really, there's not much for him to do. So he ends up showing up in scenes like this, where he's just there to, you know, punch a flash and things like that. But you do have, you know, you have Wallace and Avery, which is cool. There, we're trying to pick up the slack of Barry. Yeah, and they're trying to pick up the slack. For the Flash year one, Barry was out of commission for a week for some reason. I don't know why it takes him a week to freaking remember his year one stuff that he seemed to forget that somehow is way important for what we're going to deal with. I don't know how any of that works, but he remembers now he's back. He's trying to get, you know, make sure that Avery and Wallace aren't going to get killed by Wallace. I mean, uh, Tar Pit and Girder. Yeah. Because the thing is, even though they've taken like care of things or all of these rogues out and about for the past week, Tar Pit and Girder. They're going to be a little bit too much for him because, as we find out in the series, the speed force itself is dying. It's slowing yeah. our speedsters down, and that is going to be the focus of our book going forward. But the problem with that is we have Steadfast in this. You know, like, yeah. you know, Steadfast is not a bad guy. The person that actually put Barry in that trance to make him remember his, you know, year one, the new avatar, the still force. And it seems like we're going to get rid of these things before we ever have an idea of what yeah, they that's were. Yeah, that's what Even it the seems. Idea that 
We even talk in this issue about how the Black Flash is out and about. Things are going like the Speed Force itself is dying because the Speed Force barrier was not meant to be broken. These other forces weren't meant to be released. But I'm like, from what I've been reading, Joshua Williamson, these things have been around forever. Yeah, that's and my biggest problem. That's my biggest problem. Forever Force, I'm like, it's you not are just my, yourself yeah, it's left not just and right. my biggest problem. Uh, but it is a problem because when when Black Flash comes out and says that, it really points the idea. Wait a second, you really forces. you've really you've really pressed. You know, you you've pretty much pressed the issue that these forces have always been around. So why you all of a sudden a is point. it a problem why? now? Yeah, and now this is the other thing that I'll go back. There's a couple things that kind and of why would the speed me. force be dying? Well, this is the thing. I have a reason. I, I have a reason for it, and it, it's uh-huh. a reason that goes all the way back to the beginning of the series. It's very easy explanation. Uh, and, but before that, you have the deal where I love where Barry, every time Barry runs into Avery, I swear to God he knows less about her because he was the one who went to her and actually convinced her to train at the Flash Academy that they had and all these. He was very integral. And then he ends up at one point that was switched to be Mina. Then he's always like, oh, you know, I really would have liked to have got to know you more. It, it ends up like being distancing away. But if you go back to that idea of that Flash Academy, it was very, very forced in at that point. It was very much a point of... The speed force only has so much speed force. When you had more and more of these, it was starting to have to be divided. It was starting that it was starting to lessen as they had it. It was a concern in this book at one point at the beginning. I could go with the idea that all of a sudden these forces are out there just sucking, even though it is still force. It still came out of the speed force. It still seems to all kind of go together as it a whole. It seemed to be caged there, like yeah. against their well, will, I'm though. Like saying, the source wall was caging like the to totality. Have is that maybe? It, yeah, it's the still force, but you have that whole entity thing of the speed force, and this is seeping it out. But we've had this idea before in this book where you can't have too many speedsters because they start to suck out the power. The, the speed force itself yeah. lessens. And that's all I think you need to go with this. I think that all you need to go with the idea. But these are there's different too things. Many, but there's also Avery. There's also we have Impulse that came back. We also have Wally West. We have a lot more speedsters at this time. Yes, they're forcing it to be these forces. So you have to force it that direction. But at this moment in this universe right now, we have more speedsters than we've had since Flashpoint started. You have way more, especially with Impulse being there. I I know they don't want to deal with that in this book, even though that's when he showed up. But all these speedsters plus Avery plus, like I said, Wallace here. And you can even make it. You can force in a way that you can say that, yes, since the still force, it's not necessarily the speed force. But since it was trapped in, it does have a connection to it. And maybe it's lessened a bit. And that's why you would have to have this idea of us being less. Uh, it, it's so forced in to be. But we have less. to get rid of all these things in order to have the forever force. Yeah. So the idea that these things just being out would end up just killing it because it's, it's, well, a it's kind of a weird idea. Thing. It's just forced in. To have a progression of, you know, either you're going to have these avatars die because they weren't hitting. We, we've had this avatar thing explained. We have all the, the strength force and all these. We haven't done with it, but that's typical of this book that will end up. And I know there's a lot of fans and a lot of people who say this book is great, but this book ends up presenting theories. It presents things that are supposed to mean a big thing, never explains it, and then they disappear. And that seems to be the MO here. And it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden these avatars 
avatars. We've never been able to explain what these forces really are. And we I'd like the idea maybe of avatars to explore that and see what's going on. It seems like it's like, well, we got to get rid of these. Like we can't have these well, around. The weirdest part about this for this whole progression of what we have here for the idea that like, you know, if we go back and we get rid of the forever force and all that other stuff and the idea that these forces have been around for like yeah. all this time and this is something that's been going on for thousands of years between the speed force, still force, sage force, and strength force. If we got rid of all of that and just dealt with what we had here these things are out and about and the speed force itself does not like it so we have yeah. the black flash going around and killing That's these things. Like, this would have been a great yeah. story if you didn't yep. actually go and try to write all this other bullshit that you never freaking developed and now it's just fucking everything up because i like this issue i'm like but there's like so many issue. like you know speed yeah. bumps to oh, get there over is. to get to what they're trying to do now and try to like don't hey that stuff that we're talking about don't remember any of that just go with what we're going yeah, like, that, that, that's if you what happened 76 on here issue to 76 on we could get something good from the flash book it's just there's been so well, many I'm things glad but you say they're that. not going to get back to because this. what i was going to say i was going to write the blurb and then i thought eh, i'll do the wonder woman blurb you do the flash because we don't review either of these books i actually reviewed uh wonder woman actually but i hadn't been but flash we don't review dan does so i said hey can but in my my blurb I was thinking that basically what I was going to say is exactly what you said. And it would be that if you can just read this issue and not worry about all the others, and I'm talking, I'm not just talking about year one, I'm talking about number one and, and all the things that went down, he ends up really having some good ideas. He really ends up, but they always, they stumble into all the other ideas we had before. And they end up, like you said, going against things. They end up being just, you know, we hear one thing in issue 10 and then by issue 30, we're told the exact opposite. I mean, I'll point right there to the speed storm that happened where at points they tried to make Wallace. That's where he got his abilities, even though he had them before. You also had that idea that Avery, was trained or at least convinced to go by Barry who went and told her to calm down. You you know, she was there shaking all the time. She couldn't, he calmed her down. They went, she met Mina for a day before this was all over and claims Wallace thinks that Mina was her best friend. Then he did. It's all wonky and it always gets changed by the end. And so if you read this one issue and really don't have any of that baggage, you can have a lot of fun with this issue. And actually, well, this really every, feels like a starting on point again for it, it's, another It seems amazing thing. for a starting on point where you have a positive, hopeful barrier that everybody doesn't hate. Uh, they kind of hate to begin, but we're getting over this whole thing. We have Wallace. We have Avery. Like you said, we get a speed lab, pretty much a flashback cave going on here with Commander Cole yeah. from the future. And then you have the idea of the offer going on in the background where Captain Cold has been given the offer by yeah. Lex. Him and Heatwave are putting the rogues Him back together. Him and Heatwave are like, putting the rogues back together. It's great. You were hitting all the things and, uh, right yeah. here. And then when you have the Black Flash show up at the end and kill great. Steadfast right awesome. away. Like, you, you're, you're speaking my language here, yeah. Joshua Williams. If Why am you, I going to getting this for 25 if, plus like issues? You said, if, like you said, you're just going with the idea that the – the still force is a evil anomaly. Like this is something it's almost like to me, you can really go with the idea. Well, and you the still can. Speed force too. And, yeah. And, but in my mind, you can almost say that the black flash is the speed force version of the hyper time that has to fix everything. and comes like you, like we had with savior in the detective it's, comics where he was beat by, by that. Like I can go oh, with yeah. that. I can go with them it's being such if a something's, weird idea though. 
just having the Black Flash show up at the end because that is the embodiment of death for a speedster. When the Black Flash yeah. shows up, he's going to kill a speedster yep. right there. So when he comes up, I'm like, where's the Black Steadfast? Well, that's you know what, what I'm saying. saying. Like, you know, Maybe where, that's where you're the hinting at that. The still force that's what death. I'm saying. Maybe that's hinting that what he is going with with the idea of it's it's more you know you don't have a still force speed force like thing that it is right. all combined because like you said he does oh, come no, out and go the after black- him strength now again yeah yeah really <laughs> no, like oh man but yeah so you, you start off though or is that and, what, what was the avatar's name was it fuerza for uh yeah fuerza was that was, yeah, a fuerza? That was strength yeah. so you, that was oh, the no, strength force. it's the black fuerza oh the black like, fuerza no. in town oh no with it's a few the, days it's the to black thrill psych. yeah really nobody wants that uh yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so we're, we're doing this and like you said you have uh, you have Wallace and Avery, and they're fighting Tar Pit and Girder. Now, I will tell you at this point, um, just Avery getting punched and them having problems does not mean to me like that doesn't point out, oh, man, something's wrong with the Speed Force. What it points out to me is they're young speedsters. They're not used to it. And uh, so, but it's point. It's well, they're, pushed they're, they're kind of trying to push it in the dialogue. And the, man, I don't remember it being this tough before to like, you know, that's like, what I'm saying. But I didn't pit. think that I did when I was reading this. I didn't think that basically there's a lot of things going on here. And I was, I was actually, and this is just part of the, you know, the landscape of what's going on now. I'm waiting to find out that Tar Pit got an offer and he just wanted to be stronger. I mean, I never at this point thought he's tarrier. Yeah, really. He's pittier. I I didn't think that it was because like, oh man, something must be wrong with the speed force. Like I'm telling you, if you, yeah, really, if you ended up having a a point where maybe they went to run and weren't fast at all, then that would have been a little better. But it's just there. They're about to get punched. They're about to get taken down. And you end up Flash comes in. Barry comes in and grabs them. And in a great panel, too. It's it's really cool. I mean, it even almost, almost even looks 3D. The way that he did it, especially with how the blur in the back with Tarput was coming down behind them with that crash and, you know, smashing up the street and stuff. And he goes and I'm like, all right, this is awesome. You know what? Barry's coming back and I want to see something, some progression of what Barry learned about himself, what he what he wanted to do from this year one, even though it Don't even came, dick. It even it, came at a weird point because he wasn't much you know he wasn't that much of a dick right before like that's the problem is this book goes back and forth so at points I'm you're like he's a dick revel- he isn't like, a dick resolate like the uh, i can't even think of the word resolution, resolution i almost said resolution. The re- no, the re- the, it was the uh, almost just the reveal <laughs> okay. of the idea of like you know iris leaving because she yeah. was upset after wally west died and had to write the obituary I'm like i'm still waiting for the reveal of that where he's still yeah. alive and what we're gonna do with that in this book because yeah. like you know that was that big red herring in this we're like all right well it looks like wally died but no no he was the killer where yeah. do we deal with that and, in this and book I, on top I of everything think, else we're gonna deal with now? i actually think in general that's going to be a little bit resolution. of a sore spot when you have the resolution of that. I do think if you're going to have resolutions, <laughs> I, wish I, was a smart man. I think that if you had resolutions of that, I do think that they would wait until after that flash forward miniseries that in my mind will fix things with Wally. All right. You wouldn't want him showing Look, up as a you, killer. You're making a lot of headway now as Barry Allen. You're, you've told everybody you're going to change. You're making points here to show Wallace yeah. and Avery that you will change. We're all teammates. There's no more lying. There's no more. So when that actually comes about, we're like, yeah, remember how I told you that Wally died? Turns out I was lying about that. Like, yeah. you can't – this is going to be the point well, where we get back to too. Mopey Barry You know, again. bring that back in and, and tie that in in a little bit of a, an aside. 
It's a resolution of what you're saying here. Uh, <laughs> and that word's going to work Revelation. for everything. Is the idea, yeah. does that really, does that show you that at a point that it was told to Joshua Williamson that indeed Wally was going to die? And then it oh, was changed I, last I totally second? Because we thought that there was changes last second. There was all that stuff going on. So yeah, I do too. And now they're stuck. And, and now you are stuck big time because of the idea that you have Barry, who is the, okay, no lies, no lies, Barry. Even no though more some, lies. Even though some of the this lies, giant one. some of the lies through these aren't huge lies. And, and really, Wallace is, is so triggered by any little thing. I'm telling you, if he says to Barry at one point, hey, what did you have for dinner last night? He's like, I had cheesesteaks. And then Wally goes into, Wallace goes into his house and sees that he had burgers. I think that he would quit the speed force. He's no, always no. ready to we're, get we're gonna, pissed. No, no. It's even worse. I, like Barry said, I had a Philly cheesesteak. And then Wallace goes and sees oh, that whatever he had peppers? had green peppers on oh, it. My. He's like, he's a fucking liar. That's, That's right. not a Philly cheesesteak. He's right then. You used it. That doesn't work with me because he's right and he should quit then. I mean, yeah, but that's what it seems he's always ready he is ready at the and this isn't just in this book it's in the teen titans book as well he is always ready that's all he is he is a human bitching machine. You need he, some he character development, That's what you need. Yeah, you need him to get over this stuff. You need, and and really, we are on. And maybe we're on our way. We're on issue seventy six, right? And and if you're going to really work out everything that you need with Wallace, it would probably be in this book. It wouldn't be in the Teen Titans, so you could put it. But I would like because this whole idea of Little reverse flash. No, I'm just saying this thing with his father. This would have been a great thing for him. Him and Barry to work through together issues ago, and then everything would be fine. So that I don't want this. You know what this book ends up being? It even was with Wally as well, where you have most other books, like you have a Batman book and you have Dick Grayson show up. Now, unfortunately, the last time this happened, he got shot in the head. But before that, even though it was way gooby, it's always always there for people to show up to have fun or to like, you know, lighten the mood. You you end up with, you know, a Wonder Woman book and all of a sudden you'll have Aquaman show up. It's usually going to be, I mean, yeah, they're going to go fight things, but it's usually to uplift things, to make this book constantly is let's let people come in to bring it down. It's always them coming. Wally himself came into this book to bitch and moan at Barry. Everybody's bitching and moaning at Barry. There's never like a, hey, that was a fun team up. It's always a bitch session. It's always somebody angry at Barry. And it throws me off. It's like one of those things that now, by now, if we know there's going to be other characters in, cameos, and and you know that Barry's going to get yelled at because that's all these characters end up doing at the end. And, And that's what we need to get past. We're on issue 76. And yes, this is a good start. And it is Barry being positive. It is him coming back with a new outlook. I don't know why Joshua Williamson seems to think that maybe he was in the mind of the year one and going back and all that, that that meant that if he was gone a week, he was gone a week. I'm just saying about the week, but he's gone a week and that is the idea that they're mad. I mean, these are heroes. And the week I have to imagine is like sometimes. Yeah, but they at least call to tell you they're going know, away for but that's a while to look out for, it. for you. I mean, really, if me and you are superheroes and, and I, you don't see me for a week, you might get worried. It's the, 
Here's the deal. They do it in the Wonder Woman book next, where Steve Trevor says, boy, she always goes away, but not this long. I'm worried. That's a better way of describing it than where the hell were you, Alan? Like, we had to actually be flashes? What do you think I am, Kid Flash or something? What do you think, Avery's over there in China doing Flash stuff? And you even see at the beginning where other heroes are picking up the slack. Out of nowhere, we get one of our favorite heroes, you know, Steel and, and things like that, and, you know, Natasha. We, we have these things going on where people are picking up the slack so instead of barry coming back and then bitching i would have liked barry to come back and be able to say hey guys good job like thank you i i ended up i'll explain later we're, we're and in he kind of did to a degree though because even when he shows up to help them from tar pit and girder there he lets them like look you know tar pit and girder they're, they're not good when they you know fall into each other and stuff like yeah. that and oh, just yeah. give them the little like push there so they go off and they finish yeah, the villains like off that. together I, like i'm like yeah i, I like, like that. doing that but they, i'm saying them them with right away you have they're, they're about to and i know that wallace has issues with barry i, I wish that they would get over these because the book would be so much better to have you know actually a kid flash that likes flash well, i don't know is, that crazy idea I, it would it would be great but we really haven't had a lot of interaction with avery and wallace and well, I think since the flash yeah. war ended but that but every time here it's you just stole our thunder no no i, I that's called saving your ass I, I hate to say it there both of you uh, but you know and they we've been taking out the rogues all week on our own all right then that's fine we'll explain it later thank you thank you for just lending a hand these two are all yours and i'm like i i really think at this point that barry is not a good guy he wants to be an i told you so guy but he does give him a hand I, i'm telling you I, he's like really all right go get him go get him guys you were doing so great before me but he does say you know hey i'll remind you hot tar doesn't react well with metal and that has the most uncomfortable looking eye wink with the, with those uh, teeth going and yeah. stuff like that it made me I, are you having problems you having a stroke over there barry but you know they end up doing that they're like all right that makes sense and they do they end up using their powers together he looks very very happy to see them do it like i'm not saying at all in this point that barry's the one who's off i really like this barry where he's like hey there there's my kids like all right you know what they have and even to the point i wish he would have said full out hey avery i I see that in china you're really you know learning some stuff i see you're really keeping up on that you're really doing good he kind of just says man i haven't seen you in a while uh, but yeah, you fuse Girder. Nobody and has. No, and it's great to see her because we don't have a book with yeah. her. It's great. And and I hope that Where's some people. Where's my Jessica China? Well, and I hope that some people who end up, you know, reading this and don't know about it, you know, go back and read New Superman. That's the book that she ended up in. It takes a little while for her to get there. Um, but she's a really cool character. I like her. And when she finally does get there, the book takes a downhill side yeah, turn. Yeah, so there you go. But you can still see her. Uh, but yeah, I, I like her as a character. I do want to see her more. And obviously it would be this book or a Teen Titans that you would see her in. But yeah, they, they end up fusing and, and just the, the worst deal. I'm saying with Wallace is in there, she would come and visit him. You would see the, her or she could show up in that book easily. Avery, right? Oh, I got you. I'm saying, I, I, I just found it odd that we're talking about Teen Titans, like Avery showing up. I'm like, I've never seen that. No, happen. that's what I'm saying. Hey, are you listening? I, I just said that I would like her to show up in Teen Titans. That would be the only other book that would make sense in my mind because of her connection with Wallace. So she's here, though. This would be the book that you'd want to see. Uh, but yeah, so Deathstroke. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, you could do that, too. I guess you could put her in any book. But you have Tar Pit and Girder. They've now fused together. They, the, he, fo- You know, that little wink gave him the idea, follows him. They, they go to take away. But now we go back to Wallace just like, get out of here. I shouldn't follow you anywhere. And then they start fighting 
again. And you see, you know, Avery signing some autographs and things like that. Um, but yeah, you want Barry. Barry is trying to work this out. And you have Wallace who just thinks that he's doing this just to get Iris back. He's, you know, Wallace is like, you just want to get Iris I don't Iris even care. Back. I've moved on from your Aunt Wallace. Yeah, get on, yeah, town. Really. Come, here. Come to the Flash Museum. I got something I want to show yeah, well, you. He says, you know yeah. how Batman, he's got, he's got that painting on the wall that Red Hood's never allowed on. Well, check this out. I redid I the Flash Museum. I got this painting on the wall. And for some reason, it looks like I put Professor Zoom on here, Eobard Thawne, yeah. because I'm looking at this Flash painting on the wall, which is yeah, that's what the it secret looks like. entrance to the Speed Lab. And I'm looking at my who the hell is that reverse guy flash, on the left-hand like. side? Of the, yeah. It's why crazy. is reverse flash on I don't a know. flash painting of and all also, the heroes? Also with and the this. thing is, I'm like, you got, you got Wally West, you got Wallace, you got Avery, and I'm, I'm – I would think maybe you should th- put an impulse in there, but it's just like a what, yellow costume. Like, is that supposed to be a Kid Flash costume? Because it seems know. really yeah, weird, weird having it right next to Wallace like that. Yeah, so they, they end up and, – and I'm also saying like I know that Flash was rebuilding this. I know he's fast, but really nobody's heard of this like – yeah, Wallace and Avery, they they didn't hear that he was rebuilding it. Uh, but yeah, they were busy oh, fighting. Uh, yeah, really, with all this. And yeah, but there is there is the other thing going on here, again, where they're kind of not really going with everything that's going on in the whole universe. Here is the idea that a Flash museum right now having anything with Wally West would be very odd because at this point, he is a killer. He he is a an incarcerated now, killer. Now, that to the public? Well, I, that's... I, but even i don't know but it was you know some of the things and i don't know what is going on but yeah you gotta watch out but i do like that they have the secret entrance that they vibrate through the flash painting and then they go into the flash in there is it just from the skylight it's so weird in my mind to have a speed lab that's a secret room in the flash museum but still have skylights all everywhere so anybody could just look into like a helicopter to see what's going on in the speed lab you don't realize that it's just a door they're just being fancy they're showing off that is actually a painting that is a door they just like well, the face I, i'm so. happy things worked out well because the last time wallace know, west was trying to vibrate too. he'd only explode he up so for some reason he's able to vibrate I now had, for the first time I actually, actually i think there was one other yeah. time in an annual where he was able to do it i'm like that didn't feel right I think because that he's never been able here. to do that i think that felt wrong yeah. here i actually was waiting like oh no the lab's gonna blow up he can't do this but he does it doesn't even mention things and they go and it's cool and i like the idea a lot i i really like this idea Turns yeah. out he grew up a lot in that week that he Barry did. was gone. That was a week, all right. You know, he just, just not what week. Does that make sense? Does that make it longer? <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, I, I, I like this about. idea, though, where you have this lab because before you'd always have, have to have Barry go off back to the, you know, the crime lab and pretend he's doing things. Even at the point in the series recently where he had, you know, the big board with the turtle and stuff in year one, all these things going on. So it's better for him to have an aside also where you can Especially have these now that he has friends. Hide. Yeah. And then the characters can hide and things and they can get him. Oh, what I tell you about? letting visitors into the crime lab all the time yeah. get them the hell yeah, out of that, here that's a, right. that's a problem like really all you do is show up every seven months and you bring visitors this doesn't even make sense why you have this job well what pictures do you have of people he's like i got you pictures. doing hanging out with kids Alan. i got pictures of sing now leave me alone yeah they're like kids so yeah you go there and 
the funny thing is, is I forgot what the the still force, you know, steadfast. I mean, I, I, the yeah. avatar look like. I'm like, who's Flavor Flav over there? Oh, what is he? Mike D with the Volkswagen medallion. I'm like, really? What are you, what are you doing there? Like you, you're doing there's no sleep till Brooklyn over there, pal. But yeah, I like that. I like though that Commander Cold's been working. I, I really like the idea of this lab. This actually makes me smile with this, especially because now you can get down to business. A lot of the times in this book where Barry needs to figure out something, Iris will have to go and she'll look at, well, she's gone now. And I, I just like, by this point, he should have been doing something like this. And then I like even like the bad cave. No, it's not a cave and stuff like that. And then you, you have an idea of what you would call it and things. They call it the speed lab. I, I hope, like I hope the they ba- have a, the another cave. thing. This isn't a cave, stupid. Yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah. such a weird line. Of, it isn't a cable, obviously, Barry. And then Wallace is like, why did I follow you? This is why I hate you. I, I don't like you. But yeah, so the, they're dealing with- Are you always going to be a dick, Barry? And then there's Commander Cold. Like, this is something like all of a sudden, like, oh my God, like Wallace is like, here we go again. Like, how many other things do you have? And people that you know and things that you- And he says- I no am more, telling you everything. I am so an open book. Too. Anything you want to ask me, ask me. Because while we go through all these things, let the folks at home see what Captain Cold and Heatwave are yeah. up to. Well, with this, though, how many times – I wish we had the time and I wish we had oh, the whiteboard and we had a video podcast like we said all the time, like a YouTube-type deal. I really need to see just every panel where Barry has said no more secrets, no more lies. He has done this. Fifteen times, yeah, he's done it fifteen times. I also like the idea. This cracks me up. Is when they come in, like, hey, look, it's the speed lab. You have Commander Cold and Steadfast. They seem to actually just be hanging. Like, you know, they're not doing anything. You know, they're standing there. Then when they start talking about things, all of a sudden they're real busy. They're they're doing lab technician things over there. They're they're doing their thing. But yeah, well, the boss just showed up. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. That's what it looks like. Oh shit. Get back Gotta to make work. This look good. Like, oh no! Somebody get rid of that sandwich or whatever's on what that table. What am I supposed table. to do? It's a speed and, lab. And who Start is there? Or something in place. Lab. Somebody looks like they're eating Doritos, but instead of eating them out of the bag, they've just poured them on the desk. They're just there. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, it's kind of cool there. So I love. I actually nice really Commander do. Cold. I love the speed lab. I love that. I really like that idea. We do go off then to show. You know, part of the offer here with the rogues getting back together, you do have heat wave and he doesn't have any sort of, you know, thing. And there is a thing I, in I here. I don't know that what I heat wave's love, doing here because for some reason, though, he's setting fires, which, you know, heat wave to do, but he's exploding buildings around him to kill other people. But for some reason, he seems fine yeah. with all this. I'm like, he's okay. I, I don't know what you did with a powerless heat wave. Here. He's you, accepting like, he the has flame, no powers. Eric. Didn't you know that it, when you accept the flame? He's going to put him in the said, hospital. Well, he doesn't he was accepting the flame when he had the stuff. What the hell, what the hell else is he going to do? He doesn't have anything else to do. There is a thing here that I, I was hoping that maybe you were really down with uh, because when when you end up having, and of course the police are going to yell freeze so that Captain Cold can show up and he ends up, this is the offered up, you know, Captain Cold. He has this tech and things like that. Is and, it though? Because it seems like this is just something he worked out on his own. No, I think that, I just think that that's what we have to believe that it was something from there because he's got all this tech and things like that. Now he may have had money from the offer, something as, you know, he's up this you know, game The thing here. is like this, He's like, you know, you get your ice powers back, Snarling. Like, nah, my time behind bars and Bell Rev inspired me to upgrade my own tech. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, 
That where where did you get that beauty? Talking about the heat gun, he's about to he get says, heat wave. Life closer gave, me the, gave me the resources. Yeah, up so my it, game and made me an well, offer I is. couldn't refuse. He either gave him, you know, probably access to tech and money. So it is the offer deal. But I love the idea that Joshua Williamson actually references the idea of in the new Fifty Two when they actually had powers and not equipment. I thought that was really cool because I, I was the worst. I'm telling you, I just thought that they had <laughs> forgotten about that, and it is cool because yeah, so he has I. a cold blast coming from these gauntlets but you can't see them because they're blasting out and he's like man you got that powers pack again and i'm like please no and he's like no 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 and i'm like you know it's what Josh Williamson, idea, that's though. a really he's good a, call out that it was cool to me i, I really like a character though who had ice powers had it taken away from him by what was it death storm i yeah. think it was and then now he, had, he was back to normal captain cold and the idea that we would get back to have a technology then to go emulate the whole yeah. power source hey, like, he's still it's just a weird it. thing I'm like why not just have a cooler gun i, I, really I don't like know i think they, i gun. think that what they wanted to do is make it so it looks like something more advanced something more techy if you just have the gun then you don't really get that full like oh man he's really up the game he has a gun i just think that that and it's visual isn't that beard isn't enough to let funny, you know though, that he's up the game isn't it well yeah look at that beard he, he looks like <laughs> santa claus for christ's sakes uh isn't it weird that in the new 52 when you talk about people and you talk about retcons uh, you know everybody goes right to mr freeze they always say oh it's the worst you ended up having and if you don't know scott snyder writing he ended up making it that nora was not freeze's wife he was just obsessed with her he ended up looking like a lunatic things like that it was awful it was really bad nobody ever brings up that the rogues had powers instead of equipment and we hated that so much that's what i'm saying that's why i thought that's pretty funny when he mentions that and people probably just glanced over that but that was a big thing for us but yeah this this heat wave jesus christ he gets this gun and and how much you know the worst part is i don't think he heat wave had his powers and at one point it just stopped having powers though i think there was no explanation behind it and then then you went with like you had the tanks on his back like that crazy stuff and things like that but then he sacrificed himself they had a lot of things going with heat wave uh but yeah i like when he gets this gun there's no real reason to do that much with it right now and he just goes to town and he's just lighting everything on fire it's like i want we're just killing cops in barcelona i just want cold to just be like whoa 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 you know i lex hooked me up with resources they're not endless though i mean this is nonsense but yeah they're just you know they're pretty into so have fun yeah really go to town let's restart the rogues yeah so you then go back and rogues restart yeah that'd be good that'd be really good actually you go back just like rogues reloaded yeah well, we go back then, and you go back to the uh, the speed lab, and that's where Barry brings out the whole deal of, hey, have you noticed, you know, the speed force isn't what it was. Uh, you know, we're having some problems. They're like, it's dying. The new forces were never meant to be freed. Their very existence hurts the speed force. You even have, like, a panel here of all these different, there's Fuerza, but you have all these different speedsters there. And again, uh, I really do think that they could go with the fact that there's a lot more at this point as well. Um, but yeah, they're just saying, you know, know the, the speed force is hurting we have these things going on and that's the weirdest thing is seeing the black flash is great but like you said it's going against what you're saying it's going against the idea that these avatars these forces are ageless they've always been there there's out there statues from before these avatars are always there to make it seem like at this very point is when the black flash is pissed off and going after steadfast now at this point is flares are getting attacked as well like there's a lot of you know things that aren't thrown out she's next yeah it's just you know there's problems but he's going meticulously down his list new forces must die so you have that and it's it's not it's well set up in this 
issue, but it overall it feels Just off. This issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Overall, it feels off, but it, the progression, the pacing of this issue of them saying like, hey, did you notice that you couldn't fight the rogues very well? Well, we think that there's something wrong with the Speed Force. Obviously, then that will be why they made the we lab. We lock these I other forces back up like, to keep us going. They're like, hey, what's going on? Why'd you make this lab? Well, I did go on this force quest that, you know, uh, Fastback told me did to go on, now? and it was fucking nonsense. It was the, you know, that this quest got me nothing. So I decided I'll actually study this stuff now. But yet we still end up with Steadfast come out and say, yep, I'm part of the stealth still force. All you need is Wallace to say, can you tell me what that is? Because I don't know what you're talking about. And then we can all get an explanation. We never get an explanation I, I, of these things. I just like the idea, though, thinking about the Force quest where Barry went off to meet the other avatars of the other forces. And yeah. like he, he went to them. They did not like him. He had to wait for Steadfast to come to him. Now they look like they're fast friends. That's how you make friends. You let them well, come to you. When you are a Flash, you would make fast friends, Eric. That, that's what Ooh. you do. But yeah, that's with Barry. Everybody Stead seems to hate Barry, now. right? <laughs> Until they don't, I guess. But yeah, they all hated him. And then he went away, and then they came to hang. They realized they didn't know what they got until it's gone. And then when he did leave, uh, they realized, but yeah, yeah, you have what ends up being, like we said, the Black Flash. If you don't know, that is something that comes out when a Flash is going to die. Speedster embodiment of death. Yeah, and it's awesome. It looks great. And he ends up attacking, you know, Steadfast. Still waiting, trying to get my my Black Flash Imaginex figure. Really? Still can't find it. Nice. And, And really what happens is he grabs Steadfast and then he wants to eat that medallion, it looks like, Eric. That medallion looks tasty. He's like either it's a big giant cookie or a steering wheel i'm not sure but i need parts of it and and then he says hey Weird. mike d what's going on and you know mike d he's just chilling that's what mike d does but yeah it ends and it's Obviously. a good ending too it's a great cliffhanger uh so this issue i am going to go with the idea i'm gonna go with this one issue i'm gonna try to put a bunch of the things that we said behind because some of these things are years old now and he just changes things all the time and i want to like this and like you said this could be the beginning and well we don't know how long he's going to be on the book we everybody assumes this hundredth issue, issue thing will be big. <laughs> that's what everybody assumes now uh, so y- even if you go with that, this could be a really good ending to this. And that's all I need. I, I really, the flash is one of my favorite characters and I've just, it- it's not that I've hated this book most of the time. It's just that it, it just is there. It-, it ends up just flip flopping. It ends up not moving forward enough. And then when you do have big events, they just end to never be explained. They just, you know, things. So this actually issue I like, I'm actually going to go with an eight out of 10. Uh, the art's incredible. I love every bit of this art. I think that the art's really good. It, it has a good, like I said, a bunch of the panels look 3d. They look really, really good. And there's a lot of big pages when you have like a cold shoot out those powers. When, Barry goes and grabs Avery and Wallace. There's a lot of those big deals. Even the panel that confuses you because you have a huge panel of uh, heat wave in the middle of an explosion and it doesn't affect him, Eric. He's no burn victim, but it looks good. But yeah, I'm going to go eight. What would you He should be. I ended up giving a 7.5 out of 10 because while I think this is a great issue to jump on and I think that the death of the Speed Force might be the death of Borden for me in this book. Oh. There's so many things going on here that I'm like, this contradict what Joshua Williamson has set up that I can't just say this is a perfect kind of thing. So I have to go down to a 7.5, but that's an optimistic 7.5 where I look forward to the Flash for next issue and it's the first time in a while. And, you know, I did really enjoy Rafa Sandoval's art as well. Oh, I, I hope it. he gets to stay on this book. Yeah. At, at, at a point, you got to start thinking too, when you 
have Joshua Williamson leave the book eventually. Uh, is it one of those where these avatars, the stead, you know, steadfast, the still force, the strength force, are these things that they're going to carry on, or is the, are these the type of ideas uh, that you kill you the end avatars up, off and you lock them forces yeah, back in the speed that's force? What I'm the saying. End. That's what it seems like. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Is that these they seem like they're supposed to be big? You know, things for a flash. You think uh, you it's know, supposed big, to be like Jeff Johns in the emotional spectrum? Yeah, something like it's just, yeah, that's what it seems like it was pushed at. But now it's starting to look like they're like, hey, when we end up finishing this, nobody's going to want to continue this nonsense. So People do what you want to do. People fleas way more yeah. than Fuerza. We yeah, got really. to get rid yeah. of this thing. Yeah, really. And really, it, it ended up giving us tons of great characters. You gave us God's speed. You mean Godspeed. that Psyche is not up there with Atrocitus? They're like, wait oh a minute. My, we better get rid of this. But I saw 18,000 thousand people cosplaying as Fuerza at the last convention. Didn't you see them? They're like, no, no, no. They were they were the BMX bandits. That's kind of the, the outfit that she Stead had. Remind me of. You know, the, the the avatar, the still force that can also go in your mind and make you remember stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they like, didn't you see all those medallions? I, we I, were I don't selling? understand the powers. And like, didn't you see that? And they're like, listen, it's such an easy cosplay. You get a robe and a medallion. You are in. That's all you need. But yeah, I think that this is the start of us seeing that maybe all of this stuff will be Let's shut clean down house. when he get leaves. Our affairs well, back when he leaves. And, that, and that's usually what these guys do is they, they do that. You kind of have to reset the character for the next guy to come in because they don't want your stuff it's not their stuff it's almost like in football a guy comes in and there's a quarterback there but it's not his quarterback he's going to want to change that and i think that that's what this is the startup but i do think that it's going to take like i don't need them the last issue to say all right those things are done i like the idea that if this is 100 issues or 99 and the hundreds a big celebration or whatnot that we do have enough time that when if he is doing that you have enough time to not make it feel forced you can end up having Having your story, you can have all these things going on. But if Steadforth, it, uh, I always want to call him Steadforth. If Steadfast goes down now, it's the we hardly even knew ye. Like I want to, I oh, want, Stedman. I want him to. I want to have feelings for him so that when something does happen, that you know it means something. But right now, I'm just like I, I don't care I that don't. much about him. Get rid of him. Get rid of Fuerza. Get eh, rid of Psych. Get saying, rid of the if, baby if you're going to get rid of him, you can get rid of him in a, in a way that means something, and and actually, you can have it be a big thing for Barry. But really, how long has Barry known Steadfast? He's known him for like a a week and a half. Right? Because he came and then he was gone. Half of that, he was of the mind, Eric. But here we go. We're going to go to the next book. And it is one of those books that we ended up not talking about for a while. Now, we've come back. We've come back because big things are happening in it. But why does this book not realize that? The book itself seems to not realize that there's huge things happening for this character and it just comes off as boring. It is Wonder Woman number 76. And I, I just, we've had this discussion before, even when we weren't reviewing it. At points, there were down to like four or five reviews. There are more reviews now. So some people are paying attention. I just don't see the sizzle, Eric. There's no sizzle going on with this book and big things are happening, but it's written by G. Willow Wilson, art by Lee Gabbert, Ramallah Fajardo Jr. and Pat Rousseau. G. Willow Wilson checks off a couple things from the loose ends left by Greg Rucka list. And while we've been waiting to see all this, it just doesn't have the oomph I thought it would or should. Yes, there are some feels by the end, 
But when Cheetah shows up, I can only imagine that the nice scene we got earlier will be wiped away during the year of the villain. And that's something that 50 I issues talk later about. of not having Themyscira and it's back and I don't care no, about and it. No, and that's the problem is I, I don't think a lot of people it's were. Cool. And, and yeah, right. it's, it's, it's real cool. I wasn't cool. missing it. No, and, and the problem not missing it is because there never seemed to be anything to miss. And so when you go back to it, you need something to mean something. You go back, so I need well, to we see. We have Wonder Woman has her mommy back, and beyond that, so it's like, well, we lost a bunch of Amazons. Yeah. We're going to start letting mortal women in here but, so we yeah, can train them. Even, the whole thing, too, it's like, we haven't trained mortal women in hundreds of years. I'm like, didn't you train Isidore at all while she was yeah. here? You didn't give her she any seems, of the treatment? But even, with, even without that, you have a deal where, yes, I know that people will say, but we wanted to see Wonder Woman with her mom. But this is a book at right right now. This is, should be hitting. The iron is hot. I mean, this is the stuff that's happened in this book are things that we've been begging for. And even if we weren't begging for it, if they're huge in this run, in this book, in whatever's going on. And we just have Hippolyta playing with Wonder Woman's hair. Just there, and she's like, "Oh, you know, we're here. The kids need parents a lot. Need their parents children. need their children just as much as children need their parents." All right, and and in I my mind, you, in my mind, when you read this full issue, that's a nice line, but it's only yeah. to set up what comes up later. It doesn't feel like there's any emotion going on here. There's there's nothing even like, "Oh, what did you think of when you were gone? Did you think of us?" Oh, mommy, I did. I thought of hiding in the brush. And I remember this and I remember that. And she's like, really? Like, where is it that you you thought that you missed me? I, that's all I want to hear. I'm thinking Apollo is just asking What's... that to just hear things that she wants to hear. And it's just it just didn't play out very well with me. There's not like a, hey, what what's going on here since? Or, hey, Diana, tell me about, you know, what has been going on with you in man's world and things. It's just this like generic Turns talk. out they really don't care what each other has been no. up to. It's like, what have you been doing, mother? You know, Themyscira stuff. Things. Oh, I hear that. What you been over there? Stuff you won't understand because, you know, Themyscira. Yeah. I got you, daughter. Gotcha. But even when we go back to the idea that we have the paradox going on of, you know, Ares dying and being yeah. reborn, which is torn a yep. hole in between man's world and Themyscira, which will allow us to go there because Ant- Antiope's sword acts as a a way thread, to keep it open needle. and steady, but a needle, a, a needle thread to thread thing, it like, through and. Yeah. Maybe it's my own fault because we did not read all of the issues at certain points where they're going to the cheat and mention and stuff like that because we had yeah. it off the show for a yep. little while. But maybe it's my own th- fault where they did explain that Antiope sword showing up That's in man's fine. world was I, this yeah. thread that once you bring it back, I don't know. I'm saying I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate thinking maybe they did. But the idea is that they're setting up all this false tension because while Wonder Woman is having a good time with her mother, they're like, okay, we have the portal open. And like, I, I don't know how I feel about you know the queen's daughter being the subject because all of this stuff that we're dealing with right now this portal to man's world it could all you know be torn apart and wonder what it could be lost forever like they're setting up all this stuff and she she just gets back the portal's yeah, we fine know, we like, know that's not go gonna happen anyway yeah, we know wonder woman isn't gonna well, die I, t- I have expected this uh. thing to happen like this is a whole new thing where she's going off to some other dimension well, because the portal wasn't stable because yeah. they keep telling me this but like, oh no she's good yeah all right never yeah, mind it's good and there's another part that i thought is and it's very kind of a comic booky thing that I'll, I'll talk about a little later that made me laugh, but it's just kind of ridiculous. But in this whole deal too, is it, it's a weird kind of thing. And it's been since, you know, we're back reading it and even before, 
where you get the idea where at points Wonder Woman says that she hasn't been the Themyscira in decades. Then it seems like it's it like been 50 years. Yeah, 50 like last years. Issue. Then it seems like it's been a week. Then it seems like a thousand years. Everybody seems to have a different kind of idea. And it's very much stressed of the idea of, you know, Themyscira has been shut. Like they really want to make you think that this has been a very long time. That doesn't make sense because Isidore's there and she has age. So it's not like she hasn't. That's a little off as well. But she has aged her deal. She's a little bit older. But yet, at, as at we points, all know, everybody ages to maturity yes, and then they stop yes, aging for some but reason. It, 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 with Isidore there and just everything else and then explaining the whole Aries thing that puts a timestamp on stuff. But even when they're like, well, oh, even man. when Steve Trevor shows up and we had to take Steve Trevor back. And that's how long him and Wonder Woman did yeah. together. He's not an old man, Steve no. Trevor. So but that puts a timestamp on it as weird well. Weird little asides that the the uh, the Amazons will say things and like, oh man, you know, we haven't trained women for a thousand years. You know, now that it's open, and they're saying like that's the thing. But the fates have brought us because Maggie goes, hey Maggie, you you want to get out of here? Uh, let's go. And she's like, yeah, no, I wasn't no, no. And, and this book even, anyway. even with that. Why would she I go had a right now? With a yeah, why, why would she go right now? They have set it up that it's a test for Wonder well Woman. No, I'm saying it's a test for Wonder Woman. They, they don't. Yes, they don't know if maybe she goes through. She won't be able to get back. Whatnot. But that's the test. She is. She's Wonder Woman. If things go wrong, she's. She's like, hey, Maggie, by the way, you know, human, let's go. They're like, no, you said the test was with Wonder Woman. I think that Maggie stays because she's afraid she's going to be sliced in half or something by this. It's just I like freaking Antilates didn't well, want to go either because he was afraid it was the same thing. And as that's well. the thing is the whole idea of this would be, hey, I'm going to go through and then shoot right back. I'll tell you if it's OK. And then we can get the hell out of here. Hey, you coming, Maggie? Let's go. She's like, what? No, I'm going to stay. And that's fine. Look, that, that is one of the things I'm that gonna, her story's I'm over. through a portal like this that may not be stable. I'm letting that bitch simmer before I come back through. So I'm going to go through if I'm good. Okay, I'm going to let that calm back down do what it has to. I might be back in an hour or two and we'll see how it works from there. But I'm not doing it back and forth. I might overheat the thing. And the, the funny thing is, like, they're like Annie offered to train me and that's where you get the whole deal. And she's like, you know, when I fall into a battle, I just want to be able to really kill people, not just hack and slash at their faces. And like, I would All love right. to them say, we're hoping there won't be any more battles, but that's fine. Uh, I'm really yeah, hoping like, that I don't ever see you again, Maggie, because you did nothing for and, me from any yeah. of this book. Well, that's why her story's over. She's there, and it's fine. She, she'll be there, and if you want to use her again, she's Tour on Themyscira. And then when you go see her some other time, she'll you know be a better warrior and things. That'd be kind of cool to see her again. But just the idea, I'm telling you, I get this weird idea that when the amazons when all these women are saying like oh man the portal's open now we can finally get it 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 hasn't been that long they they make it seem like oh my god now that this is open we could start training you know mortal women well about you know whatever you would say the time frame of it is you could have done it then i mean the, the troubles that you have had aren't during this time when the port the portal's been closed you've been by yourself so if you're going to train them before train them before and it's just odd there's weird little lines like that that bother me that are made like i i think that it, it kind of shows that g willow hasn't been on this book like just that little aside where she hasn't been writing it's not her fault she hasn't been writing it that long and yet she's trying to tie into things that are bigger than her story and from way back a couple years back and if not even more sometimes 
And I don't know that she fully gets the scope of some things. So when they say things, it ends up, this dialogue ends up being very generic in a time where this should be a celebration, especially with Wonder Woman seeing her mom, being on Themyscira. She seems bored to be on Themyscira. Well, the whole thing thing does feel like more of instead of a celebration of getting things back and dealing with things that have been left open for like, you know, since Greg Ruck has run on, the idea of Isadora and Themyscira and being locked out, the lies and everything like that that we've had, it seems more of a checklist we're going down as a grocery store. And that's that's the problem. house right now. All right. What do we got here? Themyscira. Okay, sweep that under the rug. It doesn't have the heart that it should. Isadora and Veronica Kill. Okay, sweep that under the rug. We're good. We're good. Okay. Let's move we're, on. We're, we're not the biggest Wonder Woman fans, right? We're, we're, but we like the character. We start, Where do you get off telling well, me I'm, I'm telling not the you. biggest Wonder Woman fan? <laughs> I get off a lot on it, Eric. We ended up starting the site because nobody was reviewing Wonder Woman. It was goofy, and then we did, and we, we've talked about this before and all that. But the, the idea – Bunch of, of hypocrites we the are. The idea, though, is I, I want to see where this point is where – I, I get the feels where they, I'm telling you, I'm not, you know, ashamed. I'm not too proud to beg, Eric. There are times when I read a book huh. where I cry when something is that emotional. I never got that with Themyscira. This should be something that because we've dealt with Wonder Woman for so long and dealt with all these issues and Themyscira off the thing, just the idea of her seeing her mother again and then just being in like, where is the point where she just walks out onto the beach and just, you know, actually kisses the ground and gets sand in her mouth and starts spitting it out? You know, where is this point where she's like, I'm finally here. It's the generic, you know. Well, she got some, back. She some rushed, children you know need their parents, and some parents need their children. And it's such a kind of generic thing that I never got it being personal, and I never got the feels. You do get the feels, or at least I did a little later with Veronica Kale, where, you know, that ended up being okay. It ended up being something that was more personal, that she has missed out on her daughter growing up. And what she said was, it was off panel. She came back and saw Isidore. She's that much told her what was bendis right in this book she yelled it and nobody heard it eric oh, you, you, you didn't hear that it was we heard it. yes but so we go and that's where analadis and wonder woman they're going to go through this portal to see if it works so they can go back to man's world we, we kind of know it will i mean if it didn't and they pulled it away from us For I mean, all the you hubbub they put up a gun. Gun. i figured i'm like oh, yeah. go, we're not getting back to man's world this is another side adventure oh, get it would be the way back to man's world yeah. but then i'm gonna tell you for all the build-up mike for just to her to get there no problem, no fuss, no fuss. Oh, you can- that was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. All that stuff that we just talked about for two pages. Yeah. So, so we go off, and there's Steve Trevor fighting werewolves, possibly. And, and I'm like, okay, now I this is fun. Like, is it, are these wargs? Uh, what, what's happening? Did Green Arrow not take care of that gang back in the day, Eric? They, they're back. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, oh man, this whole thing where the, these werewolf possible things. I'm like, why don't we ever get to see the cool stories where Steve know, Trevor is in a forest that's elsewhere what I need. for some reason just fighting a pack of werewolves? I'm yeah. like, that could have been a really good time, but no, we had to have Aphrodite show up and just say, you know what? You and Wonder Woman, your love is true. Yeah. I love it too. I love it too. It's, it's again, this is where I get this weird feeling in this book that G Willow writes it, but yet it's, it's not getting all of her attention. She's doing that, that image just, book and things because I, I you have know where this Steve and, Trevor is right now. Where there's these not even any sort of like, thing with it. Like why wouldn't Aphrodite he just, Aphrodite yeah. just shows up and just starts talking about, and then Cadmus the Pegasus shows up. They're almost here. Yeah. I'm like, where does why does everybody know where Steve Trevor is fighting? Not werewolves? only just what is that, going on right now. It's a portal right outside the where trees. Where is a reference to the werewolves? 
he is fighting just over like all these things. Also, Aphrodite just shows up. Knives. You look sad, Stephen Trevor. Uh, I don't know. I'm something. Bit. He's in the middle of the fighting werewolves. Mood. What's going on? The next full moon, Aphrodite, I will become a (laughs) a servant of the beast. Seriously, she shows up and he is fighting werewolves. He is still stabbing them at that moment. And she comes walking in and says, you look sad. And, And I want him to say, no, no, I look busy fighting werewolves. Now help me. Come on. I know you're the goddess of love. I'd love some help. Get over here. I love a silver bullet. Come on. I love something. And then he ends up killing what appears to be 20 werewolves. And then just says, she's never gone away this long. Please, someone reference that he's in the middle of fighting werewolves. I I want this story. Like, I need him to say, like, I don't know if it's true or whatnot, you know, but I think we should burn these bodies. I don't need anything to go. These are werewolves. And she's like, oh, you know what? It's not even a full moon. I heard that. This is crazy. Why are these happening? What is going on? And he's like, I don't know whether to be worried or insulted. It appears like magic has been broken. I wonder if my angel could tell me something about this. Oh, my angel. Sometimes I think she kind of forgets I exist. Also, why aren't you referencing these werewolves? I'm fighting. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a battle with werewolves. And she's there. I know she's seen a lot. She's a goddess, for Christ's sakes. But she this this dialogue just goes over top of the craziest scene in this book. Oh, and something world. I needed more Mortals of. and their werewolf worries. Oh, my goodness gracious. We don't I mean, worry really. about such things on Olympus. Yeah, really. I need that. Just reference it. I'm telling you. Even like have where you want to have Joe Cadmus shows up and it's like, hey, hey, God. What's with these werewolves? <laughs> it's like, eh, don't worry about it. She is not worrying. They're just standing in the middle of dead werewolves. And, and so they end up, and this is where I said, is a comic booky thing. And it just seems like it's one of those, like in my mind, when you're writing an essay and, you know, the teacher, first off, when the teacher gives you, uh, younger teachers, maybe, inexperienced teachers may give you the idea. Uh, yeah, hey, guys, we need a report. It has to be eight pages. Now you're going pages. Now all of a sudden I'm triple spacing. I'm writing real big. So, uh, Or also then you get that, oh, it needs to be this many words. You start doing These couple of panels for Cadmus to show up and say, Steve, Lady Aphrodite, momentous news. They're alive. They've returned. They're following me. And then they're there. There was no reason for Cadmus to be in the scene except for him to be in the scene because they're right there. They show up and then the get out of town, Cadmus. Go deal with these. Eat these werewolves. They go. I want Wonder Woman to ask about the werewolves. Somebody ask about them. But she comes in and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, Angel. And you have all that stuff with it. But again, did you have any feels here? Did you have I don't know, any it seemed sort of really like, nice? I like the artwork when she just kind of floats down into Steve's arms and stuff like that. I thought it seemed nice. But it's just like, hey, Angel, hey, I was beginning to think you've forgotten me. I could never forget you, Steve, for all kinds of reasons. Got sexy. Look, there. look but I, I just kept going back when Aphrodite was saying how she pretty much listens in when they have oh, yeah. sex to, at the house. Uh, I'm like, Steve you know, realizes you know, that, to a lot more tonight, no, that's Aphrodite. The thing. Steve realizes he's been getting a cuckold that he never really knew he had. And, you know, my, he's like, but even then, it's like, the, the dialogue ends up Wonder Woman just kind of repeats what Steve Hey, I thought you missed me I'd never miss you I, I thought you were gone I'll never work. be gone That's eh, kind of looking through I just I like think the that idea she, Every time I have sex I'm cuckolding God That's right That's why you, you have to watch out I think that that's inappropriate uh, Yeah, so then you end up with But you Anna just said the same like, thing about a goddess Yeah, well, she's, you know hey, they're, they're fake, Eric Nobody believes in them But you have a, Oh, so this is the soldier 
and, and Amanda Laddie's keep down. And I'm like, why is she so Greek angry? Gods. How dare you, Jim? <laughs> why? I well, that's the thing. I I worship the Roman gods, Eric. So the hell with you. Uh, you end up you having Analadis come down, and like, oh, so this is the soldier. I'm like. Why? I know that you're supposed to get this idea that Analadis is a little jealous. I because hate Analadis because it's only this thing now. It becomes this whole over the top. I am a god, and you're gonna like you know. I don't like this mortal. This mortal better say nice things How, about me. And, and I'm like, and just that this is too, all and, you're doing now, Also, Antilates. the idea of oh my, this goddess. Wonder Woman, she she wouldn't even have eyes for me, and I'm Analadis. She wouldn't have eyes for me, but yet she likes this guy. And, and it's just you know, it seemed do terrible off. stuff to Steve. I know it. It seemed off, even at the point where Wonder Woman goes off. It's like, please be nice. <laughs> please don't kill him. And even like, hey, uh, you have Steve, and uh, uh, pleased to meet you. Don't worry, the devastating all wears off in a several minutes. She has become a 1940s movie diva. I don't know. I like, oh, know. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille, and starts yelling and stuff. But yeah, she goes off, and there's Aphrodite. And now, this is the thing, too. Remember where, when they were leaving, and uh, Wonder Woman's like, hey, Annalise, you coming with me? You, you, we going on a road trip? And he's like, hey, yeah, we'll go. I gotta get, you know, Summer's Grove. I got a lot of I things gotta to take care of Summer's Grove. I left also, a lot of problems there and with then, my yeah, really, There's a guy there. I don't know if you realize he's naked. He's playing a guitar. It's wacky. It's great. But also, I the idea also the idea was here's where you get a bunch of things that are they're not as forced set up so i can't say they're forced but you have analyzed and finally i'll get to talk to my mama i'll get to talk to my mother well she's not going to really get to because you know what happens at the end so that is one of the things that goes on wonder woman goes off because as they left the mascara uh uh what's her uh Isidore came out. I couldn't remember her name. Isidore yes, came Veronica running out. Kale. Yeah. No, Isidore came out though and said, Hey, when you go off, can you tell my mom that I'm okay and maybe bring her back? And again, this oh, I was definitely weird, little, little one. And that this is where we get force deal. And I'll explain my force deal and what I think is going on here and what's going to happen. You have Wonder Woman go in to talk to Veronica Kale. She just goes in. She doesn't even knock at the door, claiming that Veronica always has reporters around. Yeah, and no. That's kind of ridiculous. You can look to see if there's reporters and Even knock on the, the door. idea if there are reporters around outside right now, you breaking yeah. into her house does not make the yeah, reporters really. go away. I'd love it too. The reporters are out there and she's sneaking through the the bathroom window. It, it's now become the Beatles song. And uh, well, she goes, you know, Veronica's a tough girl, also a very heavy drinker now that Isidore's gone. And really, I think that she's bored because no, once no. Greg Rucka She's been went, a heavy drinker ever yeah, since Isidore was with her and had yeah, no really. face. Remember when Isidore had no face, but Isidore also, yeah, Veronica had no time for and just sent her off to Europe. I don't have but, time for no face yeah, children either. Never, she had no time for anything. But yet, you do. You can go with the progression that she realized what had happened and things like that. Now, again, the things that were going on back in the day there, uh, there's some things that have been wiped off and we're not going to deal with really. But, you know, it's nice to have Isidore back. Wonder Woman goes and says, you know, hey, you know, Isidore, the, the portal's open again. I, I can take you to your daughter. And that's where, you know, Veronica's like, oh, my God, this is so great. Uh, you know, but you're still my I'm still your villain. I still hate you. You're still my enemy. And then there's that weird aside 
where Wonder Woman even thinks, is it smart to take my enemy to Themyscira? And that's the biggest no. thing in my mind that happens in this issue. Because at the end, we'll get back to what she Not does. Cheetah she killing goes. Aphrodite? Cheetah kills Aphrodite because Aphrodite won't tell her where Themyscira is. That's all she wants to know. Now we know how she's going to find out. And it's going to be awful if that happens because Wonder Woman is now reuniting her. Again, she'll blame Wonder Woman anyway for you know not having her. But the you big thing will be- You my daughter away yeah, for so be, long and you and yeah, your stupid daughter. That's all it is. That's all it'll be. And it'll ruin this thing for me. I will rain my hell down on everyone to make sure this never happens to another mother. The first time I read it, I didn't even get the deal. But when I read it again, she's like, I don't know if it's smart to take my enemy here. It's basically saying she hates my guts and wants to be my enemy over to Themyscira, my home. Now, with that, it's not. not. And and you know what happens, though, with this? Bring Isidore to them. There's no reason why she doesn't just go back and get Isidore. We know the portal works now. now she knows exactly. Yeah, there's no reason. Now, you can get an idea here, but then it would be off anyway. You could still have, well, maybe humans can't go through, but that's not the case anyway because Veronica goes through. There is no reason. Is, is there still why? a problem where, like, you know, Isidore's soul is messed up and is not allowed to leave Themyscira this, if you did yeah, something no, with yeah, that? Yeah, something. You this is basically, you have, you have lost your wallet. You are devastated. Your your life oh, no. savings are it? in the wall. Oh no! Oh my God! You you lost it, Jess. She can't get anything. She's mad at you. She's throwing she can't things get it at the you. Door. Yeah, she can't. And, and so you had that. I found it at the park. I don't pick it up. I run to your house. Eric, Eric, you'll never believe this. I found your wallet. You're like, okay, give it to me. No, no, no. It's in the park. Let's go. We go back. It's gone. It's gone. Why, why wouldn't you take why it? Why was wouldn't I you? at the park? I don't know. You were there, you know, after hours tapping on the stall. I don't know what you were doing at the park, Eric. That's after not, hours? You do yeah. that during hours. <laughs> well, really, is there after hours for that? Because there's none. All hours are open hours and it's happy hour uh, 24-7. But yeah, why wouldn't she go like, okay, I got through. Let me go get Isidore. This Isidore. isn't smart. Because I love I the idea. Do it anyway. I love the idea too of let me pack my things. Pack your things. We're going to get your daughter. This is like picking her up from school. You don't have to pack your things. And why though is she doing this? You go get Isidore. You don't go and Didn't tell you just Veronica have to go anything. Get your son- didn't you just have yeah. to go and get your son another shirt at work? Yeah. What, like I said, she wants to get some clothes for Isidore here because nah, you don't know what she's going to she be like when you get there. She seems to say that she's packing some things for her as well. But, you know, this is the thing, though. You're worried that the, you know, your enemy is going to know where Themyscira is and realize what the portal is and maybe be able to figure that out. There is no reason uh, at Veronica all. Veronica knows this. I don't even know where this is yeah. at. I'm reading the well, book. You're going to find more. You're going to find out when you go through. I mean, we haven't gone through it. She's going to know. She's going to be like, I, we went right here. And uh, it doesn't blindfold her. We haven't seen anybody really go know. through this portal, though. I'm telling you, we have not seen the entrance or exit of this portal. Oh, we just keep know. being told at about it. At one point, it. you do see a city through it. So, and it was upside down there. But yeah, so you have this where, and oh, I yeah. love too. That crazy cheetah mention. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You end up there with uh, Isidore. She's just standing there in the surf watching things go by. And when is this going to happen? And yeah, you end up having, you know, Veronica come down. She's so happy. She does say, you know, before, like you have taken her away for years. She's not, you know, how old is she? What does she look like? Whatever. And then you go through and she does mention like, oh my God, look at you. You've gotten so tall. And I can only imagine because, you know, Isidore right now, do you think she's 13? 
14 maybe uh, i have no idea she seems she, like a young kid to me actually I, she seems younger to me than when she went in there for some reason well it, she was real real young then i mean at point she was real small i can only imagine what's going to happen is they go back and you know like hey hey uh you know isidore what do you want for dinner i'm gonna make some hot dogs i don't like hot dogs i want bison that we only can grow on the fields of the Themyscira. Oh, my she dear. She up when I've she comes back you. from her I've Amazons. Missed you. I'm telling you, I've missed you so much. You're not my Amazon. She starts just yelling, I wish that you wouldn't have gotten me back. Slams the door and it's Wonder Woman's fault. She's going to be so pissed uh, at this that basically she's going to then turn and this whole deal, Every time she comes back from Themyscira, she has her appetite ruined. And, Thanks and a again, lot, Wonder Woman. Again, is it is it me or is that also the force deal to go with this? Because Cheetah then ends up going to find Wonder Woman. She wants to find and use her to find Themyscira. Uh, goes, Cheetah seems to have lost any memory of, of Diana. They were friends. You had a lot of things where she's like, wait a minute. You're not Wonder Woman. Like, you no know, shit. Like this. And like, hey, you got to show me well, where. The thing is going in there. For some reason, freaking Aphrodite looks a lot like Wonder Woman. I, I, Everybody I have not does this in this book. In a while. Tell you, though, I don't remember Aphrodite looking exactly like Wonder uh, no, Woman she, when we've had her before. It seems like well, she's become more Anna and more Laddie's, Wonder Woman like. And Aladdin's is, you know, a child that looks like Wonder Woman. So it's down the line. But yeah, so, but this is, this is. Cheetah. I'm you, and when Cheetah is, walked in the door here and went after, I did not know that this wasn't yeah. Wonder Woman. And still, though, it's it's a weird deal. Because by Harold, what is this? I'm called Cheetah, but you're not Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah you're the not. The only thing know. that lets you know that this isn't Wonder Woman, she's wearing a belly shirt with a well, swan again, on it. That's just art deal, though. Cheetah in a book should know this. And it's like, well, you know what? I really didn't need Wonder Woman. I can use you because you're going to tell me where Themyscira is. And she's like, what? Uh, that's not as simple. There are rules. Rules to hell with your rules. To hell with your rules. I'll give you your rules. And then she ends up just killing her. And so th- with the God Slayer I even sword, like this thing. Say I'm beautiful. Say I'm worthy. You yeah, are too I, late. <laughs> and just yeah, like, what's going with the on? God killer. I, it's just so and then weird. Afterwards, like this, God killer. God killer. God hey, killer. Hey, hey, God killer. What happened God to you, Cheetah? USA. USA, cheetah, cheetah, cheetah. That's all it is. You know, you know why she always Pumpkin wins every eater. game she plays? Because she's a cheetah. So you end up there, Eric. I need a drum for that. <laughs> you end up, though, that you have the idea she wants to find Themyscira, obviously. So you have that. Well, we already saw Veronica Kale. Now, you know, much to the chagrin of Wonder Woman, knows how to get to Themyscira. You also get the idea that you have Maggie there, who's now going to train to fight, obviously, in my mind, is going to face off, maybe even be killed by Cheetah, but that is also forced in there. And it's all just it all just seems to be... One of those things where I want to enjoy the Themyscira being back. I want to enjoy Wonder Woman being with her mom again. I want to see the Atlante or the Amazons now deciding, you know, what's going to happen with this portal. Do we have to guard it? Are we going to do this? There's there's things with this portal that have to be discussed. But I want to see that. I don't need it all to be set up for a year of the villain down the line with Cheetah going to Themyscira. Now that's fine. But you need to realize that what you are doing here is more important than what you've been doing here. You know, you have G. Willow Wilson, who she has her story, Maggie, Cadmus, all this stuff going on. Whether she likes it or not, that's not as important as tying up the stuff from Greg Rucka's run. These are things that are beyond one little story. These are the things that are the book. 
the whole thing of the landscape of Wonder Woman and all these things going on. And I don't think she gives it enough time or I can't say respect because I don't know, you know, G. Willow Wilson. I think that she would respect it, but I don't think that she quite gets the idea of how important it is because she just jumped on this book. And we've said she struggled with the voice of Wonder Woman. That, that To me, that means that she may not be that big on the character. She may have done her due diligence to write it, but I don't know how much she's into the character. And this is why we say a lot of times when these writers jump on, especially at DC, where they're more about the name than if they have a story. And they're more about the, you know, G. Willow Wilson on Wonder Woman than, hey, G. Willow, do you have a story? Do you, how, what do you think Wonder Woman is? Tell us about Wonder Woman. Because she even went on Twitter and said, I'm really struggling with the voice of Wonder Woman and I, I need to learn more about her. I'm like, you, you've already started writing. These are things you should have done before. And it did seem when G. Willow, it was very quick for her to, you know, get announced and then she was on the book. But yeah, I'm just not feeling her Wonder Woman. I'm not feeling the big moments being as big as they should. And because of that, I don't have jumping the back in Last issue, and then we had the big Thunder Scary Battle, which you didn't care for. But like yeah. when we came back in last issue and with this one, it's like this is a bit of a down issue in my mind just because it seems like, like I told you before, going off that checklist of things we have to cover before yeah. we can move on. I'm actually more invested in this than I had been in a long time because it, it's starting to feel more like a Wonder Woman book, even cause, maybe because we're dealing well, with the things that I want to deal with thing, that though. I think this we is, should yeah. deal with. But I was going to say at the beginning, and I forgot my blurb as well, there's a lot of these books, and even when I talked at the beginning of the section about, you know, some things not hitting and, you know, you don't have a lot of books out. I really think that we're starting to get to this idea in some books, and this one could be, uh, you know, prime example, uh, the idea of it's good because it's not as bad. You know what I mean? When we had, you know, Meredith Finch on this book, and then we had James Robinson, we had Shea Fontana, we've had all these people, Greg Rucka Steve in the middle, Orlando. you know, and people like that Steve Orlando. And actually, the, the couple things that I've looked at that actually does look like because I really do think that he loves this character and you can kind of tell, but that those end up with Steve Orlando actually end up feeling like they're just the sides anyway. They, they're not as important because he just jumps in. But you, you look at the sales. When Steve Orlando gets on the book, boy, the sales do jump because people are like, oh, I like his Wonder Woman. And I'm really Art shocked. Germ they, cover, I bet. I, I'm <laughs> actually really shocked that they haven't had him just take over. And maybe he will eventually. I don't know. And we'll see how it goes. Uh, we haven't really read a lot of Steve Orlando books lately, but Jeremy is uh, starting to be impressed by him. So maybe that's a thing. But the idea that this Wonder Woman, because of what we're getting, the Themyscira, you know, Hippolyta, we have Cheetah here as being the villain. We have these things. These are big things. So you are able to rely on that. I just think that in the book itself, it's not hitting as hard as it should be. Like I said, when when Wonder Woman ended up going back to Themyscira and getting Themyscira back and all this, this should have been one of the biggest things that's happened in this book. I mean, I'm talking like we're reading it and, and it's blowing our minds and we it, our breath is taken away because it's the biggest thing in the book in years. It just never felt that way because it is, but it didn't feel that way. It never seemed to have the gravitas that I think it should have. And when she's even at this, this issue, I wish they would have just taken the time. It's a down issue. Like you said, you're pushing towards this year of the villain. I actually would have liked to her to have like a really nice issue of her going and talking to the Amazons. There's Amazons there that we, we know by name from different things and things she go and talk to them and find out what they've been doing and her mom and her and things like that. So then when she does and end, 
with this, she's there for a second and then has to leave. I would have loved it where she goes to leave. And I actually, myself as a reader is like, oh man, it sucks. She has to leave. Like, you know, she should be there for more. She's really enjoying this time there and her mom and things. When she leaves, you're just like, all right, get out of there and go. And Steve's fighting werewolves. He better go help him. And I just didn't have that, that sort of big feeling about it. And then at the end, it just seems like, you know, we get Femascara back just so Cheetah can go and find it for Year of the Villain. I'm like, all right, we'll see how that goes. But I do think Analadis will find, obviously find his mom dead. And I do think we'll become, you know, the goddess of love and all that take place of that. I think that that's Wonder another Woman thing. Or Wonder Woman will become the goddess of love like she yeah, was I don't the goddess think that of they'll war. Go that, I don't think they'll go that route <laughs> Hopefully just not. because, you know, I think they're like, we've had enough of that nonsense. But we'll see. Actually, Steve Trevor, you just you don't realize when you kill seven va- vampires or werewolves, you end up becoming the goddess of love. It's one of the things that's or written in stone. Or a werewolf yourself. Yeah, uh, how great would it be is if they just had a, a, an annual story? We have an annuals month coming up in October. Have an annuals issue where Steve actually realizes that he was bit and he became a werewolf. That would be so great. Have Lauren come. He's giving him advice. We have all these things going on. It'd be the best, Eric. And also the, the greatest thing is it will be on Halloween. So it would fit so well for Steve yeah. Trevor to be a werewolf. Oh, it'd be great. But yeah, overall, I'm Look at that old Batman about and Anthony Lupin. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll have them all. We'll have all of them. Also, I mean, Captain Cold, he's got that beard he could fit in. I, I end up uh, giving this, uh, I gave it on the site actually, I think a six or a six five. I'm actually up a lot just reading it again. I actually, after all this bitching and moaning, I still do think that she's on to something going forward. And at least we have Themyscira. So I'm going up to a seven to be positive. I did That's like the at. art. I did like the art as yeah. well. Uh, so yeah, that's just. It wasn't horrible. It was just more boring than anything. Exactly. I expected more feels and more like a bigger sensational, like, you know, like thing going on in this book for what we were dealing with, where it just came off like, all right, the mascara. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying the whole thing, like just checklist off the whole thing. And all right, let's move on. Because we have that freaking chia thing to deal with. And when you're doing a checklist, yeah, when you're doing a checklist of other people's stories and they're trying to wedge them in, they might tend to feel like, you know, they don't hit as hard because that's not really what she's about. Yeah. Now she can go. And this is where you you sit back and wonder when there are people like, Hey, this person jumped on the book. When is it going to be their book? And maybe you have to get these things out of the way. And now we'll finally get a G Willow who's settled in with the character going. And maybe this, going forward with all this and even with maggie a little distraction there it was her distraction but now she can just center on wonder woman and cheetah that's classic and it'll get her the you know kind of her juices flowing for this book it's like one of those like i I was gonna say and i'll say it later when we talk about finally talking about jlo again just league uh odyssey where you have to sit back and wait for uh, Dan Abnett to be able to tell his own story and I, I think that that's starting to happen in the book as well and it, it's improving so I, I hope with that but yeah so we're both at a seven we both agree and we don't do that too often right we used to Pretty really often. be a, we used to be really against the whole deal not even against I'm saying we our scores were so drastically different I mean we would have that's because you that get thought, mad and freaking drastically change your score what did you say you think this is bad I, I'm changing this as a two Nah, that would happen. Okay. But there was other times when I would, like, I had already reviewed it on the site, so I couldn't fake the funk like that. And I would have given something a four, and you gave it a seven and stuff. That doesn't happen too much anymore. Actually, everything's kind of joining in the middle, right? <laughs> Everything kind of seems to be this middle deal. But we're going to go off well, now. Well, I liked Wonder Woman more than you two weeks ago. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. That's right. So I'm going to go nine out of 10 here. I got to even up the score. I got to get these things on an even playing field now so that I don't get yelled at. So nine out of 10. Can I give a 12? Is that possible? 12 out of 10? You can do whatever you want. I'm getting mad at you now. So now it's a 13 out of 10. I don't know. I just feel like it. I got to have, everybody needs an enemy, Eric. And, you know, Tanya, I'm her enemy. So it's not as fun. So I need you. So everything that Tanya does, you get it back twofold. That's the new deal. I'm a new villain. Twofold, I can't keep up they with call that. me. Twofold, Eric. There you go. You get Is back that double. how many times you can fold your chins? No, no. It's, it's when I'm going to fold the – I don't know why I was going to say. I was going to fold the uh, the flag on your thing. That's that's stolen you're glory. That and I don't know why you're doing there, that. Fatty. Yeah, yeah. You keep talking. You'll see. Mark Jager's going to visit and see us next week. He'll be able to tell people what's what. But we'll, he we'll sure be will. going now. Yeah, he will. I'm telling you, I'm going to get those bands that you do. And I'm going to. I won't be able to breathe. <laughs> How are you doing, Mark? That, that's called a girdle. Actually, it's like, all right, Eric, I got to run in uh, real quick. I'm going to come out and we'll go. And I come out and you're like, Ethan, why are you out here? Well, go get your dad. I said, Ethan. There you go. If Zach was back, I would. Zach sent us a letter from the Marines, and he basically said that when he, we see him, we're going to think he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I said, what, you got an accent? Is he going to have you, a funny you, accent? That's yeah. what I said. I said, well, what's the deal? You're just in South Carolina. You've been gone a couple weeks. What the hell are you talking about? Daddy. He just comes back. Daddy, I'm oh, no. He's c- He came back special. Bad to they the bone. They messed him up over there at boot camp. Ah. Uh, I'll go down your goddamn spine, he yells. I'm like, I don't know why you're saying that. We're ordering at the drive-thru at McDonald's. You don't have to yell like this. But yeah, he said that he's really uh, bulked up because that's all they do is work out, get yelled at. That's that's basically it. I have half of that there. I just don't bulk yeah. up. But it'll, you'll say now, oh, yeah, really? I think you do bulk up there, <laughs> Pally. There you go. That's your final answer. We'll go off now and talk a little mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Oh, yeah, it's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Amen, it's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Amen, let's hear It is mail Boosh. with Jim and Eric. And I, I was actually typing something to Reggie while that was going on. I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. I th- and I thought, oh, I thought the song was longer. So Were I you typing, right- what are you wearing? No, I was not. Oh. How old are you? I said, no, I ended up uh, asking him uh, stuff about some books that he might want to do and things like that. And I ended up having to cut the thing right in the middle. And the, the sentence I sent him made no sense. It, basically, oh, no, last, it's mail with Jim. Boom. I'm telling you, the last sentence I put, <laughs> it's pretty loose. That's all I put and put it. And he's like, you know, I'm waiting for the, why are you talking about your wife? Oh my, <laughs> that is not appropriate. <laughs> See, that I wanted to say that, but I thought, I thought if I said it, it would have been in bad taste. Oh, it would have been <laughs> bad taste. Ah, yes. This and is I'm still talking you about your be, wife. <laughs> oh my, oh Jesus. If you end up wanting to be part of the now show, you can enemies. email us in <laughs> and you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Just like Dancing Mike did. Dancing Mike's the first right. mail. We only have a couple this week, so it's going to be very quick. What the hell, Jim and Eric? 
Why is this show not a Patreon exclusive? It sucks having shows in a different feed. Pretty high, Jim. Pretty high. Pretty high. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I am right now. I took my medicine late, Eric, as always, on the weekend yeah. especially. Uh, I have to tell everybody, oh, including it's Dancing time. Mike. Excellent. Last week, Dancing Mike did send in a rant and rave. And I ended up not putting it on the show because I ended up trying to figure out a way for me to go back to the classic deal. I downloaded all that nonsense that I had before, had it all set up, and can only get it to a point that, yes, I can do the things that I did, Eric. I can pause. I can do that. But I come in with an awful do, echo. You can do push-ups I, and run around? Yeah. No, I never could do that. Kip-ups, no. you know, like we were talking about earlier one, this week. One time. Yeah, Kip-up. Uh, and then I said, on, I'm going out on a high note. Never again. L seat on hands. No. So it's like almost like dancing Mike's like, hello, mother. And then I get involved. Hello, mother, 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 mother. I'm like, what's going on? Why can't I change this? And I, I still haven't figured it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. I kind of uh, want to hear that now. No, it wasn't very good. And then that, that mother, was dancing mother, Mike. Mother, mother, mother. mother. Uh, and I, I said to him while I was trying to record, he does throw a lot of shade and hate at that Batman and Robin Eternal. But boy, it gave him a catchphrase. So he can't hate it that much. Uh, but Thank you, Dancing Mike. Pretty high indeed. Alex M is next and the last here. He says, hey, Jim. Hey, Eric. So in the last Hawkman review, you pointed out that Mr. Carter Hall might not be all quite there in the head, which is ironic since he is a professor. Hello, professor. I ended up, and that would not make sense to you, but I ended up having a... A um, one of those things that you can make cartoons, you can make little cartoon movies, and every one I did ended up being <laughs> X-rated, and, and the one ended oh, up with yes, a yes. with a uh, person coming in and asking a professor how they can get an A. You, you know where that's going. You told me and, this story before. Yeah, and and the beginning was the and it was also that the la- you didn't record the the lines either. And, it was that you and your it, buddies would just make different oh, yeah. cartoons, and you oh, just always different go cartoons, one way, and uh, mine always ended up going one way. And always went to, towards basically a porno. And so we, you would type in the dialogue, and it was so bad, a voice synthesizer. And it was funny because the girl oh, came into the room and he, Hello, Professor. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> and away we go. And then basically the whole the whole dialogue is I cannot get an F on my my thing. Well, you should work harder. I'll do anything to get that A. And so you shall. And then, well, it's not going to be an easy A, I'll tell you that. No, oh, it all went bad. And then my buddy Jay said that he he basically said to me, I, I guarantee you, you can't make one of these that doesn't end up being a porno. And I said, I'll show you. And I couldn't. And then I stopped doing them. He, no, he's the yeah. killer of dreams, that guy, the killer he of dreams. He did this to you your dreams. entire life. Yeah, that was, my whole rap career went down the tubes because of him actually making me record. How dare he or make you me get record off. raps? I'm trying to make a I, tour dates. I just, I just like making tour <laughs> shirts, dates, you know, pretend interviews. According to Hawkman, it took four days to fly from Kenya to Opal City. Now, based on what I've read on the internets, Opal City is in Maryland. So I looked up the distance from Nairobi, Kenya to Baltimore, Maryland. is about 7,500 huh? yard, yeah, miles from where the crow, or in this case, hawk flies. Okay, now based on whatever site I found this information, Hawkman supposedly can fly around 200 miles an hour, which clearly he did not do. So let's half that speed to about 100 miles since his shadow was stolen 
Allen, which he if he did fly at that speed, he would get all away to Seattle and get to visit John Jack, who's now put out a cartoon that's pretty decent. There's a little plug there. So maybe Hawkman doesn't fly nonstop and has a resting period and maybe stops somewhere to do some archaeology for a dozen hours. And that might make sense to why it would take almost four days for Hawkman to get to Opal City. He's very concerned about this. But here's the best part to why See, I had Carter- him traveling over the Atlantic. Yeah, well, he's just saying that he's trying to make up a a reason why it took that long. If he went to the Atlantic, it takes like a day and a half, so it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Carter Hall ain't too bright. I looked up tickets from Nairobi to Baltimore, and they're $1,700. I mean, Carter is a man on a budget, right? He's not making that much money. He's been around forever, but he doesn't really have much of a job. He spends all his money on antiques. That's true. Yeah. And, and, and pretty this much, you know, in a museum. He made his house a museum. He is very yeah. weird. I could leave tomorrow night and there's 26. I could be there 26 hours later, meaning that it would only take me two and a half days the most to get from one point to the most popular tourist destination in East Africa to one of the least popular tourist destinations on the East Coast. So there is always the possibility <laughs> that Hawkman might not have his passport, but you'd figure a worldly man like him wouldn't have, wouldn't forget it. I mean, that Indiana Jones jacket with all those damn pockets must have its use. He does yeah. just look like Indiana Jones without the and, freaking and Hawkman anyway, get up on. He, he, those are for harmonicas. He learned from John Popper, a blues travel, blues traveler. You have I a thought lot of he pockets. was a director and needed different you lenses. No, nah, you just end up putting the harmonicas in there. This numbskull has probably stopped getting free air miles that the university would have gotten him if he just took a flight once in a while instead of flying himself everywhere. But I really enjoyed the issue and actually liked the scratchy art as it kind of reminds me of more old school way of drawing. I hated it. 8.5 out of 10 because it was fun to write this email. Sincerely, Alex M. And P.S. Thanks for reviewing Justice League Odyssey number 12. I think he might be jumping the gun, Eric. It's a little Maybe. preemptive, isn't it? Yeah, I know, really. He's got a lot of nerve doing that. But yes, we will have that by the end of the podcast. So that'll You're be fun. You're going to put me on the spot there. Make me a jerk if I don't do it's it, are you, Alex? Well, Alex actually messaged me a couple times this week and kind of was hinting at first and then pretty much outright demanded hey. that we put yeah. just like JLO, I said, we already decided. I said, we're already yeah. putting it on there. Don't worry. And he was like, cool. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. But that's it. And really from here, Eric, the way this podcast is uh, the art architecture of it we're got we're going to be going right off to that last section of books here Uh, i kind of changing around where the mail was put because of this mail and things like that so we're going to go off to finish the podcast with two books including jlo number 12 Yes, and we have a couple books left here for the night. Not a lot of books. So we have two in this last section. I'm not going to say that these are like the prototypical deal of, yeah, we'll throw the worst books at the end. I don't think that's the case. It's just kind of how we kind of put them together and things like that. Um, But we are going to start with the book that Alex M was just talking about and thanking us for reviewing as if he had already heard the review, which he hadn't. 
So it's crazy, but it's Justly Odyssey number 12, written by Dan Abnett, art by Will Conrad, Rain Barreto, and Anne World Design. Mr. Design is in town with a few days to thrill, Eric. Mr. And World. Mr. No, no, no. That's his first name. I don't need a Mr. What are you, Mr. Eric? I don't need that. We finally get to see Dark Side's plan. Yeah, no, you're not. Nobody says that. You're Eric Lee. (sighs) And we finally get to see Dark Side's plan in full effect. And it's a shame that it doesn't have a place for Jessica. For those who have been waiting for things to get going to jump back on this book, this might be the time to get on it. Uh, If you really hate it, the ghost sector, at least it's changing up. It's not perfect, but it's what the whole series was leading to. Is it changing up? (laughs) Well, it's now a place where nobody can fight it. And it's out of, uh, you know, it kind of is phased out of time and space. So, yeah. It's still phased out of time as the ghost sector. Yeah, but they won't die. Here's the deal the ghost sector was dying. It was planets were blowing up. These aren't going to, it actually saved the ghost sector to become pretty much the new apocalypse. So, yeah, Sepulchre. it saves it for them to kind of end up being slaves. But hey, uh, you know, it feels like Dan Amna is able to start telling his own story here. It, it has gotten better as it's gone on with him on it. And there is a shocking death at the end of boot. Now, here's is the there? thing. Well, there isn't. But that's I, I I know we spoil things. Eh, the hell with it. You you read no, the, the solicits. She's not, not dead. Even you read the solicits, solicits coming up, and it says that, that she's ever since there. we had a Batman get hit by the Omega beams, and Grant Morrison decided the Omega beams are going to be a thing that whatever Darkseid wants to do, if he can send you through time, he can send you through space, he can do all these different things. He could disintegrate you. He could do all these different things. But since we had that, I'm like, I don't care about the Omega beams anymore. Anybody gets hit with that, I'm like, you oh, may that not. Show but back up. Then, then what's burning? Because if if you're teleporting and things like we that, had, it, we had we had a body for Bruce Wayne when he got hit. Yeah. I'm telling you that, but this isn't Grant Morrison. And again, the the thing that I think is telling there it seems to be some Green Lantern stuff going on. There is a green hue around what's happening, and it's stupid because you have Darkseid pretty much saying, "Man, I kind of like you, but you have no place here, and I'm going to kill you." And then for him to teleport her away would be silly. Uh, we'll see what happens. But it, the next solicit, the solicits that came out this week, ends up Jessica decides if she wants to be a leader. I'm like, what? What happened? Like, why would you release that? Usually the <laughs> solicits you can play it coy here especially the week that the book comes out and i'm sorry if people think oh man you ruin it for me well we say we're a spoiler podcast so we're gonna spoil everything including your fun uh but this is a decent issue at the the issues leading up to it really were treading water they were really just kind of saying the same things over and over again where you ended up at dark side granting almost having his own offer stuff going in yeah. the you know, in the ghost sector <laughs> the ghost where sector. everybody was getting powered up in different ways and stuff like that. And through the whole deal, you just kept going issue after issue of the idea of, and Jessica was always the one standing strong, always the one like, man. And it's funny too, because she starts talking to say cyborg because she's worried about Asriel and Starfire. I'm like, don't even talk to cyborg. Don't talk to anybody, Jessica. You only know that you yourself is not affected. These others, especially when you think about it, if you get in your head and think about the idea, there's Cyborg with a mother box. He he has apocalyptian technology in him. He's just don't trust now. him. Yeah, don't trust him. Uh, but instead, 
you know, she does talk to him and things like that. And it seems like most of them, they're on the up and up going into this where they do realize, you know, Azrael won't take off his mask anymore. Very big on this, the word that he's saying, you know, he can control people. He seems to really take to that. Yeah, he really seems to take to that. Uh, so he's doing that. Starfire, it's just the idea she's got ultra powers and she thinks I'm going to burn cool. you. But they, they keep on saying through this, though, even in this issue and everything, well, pretty much leading in the last issue, actually, was the idea we can fight it. We're not going to let this take us over. We can, you know, we know that Darkseid is kind of in our brains here. He, he is, is affecting Darkseid us. Darkseid is. But, yeah, but we're not going to let this happen. We're with this plan. And the plan is basically we're going to get these 10 artifacts and we're going to use those. Cyborg has made it so that he's the only one who can pretty much control them. He's the one. They, they're set to him. That's such weird a weird thing idea, is, too, the idea that we have Darkseid doing all of this and actually, act like, you know, accessing hypertime, it seems like, to be able to get the mm-hmm. power that he needs to do everything. I'm like, oh, hypertime, that's a little weird. But the idea that we have the whole thing, we're going to rebuild Apocalypse with this whole Sepulchor plan. The Dark side put in motion, you know, millennia ago, whenever it was. And the yeah. thing is, we have these new gods, the n- new, new gods with Starfire, Asriel, and Cyborg. I'm like, you pretty much have made them gods. The idea that they are the new gods of this new apocalypse with Darkseid, who has regained all his power by the end. I'm like, all right, that, that's kind of cool. But the, the freaking lengths that we went to to get here, I'm like, man, you just, you played a really long game to get to this point and just have this, je- I'm telling you, and even having Jessica here, who we need to have, you know, this character who's outside of all of this to be the hero of the story could come in and save the day, which I do yeah. appreciate because she hasn't really been featured a whole lot and a whole lot of things and been shown to be like a pretty capable lander for a long time now, it seems like. So the idea that she is the linchpin to get our heroes back in the long run, even though it appears that she might yeah. die here at the end of it, I do appreciate it. It's just, even when we have these cool developments here, I'm, I'm reading this issue i'm like yep there's starfire she's shooting her blast at him that's not doing nothing nope what's no. up oh he's just pinging over there i like Azure. it yeah <laughs> i don't know i, I just was kind of bored and why this i one. liked it because you're saying this plan and yeah it's the long con it's a long plan he uses yeah. hyper time he says to go back to change the ideas of cyborg so that he's more receptive later all right i'll go with it i'll go with that idea whatever but the thing is is a destiny i have constructed i grant you using the tools of hypertime i have refashioned victor stone's past to bring him to this moment and make him receptive but it's not false it is a reality that i have ordained it to be yeah, All he right. made the, he made a new reality. He changed Cyborg's yeah. past. And and with this, you do have the last issue before this was when he ended up Strangers changing Cyborg. He he changed Cyborg by basically telling him, "Listen, you you keep thinking that you're the man who's afraid of becoming the machine. No, no, no. You should be the machine who's ashamed of being a man. You're more of the machine. The machine is the part of you that's going to I be just, the god." And and he even went with the, the ghost bed. sector. We can't get away from that idea though i know but i like that it twists it everybody uses yeah it actually twists it to the point where almost what i think is going on and in a wink wink i actually think that that's what dan admit's saying listen all this nonsense because every cyborg book we get is i'm man not machine oh no it's taking over what dark side i think says in this is like you've been spinning your wheels all this time all those people that dealt with that side of it that's why it keeps going because it's nonsense. That's not the true thing of you. You're actually 
are the machine and shouldn't care about the man. And then he ends up pretty much becoming more machine here. Uh, you know, kind of, it's just a look and things like that, but he's yeah. on, you know, dark sides thing because he ends up connecting with the plan, connecting with these artifacts, ending up with the point where he's like, I can't do this. You know, my human side, it can't understand that. And dark side keeps telling him like, shut up. Listen, you, you do understand it. You're understanding it right now. Just be quiet. <laughs> just listen. And he's like, no, no, I don't think I can do it. You know, I'm only a man. No, no. Listen to what your brain and all these things are saying. You're doing, oh my God, I understand it. I guess I am more machine. I'm with you. And so what I really <laughs> like about this issue, though, and why I said that, you know, we've been leading to this. It's been 12 issues. A lot of it's been a slog. It really has. It's taken us all this time to get to the big moment, which is this issue. And I do like where Darkseid says, hey, I had a plan. I had a plan. But when you actually see the plan work out, you and yeah, it might be forced. It might be Dan Abnett changing stuff. But boy, when you find out that yeah, you have Starfire who's just been walking around saying, "Look at me, I got firepowers. I got firepowers," because she's the one that's going to ignite the fire pits here. I, I'm that's telling you, I, I'm telling you, these are cool elements to make these characters the new gods of this whole new apocalypse. Like where we have, you know, Cyborg seems to be this whole like mother box kind of being yeah. himself. Now we have Starfire giving this firepowers. She ignites the fire pits on this new apocalypse. I'm like, okay, that's cool. She's the they're a fire at this point. And then we have Azrael, who is the voice, who brings in all this, you know, rapture and his, like, you know, people that worshipped himself coming in. And they are transformed into the new parademons yeah. by all these artifacts, stuff like that, by, you know, Darkseid's will. And I'm like, he has just become the, like, the the, the voice of the parademons of this. I'm like, these yeah. are cool elements. And it's I'm telling that- you, I don't even care about them being the voice or her being the mother of fire. I just like the idea that this is what, I, you know, the whole plan the was. The para-angels. To, uh, yeah, and uh, to me, it's like, the whole idea wasn't just, hey, you know, Darkseid's sitting there and the plan will get Azrael. He'll be the voice of the pa- – I don't even think he really cares that much about them after this fact. I think that he's like, okay, I have to get the voice going so that he can convince all these people so that he brings them all here so that I can just make them the para-angels. And, yeah, I want yeah. Starfire to get so fired up with having this fire and using it because I just needed to be the match to ignite the, you know, the fire pits. I think that it shows more, not just that he's like – Man, you are my new order. You're my new. I just think it's more of I'm going to use you to the nth degree, and you're going to think that you know, like Starfire, you're going to think that you're a god. You're going to think that you have these ultra powers that you ever did. I only need you to start up the fire pits. I really don't need you for anything else. I'm going to do that. Well, and yeah, they're going to continue on. In my mind, at this point, kind of like yeah, a well, new granny gonna, goodness to I don't even know like that, that he would need that. That would be something in my mind. The way it's going as well, he kind of does say you're going to be my guys, but I, I think that this dark side for what he's going through and what's happened i think that he's probably just like i'm doing this shit by myself i don't need a granny goodness now i don't need a desaad these always end up causing me trouble trouble so i just need them And, and in this point i think that kind of just in this issue going with the idea that there are you know his new order i think it lessens the fact that he duped them and ended up only using them as tools which is why he has jessica like he says I don't have reason for you. And the yeah, reason were, is because you were part of the plan. Great yeah, and, and the plan being, I need you to ignite this. I need you to do this. And it's yeah. in a time frame that's exact to what he said. And I think and I that do dig by the end of the idea that we have dark side after all this time, he is a threat again. He is oh, yeah. you know, reborn pretty much with all his original this. power. I'm like, okay, we have dark side. That's funny. It's like the idea of Jessica uh, uh, Cruz is dead. No, no, that, that's not the big thing. Dark side is back yeah, and he's bad, he's baby. Back. And and with that, I like the idea of this 
leading into this. This isn't just, I, I think that it's well served by Dan Abnett and Joshua Williamson is this, if this was his plan going all along too, but Dan Abnett does it here where when dark side comes back, it's not just like, Boom, like they could have had something that would have been some omega power that ends up being a big machine that zaps him. And now I'm all powerful now. Instead, you see that everything that's been going on in this book was all part of his plan. He knew they were trying to go against him. He counted on that. Also, the idea that was weird where they show up here and like, hey, you know, we got these 10 artifacts. We're beyond powerful. We're going to get Darkseid. For Darkseid to come in and go, oh, by the way, I have 50 of them. I'm like, oh, this plan went down the tubes. I mean, it's already in big trouble. Uh, But just the idea that he strung them along so that they... uh, especially Azrael. I think Azrael's the most because you can't just say, hey, Azrael, you can control people and then go to this next level where he does. He had to make it so that these people were fully in with Azrael. Azrael's fully in so that he duped them all to get there to turn into the power angels. From what we were doing before when he first got the idea of the voice and he was this people, they're like, you know, he did not Azrael was never a person who wanted to be worshipped. He worshipped a god. He knew the one true god. So when all of a sudden when he decided they're like, I, it's about time people yeah, we started worshiping weird. me. That, that was so But now we see Later that on, it, was, this, it was part of it. It, it was part of him being duped. It was part duped. of it, but it was a weird thing for like a, a really quick transition for him to be all about that, though, out of nowhere just it for us to get like to this point. It seemed like what they were saying, though, is they were, they were actually controlled right away. They've been fighting it off. They even said we've been fighting it off since the very beginning in the one issue in the past. I think it was last issue or the issue before where they say to Jessica, uh-huh. listen, we have been we've been controlled from the beginning, but we can fight back. We've proven that, you know, believe us. And they are true to their word. I mean, they really do go to fight. But they, they, they tried. Just, with, well, with Cyborg involved, too, they're not going to win. Because that's the thing. Part of the deal of this was they had those 10 artifacts. And once Cyborg said... I'm going to set them to me and only me. I'm like, that is a bad plan. <laughs> it's not going to go well. You need to have something here, where one of these other characters can access them, please. But yeah, it's not even just Darkseid because they do go to attack him. And again, that was part of last issue as well. They do go to attack him because he says, and I loved it too. He's like, hey, you know, we're going to get Sepulchre here. We're going to get it going. It's going to take me a little time, and I'm going to be a little weak. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to kneel. <laughs> just don't bother me. I can't be bothered right now, kids. And he goes over, and this is when they're like, all right, now's the time. We can end up taking him down now because he's weak. We can do this. We can do this just physically. And they go, and that's where Cyborg turns. It's over then. They they have no chance when Cyborg is turned, and they have all the artifacts then. And then that's, you know, you have Darkseid. And like I said, I think that the biggest thing of it, like you said, is Darkseid is a badass, and I think he's well over just and the I can't normal. Wait to see him I'm, doing I'm more Darkseid Dark stuff. Uh, this makes you remember that he's not just a guy who comes in and Omega beams people. He's not a guy who just you know. Like we haven't had a proper Darkseid no. since the end of the and new he 52. spells it out even too. I mean, in this whole deal, and again, I, not just this issue I'm talking about, but leading into it as well. But he even says like the whole process of him allowing himself to become a the baby Darkseid that we love, <laughs> the and then to be protected, then to get in the ghost zone to end up to be out of you know apocalypse and things like that when that disappears and now this is a plan that he's had in the making for all along and i'm telling you when you end up having the para angels you you end up having it just it just dawned on me that we did have kind of a proper dark side during that wonder woman run when jason was there but that just kind of seemed weird when that he was de-aged to a teenager to go into the ghost sector to to get his full power back yeah it seemed very odd so i'm not even going to count that far i haven't had a proper dark side since 52 i stand by and so with that 
uh, once he ended up knocking, uh, you know, Starfire into the the pits, and that ignites right. him. Once you get the Power Angels, that clicked with me of okay all this stuff and all of this like i said a slog of these powers and you know asriel not acting right and things like that it all clicked them for me and it all clicked in a way that i'm like okay i can go with it i'm telling you it's not perfect it, it isn't you, now but you know we what also it clicked have, for me what's that what it was it's been a year of storytelling now and finally finally jessica cruz power ring just runs out of yeah, power well, yeah and even that she's even time. saying at points she's like i have to conserve it at points leading into this she was even using yeah. guns instead of it so what this is the thing once dan amnett showed up on this book it did improve it did seem like he it's a weird thing he got on this book and seemed to have a better concept of the overall story and the characters than joshua williamson had at the beginning well that, because on, it seemed on top way of off it, though thing. we had that weird we had that weird thing before the story of the series even came out where they had like what three issues two or three, two or three issues done and yeah, they went back and, and they scrapped all of that yeah, and, reach change and changed that. everything up so i'm like I have no idea if we're getting back on track with what they originally wanted or if things were scr- like scrapped yeah, twice I, now. I, they like, said that this that is the first stuff was scrapped because of continuity, that it couldn't be. So that was just that was just shelved. They said that it didn't jive with something else going on in metal and you know all the other Just League books because it was delayed anyway. When it was first going to yeah. come out, it was going to be the third book out. Then it was delayed more because they scrapped issues. And then when it came out, we said it was playing catch-up the whole time. But we've been waiting for this plan and dark said to come back and see what he's up to. And now you end up having, you know, them with this out of space dark and time support things. Again. And yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, he is a badass. And you also though have hints that a brainiac, and a Lex Luthor are interested in finding out about, you know, Darkseid, but they kind of thought that that was off the off the shelf. They actually still believe that Darkseid is gone. Uh, that was right. at the beginning of, I think, last issue where they were going to offer Darkseid an offer, which is kind of funny to think that Darkseid getting an offer. You would think <laughs> he's just a mega beam your ass. Little man. Yeah, really. So as this goes on, it's pretty much all of the, you know, all of our heroes besides Jessica being taken over and then used for their proper tool that they're supposed to be so that dark side and they is become creating the three his own principles of you know his belief on his domain technology yeah. power and belief yeah so he has that going on jessica's still fighting and he is impressed with jessica and i know that a lot of well, people even the, i'm telling you i wanted to see this thing where he's actually offering jessica the whole thing it's like i have these three components of my whole new domain but like but a new god of indomitable will would not be unwelcome just say the word he's all for you know he's making offers now on top yeah, of yeah. Leviathan and, and she won't do it but she's like she is amazing now. That's the thing is I want to see her shine like this because even he has the this is a you've come a long way from that girl Baby. who wouldn't leave her apart. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know a lot about this girl. I was girl, gonna say, what did what did he, <laughs> he end up reading the book of Jessica or something? He knows everything about her, but she kind of said some things that while this was going but on. But the idea as well. that even with all of this, you know, nothing nothing she has right now, her power ring is running out of energy, like you know, yeah. power, or as Sam Humphreys would say, it's running out of will. But yeah. uh it's the not idea gonna that she won't stop even in the face of dark side, you know, the biggest bad there is. I'm like, all right, you know what, Jessica, I do want to see more of you. So that's what I do like this whole thing. I, I think it's kind of a nonsense play because they've, in my mind, ruined the Omega beams. Because yeah, they can and it is, much it's, do it, you know, it's going to be like you said at the beginning, you know, that it's going to be the idea that she was teleported somewhere else. And, and, you know, she, like the Omega he, beams, when they hit you and you saw somebody turn to dust back in the dead, it's like, oh man, he just killed that person. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh no, it's just going to be Bruce. So like Jessica Cruz going through time, trying to make her way back yeah. like Bruce Wayne did, or she's in the far Jessica future, or she's Cruz outside the ghost R. sector. I- P. 
Yeah, it, it will see me. Well, that's the thing too. It'd be funny if she, he sent her out of the ghost sector because that's and all she wanted. Charge ring. It's all she wanted yeah. anyway. But yeah, that'll allow her to charge the ring. And I don't know how you get into this new sector, this new deal. But we'll have to see this how place it's that going seems to be on. outside of anything that could outside ever affect it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and basically Darkseid's made it so that when the universe ends, when you have all this stuff with the, you know, justice the versus crumble, doom, everything those things, we'll still yeah, and, be here. And, yeah, we'll still be there. They'll be there. And I that, have that saved was, lives. Yeah, and that was his big thing, uh, especially against Jessica, where Jessica's like, you're, you're horrible. And he's like, I'm the only one saving lives here. I'm the only one doing what's proper. You know, this, this ghost sector's falling you apart. You and your super friends the got universe it all wrong. Is, yeah, the, you, the universe is crumbling apart because of your super friends. Uh, so I'm saving them. And she says, no, you're just going to turn them into slaves and things like that. And he, ba- yeah, but they'll be alive. Semantics. He keeps going back to that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but they'll be alive, slaves. Uh, but really, if you do like Jessica, I've heard a lot of people tell me, specifically that they hate this Jessica in this book and that they think that she's not treated well and all this, she goes down swinging to a point where, I mean, just seeing Jessica smash dark side on the side of the face and just smash him knowing that that's all she's going to do. And she, she knows she's yeah. not going to do anything. She knows she's, she's not going to swing him. So uh, yeah, she's you, like, Jess. I'm going to, I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to make sure he realizes how much I could do to him, even with no power and, and does that. And then just lands. And then the big thing, dark side's such a badass. He just steps and crunches the ring, I guess, and her when, arm. I'm, I'm and no, her in my hand. mind, he just crunches her arm. He steps yeah. on her arm. That you know, the I hand think that, that the you're supposed to on. believe that it's the ring because then the ring. I know it does say power level zero, warning power level zero. But when he crunches on it, it stops. And uh, then he just a mega beams. I Maybe. think that what they, I think that what it was is Dan Abnett wanted to show you that happening so that you wouldn't think like, oh, you better not have like point zero zero one percent energy to get out of there. Uh, but yeah, the Omega Beams, like you said, they are a thing that doesn't necessarily mean you're dead. You look at the yeah. solicits, and the solicits show that that's the case. So we'll have to see. Which I didn't even look at the solicits. I didn't even know what that was coming through. So I'm going to just saw the Omega Beam because everybody's been talking about, oh my God, this whole week, we've been, I've been spoiled nonstop this whole week leading up to this. Like, oh man, you can't wait till you read Just League Odyssey. You know, just, Jessica Cruz dies. I'm like, well, that's fucked up. I don't know, right? Nobody's yeah, talking yeah. about this, you know, when the comic it's was coming out. Favorite characters. Like, but, yeah. So, like, when I read this, I'm like, all right, she's fine. Don't worry, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, she'll be okay. But yeah, so uh, overall, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I enjoy. I think the art's great. I enjoyed it. Like I said, actually seeing a plan that we've been told come into play and see things that I didn't th- – you know, I had no idea that you needed Starfire to ignite the fire pits and things like that. I thought that no, was a clever that thing. That was pretty cool. And I thought that it was really having cool. Having them I, transform into the new gods at that yeah, point, I'm like, I like that. And so that really – we've had a lot of these stories – that end up at the end, you're like confused. This is no like, who's the Arkham Knight? And then we find out it's just the daughter of Arkham. Oh, no, who, Astrid you know, Arkham. Yeah, Astrid, who we never knew and things like that. This actually makes sense in the story and, and makes Dark Side of Beta. So I'm 8 out of 10, uh, pretty much my favorite book of the week. But uh, what are you going to yeah, give? That's pretty cool. I am ended up giving this a 7 out of 10 because while I like the art and I think the progression, what, what we got at the end, it took so long to get here. It's like I just didn't care by the end because it's been a year of storytelling to get us to this point where like we have, you know, Cyborg becomes this whole thing. Like the, the even the simple things like using the tools of hyper time, like, well, that doesn't make sense, but whatever, whatever you got to do here, Dark Side, you're back. And that's all I care about in the end. So there are some cool developments here. If people who are on board JLO the entire time, it's a great payoff for you. I've been in and out of this series at this point, but seeing this issue with what we have going forward, I am excited for the series for the first time since it began. And yeah. I can't wait to actually see what happens going into it because 
I need more Jessica Cruz, proper Jessica Cruz. And she showed yeah. me here that she has grown as a character more than she's been able to do stuff in here and beforehand, even in Green Lanterns, where, you know, she did grow there, but this, it kind of seemed forced at times in that book as well. But we, she has moved on as a character here. She is a hero through and through. I want to see more of it. So I'm giving this a seven out of 10. All right. We're going to go and finish up with one last book, which is Catwoman number 14, written by Mr. V. Ram V. I love on that cover that just says Mr. V. Mr. V. Art by Mirko and Dolfo. Hey, Hey, Mr. V. What you doing there? You hanging out with the Mr. V? He's like, everybody. That's that's Jim's Harley voice. And that is. (laughs) Hey, there, Mr. V. Oh, Harley, you sound so sexy. As well. Hey there, Mr. Eric. You want to come and I'm in my short shorts. I'm looking good. I got a Brazilian <laughs> wax. I'm ready I for you to go to in town. My mouth. <laughs> oh, yummy. Yummy, yummy. You have a lot of wings today. Is that what you I just did have a lot of up? wings. Hey a lot of hot there, sauce. Mr. Eric. All right. Ram V is back on Catwoman. It's another caper. But not all is what it seems, Eric. While Selena is trying to get some sensitive files that would let her rule Villa Hermosa, the other baddies have their sights set on her. Ram V does enough to convince me that he should be writing this book full time. And there are some great <laughs> and fun guest stars, even though they don't all make sense, Eric. I'll tell you, they're I not don't really making the this sense. Song. Look, we, we have Catwoman going off, and she has something that doesn't have to do with the Creels, which right away, you and me are like, okay, we can get yeah. on board with this. It but doesn't it have could. anything to do with Here's the, the thing. What I think it it's could, clever yeah. with, it could. So you could yeah. use this against, but it's not pushed. So I liked it. I liked the because idea the, the, that this the, could even go into that. The person who's coming to Selena to, for the retrieve these files is friggin' uh, Karen Rain, and her husband used to be an accountant who worked for all the crime families in Villa Hermosa. And being a a kind of smart man, he made files on everybody just in case anything yeah. would happen to him and stuff like that. Even Catwoman has a file made up by her uh, husband Albert Rain. But yep. these uh, he was killed two weeks ago, and the police seized all the files. But now. She knows for a fact now that these files are going to be moved, and it's the prime time for anybody who wants to get a hold of these, all the crime families, everybody who needs it, even like villains like, you know, gentlemen, ghosts and stuff like that. This is the prime time for it, but she wants Selena to get these files first, you know, and you can have whatever you want at this point. Selena, Selena yeah. could be the freaking queen of Villa Hermosa after yeah, she gets her hands Villa on these Hermosa things. Villa Hermosa if you get these but files, when we have yes. gentlemen ghosts show up, and the idea is like, look, there's, a, there's honor among thieves. I'm not trying to kill you, even though I know for a fact, being a ghost man, gentleman Jim Craddock here, here, there's a hit out on your head, Selena, but I'm not going to kill you because I'm not a killer, but I'm for some reason going to let you go and you're going to promise me that I get to have the files. I'm like, why are you taking this chance, gentlemen, Ghost? The idea, she yeah, is a thief herself. She, he knows like, that, I know. I think that she trusts her, that she's somebody who has some It's just honor. such a weird he idea where Gentleman Ghost others. and her have this camaraderie out of nowhere just because he fished her out of the river after she got shot. Yeah. And it's weird that the, the twist is while this is going on is the idea that you think that everybody's after the files. They're more after Selena than the files. She's going to go get the files, even at one point where she goes to retrieve them and they end up exploding things around that. So she's stuck in this area so that they can then attack Cat her. in the target her. zone, initiate uh, lockdown. And this is a very quick issue. There, there. It's it's a very basic story. It's set up. Ram V sets it up uh, pretty much like a noir deal. You even, well, even have like noir. Almost, 
Well, and and you even you have the idea of almost like when she walked into my office, I should have known there was trouble. It, that's narration. It's only at the beginning. It kind of gets I know, away it, from it's, that. It's really bad at the beginning. I'm telling you, when I first started reading this, I actually started rolling my eyes until we got into the actual adventure because it yeah, was it actually a got away from it. But it's the like, beginning, funny, like, funny. Well, all of this starts <laughs> with one. a little bit of rain. <laughs> yeah, like, and then the lady's name's rain. rain. I'm you like, please. You can feel the air pause for breath when she walks in, like sunshine on a rainy day. I'm like, okay, like, yep. <laughs> you're already talking and, about oh, rain. And, How many times are you going to It's She it's orders so a gin forced. and tonic and a chat noir before, and a chat noir. I'm like, what oh, are you yeah. doing? But it's, it gets worse later when she ends up getting the thing and she's looking over the landscape. Villa Hermosa whispers her own answers, and I put the, be- the rest together. The files are being transported i'm like it's such a noir deal with like a hard-boiled <laughs> so detective the stuff. it is and the whole idea i told you even when i read it and then came in the next day after reviewing and i said where do you get to this thing where where selena does this pun thing with a, it starts with a little rain <laughs> hi my name's rain i'm like really like my that name's is Karen really rain. bad All right. it's so odd and also the idea she comes in she, it is raining out but it doesn't yeah. seem like she can shake that rain off her and now i think that she's a Super villain. I actually think that she has water powers. When when it gets to or the point she where talking they've about ta- Raina Creel. Well, they've been talking <gasps> for that long, and, and there's she's still dripping with water off of every bit of her hair, legs. I'm like, I think she might be. Maybe made she's of just rain. like me, and I'm just really sweaty. Maybe she might be a sweaty woman. Uh, I could go with that. But even even with the idea, I love the setup. It's like my husband, he was an accountant. He he had all these things with everyone. He kept these secret files. So in case something happened, but I told him, you know, th- something's going to go wrong if we're married. So I better get rid of you so that you get, and it made no sense. And she's like, you know, <laughs> a week later, no he was dead. Mind, he's like, a week later, he was dead. you ever have to dead. leave somebody you love? And I'm like, yeah. that just hit home for Catwoman. Oh my, that's all it was. It was just a forced <laughs> deal to get that because she's like, I had to divorce him, but I loved him, but he died of a broken heart, but he, he did, did he? this. Yeah, well, that's what I it thought says. he would have died of blood poisoning. Yeah, really. Actually, I don't even think he got shot. I think he had a no. heart attack. Yeah, it that's says. The thing he, when I he can't died take from a broken heart, and I don't see after blood. Revenge of the, after Revenge of the Sith, I can't take anything like that yeah. seriously. Oh, he I died know. of a broken that's heart and get out of town. He, it's he so poisoned weird himself. Come on, I help me out there. Yeah, that's the thing. I see him there, and he looks like he's clutching his heart. Broken heart. Uh, yeah, so they they ended up going through he's these files. He's also clutching his stomach in my mind. Poison. I, I love it, too. It's like, they're, they're hey, let's go through these files. I don't know which one's real important, but there's one red one in the middle here. Maybe it's that one. <laughs> they're going through up there. They're going to transport these files that will let her pretty much control Villa Hermosa. Listen, I told you. Can't you say? I told you I'm colorblind. Jesus Christ. Stop making fun of me. Being out on the streets, I don't see Keller. I'm a man yeah, of action. That's right. I'm a, <laughs> and I love to. I don't know what this file is. Do you got any idea? It says Catwoman on the front. Like, this guy was not even trying to hide these things. Catwoman. <laughs> all right. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, he's got a very oh, thick Albert file Ray. of her only being there for a little bit. But, yeah, he cared too much is what his problem was you, there. The thing is, I have no problem. It's a little over the top with the whole noir no, I, style I don't of setting up this whole story. Actually. And everything is fine until we have nobody from the first yeah, arc that's of the New the 52 problem. Batman and Robin show up. Or we have, And they try to even play with it because nobody, Morgan Ducard, son of Henry Ducard, who helped train Batman, and this guy, nobody, wanted to take Damien off to the, uh, like, you know, the dark side yeah, and have him kill people. In the Batman and Robin guys. book. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was the first time that I started really liking Damien Wayne in that first arc in Batman and Robin, the new 52. At the end of that, Damien took his life by show, doing yeah, a move him. that uh, Morgan had showed him by putting his, like, you know, fingers through his skull, pretty much the dim yeah. mock, right into his forehead, you know, killing him right there. Yeah, and he they try him. to play this off here by saying he had a brain injury. So he has this weird thing where he doesn't, I can't say words the right way all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, the thing is, that would be fine if we didn't also have in Robin, son of Batman, where his daughter Maya talked about how she found the body, removed the mask, and you saw the skull with the hole in his yeah. forehead there. I'm yep. like, you could have yeah. played it off, but this was out here already. This can't be Morgan Ducard, no yeah, matter and, how and much you're playing it off that, And he doesn't say Morgan. He does say nobody, but in a sly way. But it's Morgan. You you know it is, what they're saying. And the thing is with that, you know, we, we talk about continuity and stuff that, you know, people are like, oh, man, you got to get over that. It's not just the fact that he died that upsets me of him being in this book because in the meantime there's been two or three times that me and eric both thought he was back one of them being arkham knight we actually thought that there was going to be a tie-in because we were trying to figure out what the you know the concept would be with this but my biggest problem with him being in this book is him coming back like this and it's just thrown in here i don't think it means anything bigger than just being a thief i'm like well that's wrong he's not a thief He's he's an assassin but him being in here, well, that's the thing. It's a dupe. He's not even there to be a thief. He's there to kill Selena. So the whole thing is that he is an assassin still anyway. But the the whole thing is with this. This is a character that if he's, he's going to come for back. The, for the files. No, it seems like he's there to kill Catwoman as well. Because at the end, they say you didn't have a body. Where's the body? If you don't find the body, we can't be, con- you know, we, you have to prove to me that you killed. By the thing where no, that gentleman was, that goes. That was lockup at the end. Now, I'm saying even that, though, when Gentleman Ghost says none of these people are here for those files, they're all here to kill you. They're all here. It seemed like that. he was I, just yeah. going for that. He might be grabbing that, that because he's there. I still think that she's in, he's involved with this big payoff. Uh, the deal. We'll have to see. But uh, with that, you have that. This should be in a book with Damien. There's no reason why nobody would come back without being part of, just you know, no reason Damien. nobody should come back. Well, he can if you, if you really want him. I mean, people come back. But this is one of the biggest things that happened. Like you said, it was the first the big body. thing with Damien with the, uh, you know, the Batman and Robin book. It was a huge thing that he took a life. It was huge. Yeah. And then it was so huge, you actually had a miniseries that dealt with it afterwards. And yet he just comes back willy-nilly. But yeah, you have these things going on and he does end up, you know, you have Selena. She had duped, uh, you know, nobody and, and possibly is just there to get it. I think he might be double dipping, but he ends up, it you know, maybe he'll he team up. I'm nobody, a thief just like you. I'm like, well, that's weird. Maybe that's part of his yeah. brain injury. He thinks he's a thief but the now. Brain, the brain injury as well just ends up making him say words wrong. You know, I picked the wrong birds. You know, he says stuff like that. I'm like, all right. And he's like, you know, I'm just, just like, like Mew. Mew. Yeah, oh I'm God, like, all, all right. right. Whatever. This is going to get uh, annoying fast. What happened to you, yeah, nobody? Yeah. So, yeah, really, I <laughs> disappear again. Uh, but so <laughs> he's doing that. But she does then get shot. She does end up. And that's how we started the issue where she was in the bay. And, you know, she gets fished out by Gentleman Ghost. She thinks it's Batman. Through this whole thing, there's more mention of Batman and Bat and Cat in this issue than I think we've had in the whole Captain Woman series yeah. going into the. There is a ton. And, and some of it's okay. Some of it's there. She's with a cat. And like, what are you doing here, cat? Yeah, that's what he'd say. She's talking to herself and making these crazy weird cat woman. continuing sentences, stuff like that. 
like that. That's what he'd say. And then I'd tell him, none of your beeswax. And then he'd say, you never say that. Let's go to bed and I'll tell you about another one of my biggest regrets. And then, yeah, yeah, so that's just, just going on. The ca- you know, for a minute, Kitty, when I was drowning, I thought he came after me. But it was only a ghost. <laughs> it was the a cat ghost. doesn't care. Shut up. No, the cat's like, meow. So like, I know, Kitty, right? Meow. What is up with oh, that Oh, no, Batman? you're nobody. Wait, meow. <laughs> meow, what's that? I gotta go to the Himalayas? Meow, and then France? What the hell? What do you think? I got to This is a crazy convoluted flyers, plot Miles? here, Kitty. I don't know what's happening here. Meow, Bane took over Gotham? Really? Let I haven't tell you heard about anything this about it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about any of this. Meow, what? Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint. How, how does that make sense? What, what, what happened there? Meow. No, no, no. Don't even lie, Kitty. That don't make no sense. Well, she actually knows what's going on now. We don't. Only the kitty knows. Uh, but Gentleman Ghost being there is fun. He doesn't really do much. No, <laughs> just, just the there. idea that he's there to but, steal the yeah. files as well and has promised, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Like, I'll give you the files. I don't need them anyway. I'm like, okay, so be on your way, Catwoman. I'm like, you she know what I do like seeing Gentleman like, Ghost. But. I'm telling you, she, he's a man of honor. He trusts her. And she says, yeah, my. No, now, this is the thing, though. Ghost. But this is the thing, though. Please, you have to just sit back, Eric, and and just marvel at the fact that in one podcast or one week of podcast, because it was Patreon only, that we got to yeah. talk about the shade and gentleman Shadow ghost thief. in one week. Gentleman yeah, ghost. I, I'm just saying shade, especially with his nonsense talk as well. No, that's what I'm saying. I love the dialogue. He doesn't really go full out with that dialogue here, but he looks crazy. He looks cool. I like it. There, there's times though Bet? because no, he has no, a ghost. No, my dear, Craddock, Jim yeah. Craddock, a gentleman ghost. Ghost, I'm like, all right. There is honor left I do love yet among gross. some thieves. I do too. The problem is, is there's times where you have gentlemen ghosts that you can't really do a lot of close-up shots. There's the one close-up shot. And I, I see a monocle. I see a hat. I don't know what else I'm seeing. It looks like a, a shark spin. It looks like a shark spin there. It, it he doesn't wears make sense like a shark spin. I'm telling you, it doesn't even, yeah, really. It doesn't even look like, <laughs> it's no LL Cool J. I'm telling you, you have to watch where you go close-up on it, but it's Oh, I'm funny. looking at him to say, like, I know it's his collar there. He likes to yeah. have the pop collar look. Good he for does him. have the pop collar, but when I'm looking at it normally, the pop collar should be a little bad. It doesn't really <laughs> the, match the, up the, to me. It thing, looks weird. The thing is, the idea that this guy, I forget who you said was on art this issue, but I really enjoy it. But it's the Mirko idea that they do, I love Mirko, Mirko and Dolfo. Dolfo. I'm a yes. huge fan. Because yeah. I dig the art in this issue a lot. The idea that she would actually go and do a close-up of Gentleman Ghost. My good for yeah, you. He don't, he don't got no face. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, oh, I love Mirka Andolfo, one of my favorite artists. And when she sh- pops up on things like this, I always think, like, get her on a regular book. She needs to be, you know, full-time on something. So I really like her. Uh, yeah, so you end up basically with the idea, hey, by the way, everybody's after you. And, you know, we got to get things done and going. And then you end with who at the end, Eric, like you said before. Oh, at the end of this whole thing, it seems like the person that nobody might be. I I don't even want to say nobody because it seems like the person who took the shot, that mysterious person who shot her, she was running away from nobody, is being led by, you know, uh, lockup here, that vigilante uh, villain right there. You you could recognize him better if he had his weird ski mask on. He's not a huge villain, so a lot of people won't know who he is. He is, and he hasn't been around a lot. 
And and this no. is the thing that I'll tell you. I wish that they would have had the mask on, and I wish they would have done a little something because besides really that little chain there, very yeah. similar to the nowhere outfit as well. If you nobody. go back and look, the way they are nobody, yeah, the way they they spelled that out. Uh, so it's because that's the thing but you yeah. have here when you have lockups. Like you sure you got her? Well, I don't see her anywhere, and you have to have proof of her death and stuff like that. But like we never got to see who that sniper was in the window. So even with that, we have lockup who's running some kind of thing behind the scenes working with this mysterious sniper and that's where we end the issue where there yeah, looks like I, Catwoman, you know breaking in the takeout lock up here now and I, i'm telling you the only thing you can you know go with so far without hearing is that maybe you know nobody went around and doubled back and then was the sniper i, I don't know you see him on the I can't, rooftop because so he was chasing be. her but i know but i'm telling you it's just an odd thing to throw another character at the end and then have that happen he does look and then she goes off and gets shot from another way but is that part of the plan did, did he lead her into that by chasing her because before you had those explosions that were supposed to be what led her to kind of be within an area and not be able to escape and then she kind of did it, it just was odd uh but I like the whole thing overall enough. It's not perfect. It's okay. It's no. fun. If you've been reading the Catwoman series all along, I think that these are the issues with Ram V that at least you can have some fun and really are the ones that once you get rid of Rihanna Creel and the Creels themselves and all that nonsense going on, you end up having actual Catwoman stories like this feels like it would be something. Yeah, it gets funky with Gentleman Ghost and things like that, but it does feel like something, yeah, and it does feel like something though. Catwoman would be involved with something, you know, yeah. a caper like this going, and at least she's something duped, interesting going on in Villa Hermosa. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So yeah, I gave it a seven five on the site. Uh, I actually, you know, it, I didn't hate it, so I actually yeah. give it props for that. And it had gentlemen ghost now, which make me giggle. So what would you give it? I'm going to give this a six point eight out of ten, and most of my score being off that because I did have fun with this issue, and I think the art is great. My biggest problem is this throwing nobody in there because Morgan Ducard is a character. You just have to leave him dead and buried. And just saying I have a brain injury and make him say silly words here and there, it seems almost like a slap in the face for how good that first arc of Batman and Robin was. Yeah. And, you know, bringing the character Maya, which I really dug from Robin, son of Batman, because she was going out there to avenge the death of her father, who she saw yeah. his body. And then we even – I went back to look in that series to make sure that we saw the body, and we did with the fucking yeah. hole in his skull, his skull there. But, like, just having him here felt weird. Everything else, though, was kind of fun, and I do want to see where Ram V takes the series. I just, I just think it's more of this that they they're trying not to care about continuity but it's weird you have but a lot I of care. other people well you do but there's a lot of other uh hero or villains they could have gotten it's weird to Agreed. just grab that like one. a gentleman ghost in a lockup but yeah I, I guess that they don't care and maybe we'll find out it's not really nobody it's somebody who's pretending maybe. to be him he's going i don't and if know if they do that i'll be very happy yeah, I, I don't. Th- I think that they're just counting on the idea that nobody has read things eight years ago and and don't care, you know, by this point what's going on with that character. I, and it's a it's a character nobody cares. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that came out this week. Uh, legitimately reading a news story pretty much spelled out that the the Green Lantern is not in continuity. So you're gonna have to stop uh, being mad about that. It's a non continuity. No, no, no. You story. tell me it's not in continuity. Awesome, I'm down with no, that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have to. To stop being mad about that because it pretty much spelled it out in the news story that Doesn't I read today on good, the news. Well, it ends up that we can't be mad about things coming from before crisis and stuff because it's it seems to be out of continuity. But what is your book of the week? My book of the week this week is Hawkman number 
was it 15? I forget now what it was. Maybe 14 or 15. I forget which one it is. But Hawkman this week is my book of the week. Mine was Justice League Odyssey was my book of the week. So uh, I was happy that we ended putting that on the podcast. And I'm ready to be excited about that book again. And I say again, I don't think I ever was before. So it'll be a first. Me either. But next week, we have not a lot of books. We don't have a lot of books now. Two of these will be on the Patreon. So if you want to hear everything that we're talking about. Yeah, well, (laughs) we'll see. Uh, But two of these will be on the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. Right now, it does look very early in the voting, but it does look like Superman year one and Batman will be on there. But all the books that are coming out are Aquaman number 51 that will be reviewed on the site by Reggie. And next week, we'll be talking to Reggie on the podcast about it. Batman number 77. My voice doesn't do it. Batman number 77, like I said, that continues. Woo! Like that. We end up yeah, uh, God, having a continue of the voice city cracks. of Bane. Too much smoking. Uh, yes, really. Uh, but yeah, that looks like that might be a Patreon only. We end up having Nightwing number 63. That's your one book that you'll be reviewing right. this week. I don't have any. Rick Grayson. We have Superman year one number two. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen number two that will be reviewed and on the podcast with Jeremy. He has to do that. He's liking it way more than us. Teen Titans number 33. We'll see if we're going to be doing that with Chris. We also have Year of the Villain Black Mask number one with Reggie. He's going to review that on the site and come back to the podcast full. And we'll be talking to him about that on there. So really, this is not going to be a long podcast next week. We'll see how it goes. You can send in some mail, all that other stuff going on. All that jazz. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Uh, we had that's a fun it, week, right? We had a fun week, Eric. All these books. Yeah, I did too. We're, we're ready to say goodnight, though, and call another week over. I, I'm telling you, the recording another week of, in the bag. The recording of all this stuff does start. My recording week starts on Wednesday with Brandon with the Marvel. It doesn't end till tomorrow night, Sunday night. On the Marvel deal. But when we get done the DC podcast, it is kind of like, whew, it's almost like Friday. Like you're punching out Friday afternoon after work because it seems like most of the big work is done. But we're done. What do we say? At All the, the heavy lifting. Yes. Everybody have a great week. Keep it weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh!